Welcome to the Late Night with Chalky podcast. I'm Jay Late Night Larson. And I'm Lyndon Chalky Cabellion. In each episode, we will be talking to different surfers and surf shops to learn more about them and their passion for surfing. We will be diving deep into their experiences as well as their involvement and contributions to their local communities. Be sure to check out our website and Instagram feed for updates on future shows. Thank you for your support and we look forward to sharing these great stories with you. WaveKey was created by Brad Gerlach to help improve your surfing. WaveKey is a land-based systematic surf training method. For all surfers, for all levels. Check out wavekey.com. That's W-A-V-E-K-I.com. Buy on Fridays for the $5 special. Pata Sushi. At Albertsons in the Newland Center off of Beach and Adams. Foo Wax. The wax that's found under all of the best surfers on the planet. You mean late night? Always under my feet. And Chalky? How do you think I pull those big airs? And layback Lars. And those laybacks. Wait, whoa, 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 we're not doing the 90s again, are we? I don't do those anymore. Foo Wax, the best wax in the game. Foo Wax. Bonsai balls. They only use real Asahi, not like all those other imitators using sorbet full of sugar. Yuck. They also get their honey from a and bee pollen from a bee farm. Healthy and delicious. No processed honey. What also makes them amazing is that they roast and make their own peanut butter. Damn! They've got seven locations. And download the Bonsai Bowl app to skip the line. Skip the line. Order ahead. Bonsai Bowl, healthy, delicious. Caliente Southwest Grill. Healthy Mexican food featuring local organic ingredients. They also have great salads, vegetarian and gluten-free options. Wow. Yep. Don't they also cater and make party packs? They do. They have all your needs for all your events. Nice. Visit calientesouthwest.com. Or go to the restaurant in Costa Mesa off of 17th Street. Caliente Southwest. Ashland Hard Seltzer. Crafted in San Diego. It's an adult beverage built for all walks of life. Bro, you've had it. I've had it. It's delicious. It is so good. It's refreshing. Only 100 calories, all organic, no sugar, also gluten-free with 0.0 carbs. Hashtag enjoy cold Ashland hard seltzer. There is a saying that you don't stop playing when you grow old, but rather you grow old when you stop playing. Iconic life is an adventure-driven company that seeks to embrace life to the fullest and to never stop playing. Check out their natural hemp CBD products that help those that believe in that philosophy. Check out Iconic.com. Spelled I-K-A-N-I-K. Again, Iconic.com. Or on their Instagram at Iconic Life. Friends and family, brothers and sisters, welcome to the Late Night with Chalky podcast. That's very energetic. I like her tone. It was different. It was different. Yeah. And before you introduce this guy, though, oh, I want him to say a quote that we all love. Before you introduce him, the quote. Let's hear it. Oh man, come on! <laughs> come on! If you look good, you play good. You play good, you get paid good. 
Yes, Dion Sanders. Hey, this week's guest, larger than life personality, industry veteran, Florida, West Coast. He's got ties. He came over here, started from the bottom in the industry. I mean, garage startup brand, counterculture with Shuey. Like, that's roots right there. Shuey, Pat Fraley. Yeah. Yeah. And went on, worked for brands like Stussy, Roy, Al, Rusty, and kind of just been anchored at Rip Curl the last 14, 15 years. Yeah, 14 years. Yes. A, guy, ve- yeah. a veteran in the industry, a powerful, powerful, goofy footer. Yes. <laughs> native of Florida. Polly boy. California transplant. Polly boy. Paul. Polly boy. Harvey. Oh! Harvey! <laughs> He's so annoying. <laughs> cheers. Oh, cheers. Cheers. To, cheers. I, I miss Seema. Oh, my God. We all miss. Hey. <laughs> Polly boy, yeah. I'm kind of disappointed on your uh, Deion Sanders uh, delivery. Yeah, bro. I thought that was pretty good. I thought it was good. It yeah. wasn't good, bro. You fucking could have done that. I so said back better. Up. Okay, maybe at the end of this thing, I'll, I'll give it the sign off. You 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 made it really like. Come he, on. He yeah. just blew out all of our listeners' chime <laughs> microphones. <laughs> I'm like, is anyone deaf yet? Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, hey, I was waiting to be the loud guy. I'm like, wait a minute. I, I'm not ready for this. Yeah. He just, he just, yeah, blew some microphones for sure. Well, hopefully, uh, yeah. some of the industry people that we know and love get cracked. Yeah. Crack that, this thing's that supposed one. to be fun, oh right? Oh, my God. Everything yeah. we do is supposed to be fun. Oh, yeah. That's oh, yeah. why sometimes, you know, yeah. in my career, I have to remind people, hey, hey, guys, just remember, we're selling board shorts and bikinis. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, you know, you guys coming in are hot and heavy. Like, it's, you guys it's Monday. Bikinis? It's, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, take it's, a breather. It's Monday. Did I know you surf? Yeah, it's gnarly. Yeah, you should probably jump in the heavy weekend. That's up to me. I'm going to grind it out. All right. So before we start, you know, Again, you got roots here in HB. But yeah, you know, you've been a long time friend, and uh, yeah, you know, I've been blessed. I've been. I, I feel like I've never really worked a day in my life. Yeah, that's the <laughs> that's goal. Awesome. You hear that, that's folks? Awesome. It's work, but like I said, every day I know you guys are the same. I wake up passionate about what I do. I, I think about it all the time. I think about what you do all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird because I think you know, same thing about you. Like, what is Jay Larson doing today? I, I gotta look him up on Instagram. I'm just so curious. All right, hey, okay. Let's so, start at the beginning. Yes. Where's Polly Boy from, man? Yeah, born. Clearwa- or sorry. Yeah, that's a, yeah. Born in Jacksonville. My dad oh. worked. My dad was a UPS guy. UPS, uh, one of the youngest division managers at the time, and uh, they moved him around a lot. Um, but I was born in Jacksonville, Florida. 1968. So I just turned 27 the other day. So <laughs> work on that. <laughs> but um, yeah, and then we moved to Clearwater when I was about four years old, and then uh, we moved to Orlando after after about nine years in Clearwater. Then we moved to Orlando. My sister is six years older than me. She had a boyfriend that was 18. She was 16. I was 10, and she, he was a surfer. His name was Brett. And uh, we, I learned how to surf at Cocoa Beach. My mom loved the beach. You and Kelly. Well, here's a trip. It's a trip. I'll tell you Kelly's story. It's pretty rad. Um, so I learned how to surf at Wakula, behind Wakula Hotel. That was the hotel my mom loved. And it was just near Canaveral Pier. And um, the day before he was coming with surfboards, my brother and I, they loved, my brother and my dad loved fishing. 
Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Fanatical fisherman. I wasn't a fanatical fisherman. I couldn't wait you'd rather to surf. not fish. You'd rather surf. Than, well, I skateboarded yeah, as a young kid, oh. but I always, it always, every time I went to a grocery store, they had surfing magazines on the rack. Yeah. So I just, I'll never forget it. I remember walking and it always caught my eye. Surfing magazines. I was yeah. like, oh, and I remember like thinking MR's on the cover. I was like, I just look at the surfer magazine like this is yeah, this is the raddest it. thing I never even surfed in my life and I was just like this is rad this yeah. is to me like this is insane yeah. so uh, he told me I was going to teach me how to surf the yeah next those days. magazine racks were, were I mean I almost a you. half an aisle in a supermarket oh, yeah. you know and, it was like yeah. you know so Hi. hello Hi. And, uh, and yeah so we go on Canaveral Pier because we want to go fishing well there happen to be waves and people are shooting the pier which is probably happens once a year Looking back, like Especially we're big enough there. to shoot the pier. Yeah, at, yeah. I can have a pier. I'm on the pier looking down. I'm like, those are the raddest dudes on the planet. I want to do that. That's crazy. That's cool. It's crazy. And so I learned how to surf the next day. He came over with surfboards. He's 18 years old. I'm 10. And uh, but it wasn't like they gave you lessons and stuff. He taught me a couple things on the beach. And he's like, here's the board. I'm going surfing. Figure what, it out. What was yeah. the conditions like? Like, it's, do you remember that? Oh, it, it looked like it was eight feet, but it was probably, <laughs> I got pictures. It's like two. Yeah. It's like this big. But I remember just going, this is like the movies. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> with the magazine. I'm on my belly and it's looking up and it looked giant, you know, but it was, it was two foot yeah. Cocoa Beach, but there was waves. So, so I, I surfed all, I, I mean, I paddled and tried to get up. It took me all day. So you, you didn't even boogie board or? No, like, straight, no. straight to a single straight fin to, piece wow. of crap. And but I was Did so you stand determined. Up that first day? At the very end of the day. Wow. Yeah, at the very end of the day, I With stood little up. Little to no nothing. No, no just just well, yeah, just watch and I yeah, mean, yeah. You kind of figure it out. But you know, they're small, mushy, white water, yeah. perfect for like beginner. Yeah, my brother, yeah. two years older than me, he stood up in five minutes. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, just <laughs> you're just. I was just, you know, rashed up, just determined. To, I'd sit out there all day long. And then I finally stood up and my mom, they're on the beach. It's just not even that far away. So yeah. they're, they're cheering. And I was just like, and I just felt like, you know, it's like you said, once you, once you stand you up, it. it was the bug was done. So it, every sport that I played was done at so, that point. So really? Baseball. Yeah. Eventually I quit. Uh, that's <laughs> like, usually what you happens. You were only 10 though. Yeah. Baseball was a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was, my dad was my coach and I played baseball all the way until I was 13, but I made all stars. I uh, a no, 15 and under league. I made all stars at 13 and it takes you through the summer. And my dad's like, you made all stars. I go, uh, I don't want to play baseball anymore. Yeah. I want to surf. Hot, yeah, man. Yeah. Hot field and <laughs> oh, Orlando. Yeah. I lived in Orlando. It, it, it was like, oh, and no, I want to be in surfing. the water. And yeah. for those people that don't know Florida, Orlando, there's no real 
beach, right? Yeah. Like oh no, Orlando's inland. I mean, yeah, it's, right? it's it's only an hour away, but but when you're a kid, yeah. you got to mooch rides and you know. Yeah, yeah. Were you were you, you know. guys doing like weekend like sleep like at a, a hotel yeah, my, for the weekend my or just like, rent a, like a beach condo yeah. for the weekend and stuff like that? I love. Luckily, my mom loved the beach, so yeah. we would take off and go to the beach. Not every weekend though, so I try to get rides from my sister's boyfriend. Yeah. So that's how it kind of, but but it was it was pretty awesome because it was only an hour, so I get rides quite Thank a bit. Thank God for Brett, huh? Oh yeah, oh yeah, awesome. Did, they, did, did you tell your sister? Don't you ever fucking break up with this guy? <laughs> <laughs> she loved him until I get sixteen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's kind of funny looking or back. Really looking looking so back, I mean, I hung out with a lot of older people because you know that's how I get transportation. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And and so uh, what you're saying? I was the youngest. You got introduced to everything, you know, like yeah. in Florida. <laughs> That's nowhere. It is. What, what was it, what was there localism like there? Like, where, would you go to the same beach all the time? Do you have guys have a favorite? Like, yeah, we went when I was young. We went to Cocoa Beach and stayed at Wakula Hotel. Yeah, all the time. That was our spot. And like I said, uh, how far is Cocoa Beach from Orlando? Forty-five to fifty minutes. Not too bad. Though. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, and That's uh, pretty quick. Yeah, and, and when you're young, that seems like a long time because oh, you're for just sure. freaking yeah. out to get to the ranch, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then um, what was crazy is, is uh, so my dad's getting moved around with UPS, and I, he's kept talking about, I'm like, let's move to the East Coast. We've got to move closer. I want to be to the beach, so I don't need to get a ride. So I, I want to, yeah. this is it. I want to surf yeah, more. Get, get, yeah, come on. And then at, at 13 years old, um, I'm getting more and more into surfing, and then um, we moved to Clearwater, back to Clearwater. He gets moved back Bru- to Clearwater. Brutal. Yeah, to the Golf Coast. I think it's over. It's like, like no more surfing. It's a lake. Unless there's a your, massive hurricane. Your dad's job. Yeah, because my dad's job. Okay. Yeah, so we moved back. And um, Clearwater, Florida. Clearwater, the Golf Coast. Side? Huh? Panhandle side? No, no. It's like it's it's directly, if you're looking at Florida, it's dead lateral to um, the center of Got Florida. It. Got it. So Orlando straight, straight west. Yeah. So that, so <laughs> my dad lets me yeah. build a half pipe, he feels bad, so he makes he lets me build a half pipe in my backyard, and that's yeah. why I started skateboarding again. And, but then I run into these guys that surf. Yeah. And there's a surf shop, Mandalay Surf and Sport. And I've, I've all been of to Mandalay, sudden, I've been to Mandalay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So so believe it or not, I got even more, so fast forward, yeah, get get into like, oh my God, there's these surfers I met, and my I'm the youngest of three, so. My parents felt bad, so they would let me, uh, no cell phones, no nothing. They would let me track with these guys like Jeff Welch and Doug Lillico and these guys that were just derelicts. And they're like 18 years old, but they yeah. surf. Yeah. And, and they have cars, and they can drive me to the East Coast. And it would be like, and they would just, you know, I'm a young kid. I'm like 14 years old, and they're just, you know, grom harassment, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, they bring their chicks, you know, like we go to East Coast, and, and uh, my parents full were full like, on hick surfers? No, no, no. One was a hairdresser, turned out to be a hairdresser, like a multimillionaire. This guy, Doug Lillico, like invented this natural curling iron on uh, one QVC? of those. QVC? QVC. and got. Shut the front door. Uh, flat out. Multimillionaire now. No way. <laughs> yeah, mega rich. Oh, I lived on the same street. How's this one? So, so we moved he back He was to the... one of your childhood friends. He's 18 years old. Yep. And Just a complete. Surfed. He surfed. He's a windsurfer. He's a surfer. He's a full waterman. I think at one point he might have been a lifeguard or something, but he was just just a dare. He would go into a, a he would go into a Seven Eleven in New Smyrna, and he would have these gnarly camo um, short with big old cargo pockets on it, giant cargo pockets, and he would empty like s- Snicker bars, like just just. <laughs> yeah, we had no money, so he was just like, Mah. I'm like, whoa, that's heavy, dude. You just he didn't just grab two; he grabbed the whole 
box and yeah. put it in his cargo He's bucket. And then come back, I got lunch, guys. We'd be eating like ice cream <laughs> and that was lunch. Yeah. Snickers and ice cream. Yeah. And be like, I love that. Yeah. Oh, that, I, I mean, love that. Ridiculous. The, the poor abuse our bodies went through when you were a kid and just, you just. Oh, you, if you could get donuts, you whatever your hands could get, whatever you could get. I mean, I remember having $2 and be like, I'd eat. The don't just donut shop. Yeah. I could get full. I yeah. eat six donuts in the morning after surfing before school. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and now I have like one, and I'm like, dude. Oh yeah. Back in the day, so good, I though. lived off a dollar like fifty, dollar seventy five. Hundred percent. So and you yeah. would be stoked. Like that was that would buy you a Coke, a Snicker bar, <laughs> yeah, exactly. a bag of Doritos, and yeah. and uh, 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 lemon creams. Yeah, and you'd be full. Yeah, and, and that would get you. From the beach, and you were bummed, and you, and you weren't even bummed. You're like, oh, that was that was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I and dessert for lunch, dinner, and breakfast. <laughs> Old without teeth. <laughs> why, the, why do you have to bring that up? Huh? <laughs> so you talked about drama abuse. Oh yeah. So uh, well, like so so. They really liked me because I was better than them at surfing. Actually, at 14 years old, I was already better than them. So they're like, "Oh, we got this young kid. He's yeah. like, hey, he's like, he's actually pretty damn good." And so we would, so but I'd have they charge, they just abuse me, charge me for you know gas, you know. Yeah. So I'd have to, I'd get a dollar a day for gas, a dollar a day for lunch. I mean, so I'd have to save that dollar. Wow. So I get five, so I get five dollars a week we, from my parents and for lunch, yeah, and then I'd have to save it. No. <laughs> Do a little pause real quick. Yeah, just like dollar? Yeah, allow, yeah. Yeah, a dollar a day. It's crazy. Yeah. But that's like $27 today. Yeah. So where did you guys surf uh, on that side? Oh, we surfed Indian Rocks, Indian Rocks Beach. I surf um, what's, what's called uh, North End of Clearwater Beach when it was like cold uh, winter storms, you know, cold fronts. So it was garbage, but we'd get amped, you know, it's like wind blowing 35 miles an hour. It's going to be waves tomorrow. And it's just the gnarliest junk you've ever seen. But back then we were just stoked. Yeah. You know, like whatever. And then every now and then you get a tropical storm and it would like all of a sudden get Kill. a little bit of swell. Yeah. What, 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 like, what's the consistency? Like you winter storms, winds, winds on the Gulf swell. Coast? Yeah. On the Gulf. On the Gulf Coast. And I'll try to say out of 365 days a year, you might get. 10, 15 days. Wow. Yeah. That's brutal. So it's shiatsu. It's, it's flat. Yeah. I yeah. mean, dude, I mean, it looks like a lake what? more times than not. Like a lake. Like there's just little ripples. Like the boat wakes don't even make it to the shore because it's so shallow. It's yeah. just a big, giant, shallow sandbar. So water, it doesn't travel. You know, mm. It just dies out. So when did you get and what was your first board? Oh, my gosh. I, I, one of my first boards... Um, I can remember a, a story about when the Radisson Gliding Bolt was such a big brand then. Yeah. And um, so I got a, oh yeah, so so I went into Good Vibrations in Orlando in this mall store. And it's funny, Barry, um, I forget Mary's last name, but Barry, he runs Inlet, um, oh geez, I'm lose, losing my thought on what story he runs now, but he was the man he he owned, which I, at the t- of course I was a kid, I didn't know at the time that he owned these stores called Good Vibrations. And um, they the had that... all these killer boards on the ceiling, you know, hung, and it was yeah. black, all black lightning bolt. I mean, it was the most badass looking board you ever seen, Twin Fin. Wow. And that was the first brand new board I got. I wow. My parents, I'm like, I want that. That is what I want for Christmas or whatever, you know? And, yeah. and I think it was Christmas. And then I went in there again, and it said sold. <gasps> and I was just like, wow. Well, my parents had bought it. I threw a full fit. Yeah. Ah, we you guys waited and you dad, you waited and somebody else bought it. No, they bought it. <laughs> I got it for Christmas. I was like, ah, 
I was like, it was so mental. So they surprised you. In Florida. Probably bad idea. Bad idea. Wax yeah, does yeah. stay it's on the board. Black is back now. Oh, dude. It, it was looks so cool sick with the lightning bolts on the side. And it was this, I mean, the, the twin mm. fin was, right now, I wish I had it. It would be so yeah. mental. But I, I honestly. Who shaped it? Do you remember? Oh, I do know. Uh, um, I want to say. Local? No, it was. No? It was uh, look, uh, they had such insane shapers at the time. Uh, Who was it? Ripley or. Oh. Shipley? Shipley. Jack Shipley. Jack Shipley. Okay. That's who shaped it. Wow. Jack Shipley. Nice. And it was insane. So I, that was my first brand new board. And I wrote a bunch of used boards what, what, what like length and stuff was it? Twin fin, swallow, oh, or? Uh, it was just super flat, super wide. Um, I think it was probably a five, six. Yeah. Because I was little then. It was, yeah, it was probably like five, six max. How cool to get a brand new board at that age. Though. Oh, I was like, oh, flipped out. You know, flipped out. Just, and then, so I moved to the Gulf Coast. And yeah. so I'm like, you know, trying to meet friends and stuff. Even though I lived there when I was younger, I lived there from the time I was three to nine, and then got discounted. I did actually run into some old friends at school, but then I ran into all these guys that surf, and so I found this little surf community that all go, yeah, I surf, we surf, we go to the East Coast this weekend. So we had to drive three hours. Three <clears throat> wait, six yeah. hours round trip. And day, day trips. Like day oh, power. we would leave at 3.30 in the morning yeah. to get there at 6.30, yeah. and then drive, and then surf all day and drive back. Most dangerous thing you could ever do. Just surf all day, just all day, then drive back. Day trip. Sun, so sunstroke. You're just toast. Oh, yeah. Like, fall asleep at the wheel is a very dangerous thing. Did, like, wh- it's like no sunscreen back then, really. Oh, look. And by the way, the sun <laughs> rises uh, in your face. When yeah. you're surfing like Melbourne, <laughs> oh, Sebastian yeah. Inlet, and the sun is in your grill. So I got sent home 24-7 for pink eye because oh, my, my eyes were just thrashed. What? From staring into the sun, because you're like, you know, the sunsets here. You know what I mean? Like you're, yeah. You're, but it's even gnarlier there, and so yeah, my eyes would be red constantly. They think I'm stoned. They think I have pink eye, so I get sent home. And my mom's like, you don't have pink eye. And back then, you know, that's not like now. Yeah. You just keep your kids at home because of COVID. You go to school sick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on your desk, sunstroke. Yeah. You're going yeah. to school. Yeah. You don't have a fever. Yeah. <laughs> One hundred one ain't a fever. That ain't a fever. <laughs> Mom and dad ain't staying home, babysitting you. Yeah, we've yeah. we got stuff to do today. <laughs> what What was we like, got to earn our keep today? What was uh, Sebastian like? What you know? Was that like the lowers of you know? Sebastian. I mean, as a young kid, it was it was so. Like the, like the it's like going the lowers mean, for us. I mean, because back then, all I can tell you is like I heard Keckley's yeah. um, podcast you guys had, and it, for me as a kid, Keckley was like, "Oh my God, Matt Keckley's out today." Yeah, like, I mean, I was 13, 14 years old, going, and it was like, like you said, Jeff Klugel and I mean Jeff Crawford. I mean, there's legends at the time, but yeah, that that would sh- like be there, and so there was. I mean, it was you know John Holtman and and uh, so many so many good yeah. surfers. And it was just such a the Charlie Coon and all these guys that were, you know, making the world tour and stuff. You're just like, this. It was it was insane yeah. what was going on at the time. You're like, I remember. So it was those attainable. Guys yeah, yeah, right. You know? So it was attainable. You know, like that these guys were making surfing a career and making the world tour, and it was like you know Rich Rudolph, and it goes on and on and on. But there was just like a long history of Mike Tabling and all these guys before them that paved the way, and then. And, and Sebastian and so, Inlet was the, oh, the hot spot. I didn't even go there as a young kid because it was just like, yeah, that's you're I'm never going to get a wave. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to get a wave out there. Yeah, so, it's, it wasn't until later. Yeah, know? I mean, if you surf there, it's you know, it's it, a very yeah, small it's, little. It's even tighter than lowers. It, yeah, it's tight. Like <laughs> it's you're tight. Yeah, and those those guys know which waves are 
before sure. even like a wait, yeah. a swell's even coming. Yeah. These guys are already moving yeah. and like Bill, Bill Hartman. I mean, there's there's guys that just dominate out there. Dominate. So at, yeah. at 14, 15, you had a little crew of guys that yeah, we're just tracking surfing in contests. Right when I turned about fourteen, I started surfing in um, contests in Melbourne, Cocoa Beach. Most of them are like you know between Melbourne and Cocoa Beach, like tabletops and stuff like that. And that's when I saw Kelly Slater surf for the first time. I was, I think I was like uh, 13 years old, 14 years old, surfing in boys division and get out of the water. I made my, and so I made the finals because I made one heat. <laughs> Those are good old days. <laughs> yeah. I beat Scott Richard. You're in the repertoire. I think I beat Scott Richard. through a flip. And I looked into him from the Gulf Coast. He probably forgets this, but I don't. But uh, <laughs> I beat him one time. I made the finals. And I was, I was in the finals. And, and I was so happy. And and uh, and I was on the beach. And I and then there's this mini He He'd gone out in front. And I was like, what? I look. And I watched this kid go, just rip the living shit out of a wave. And I'm Which like, style. Oh bro. Just like, yeah. Like better than anybody I've seen all day long. Like, I mean, even like guys are 18 years old. I'm like, yeah. who is that? Yeah. Who is that? I just stopped. I was like, I saw like a dinosaur or something. I'm like, yeah. who's that? That's <laughs> a UFO. A, and he goes, that's, Kelly, alien. that's Kelly Slater. I go, that's the best surfer I've ever seen. Yeah. And he's 10 years old. Yeah. Maybe he's like nine or 10 years old. I was like, I'll never forget it. It's etched in my mind. I was that's just like, so crazy. And, um, and then I watched the contest. I got last in the final. It was perfect. <laughs> but you got your good, you got your goodie bag. I got my trophy. Yeah, and trophy. Yeah. I got my first surf trophy. That was actually first first surf How trophy. How psyched were you? Oh, I was pumped. The Gulf Coaster making the final on, on the East Coast. Yeah, they hated that. So a Gulf Coaster. It's kind of like what's funny is fast. Is that tracking. like being from nine oh nine? It's just basically you're not supposed to be anyone on the East Coast if you're from the Gulf Coast, right? Wow. Because you don't get to practice. They yeah. get to surf every day. Yeah. You know, Sean Slater. That was I was really close with Sean. You know, as because we were closer in age, so. I got to know Sean pretty well, and, and yeah, I mean, I never beat Sean, but and then I then I started surfing contests in New Smyrna, so because I became that kind of became my home away from home because all these friends of mine from the Gulf knew guys at like Charlie Baldwin Surf Shop, mm -hmm. so we always then we started going there. So I stopped surfing those contests. So I got an introduction to those guys, Sean Slater, Kelly Slater, and those contests with like David Spear and all those guys, awesome, uh, Danny Mahato, and and yeah. so then they we'd only see them when we got to a bigger. You know, contest, but then I started surfing in New Smyrna contests. What was the like, which was Scotty Brill and all these? Uh, Scotty Brill was this kid from Daytona that was he was before Kelly, he was the shit. Scotty Brill, yeah. Do you guys know who that was? No, oh, incredible surfer. He was like the Kelly Slater, he was 16 years old, winning Florida comps, and he was he rode for victory wetsuits. Hmm. Um, regular footer, too, or? regular footer, yeah, in, insane style, bleach, just bleach blonde hair. Just this absolute natural Lord. talent used to do like Larson layback snaps way before, like just do like Jimmy Hogan layback hooks under the, the lip and then come out and make it, you know, like wow. it was insane. Like, yeah, he didn't fall like, like Kelly doesn't fall. What happened he can lay him? back. He's still, I guess he's doing okay. I actually asked, I, I, it's not a good friend of mine. I just looked up to him because yeah. he was so gnarly. Yeah. Scotty Brill. Yeah. We'll have to look that up. Oh yeah. That's cool. George, George Lambert's got some Scotty Brill stories. No way. He used to stay with him at the Caton. He'd come out here and surf the Caton. So did you he have... He liked weed. He liked weed. He'd blow his mind on how much weed he'd smoke. <laughs> <laughs> so, so these guys, you're, you're traveling, you know, you're, you're golf guys. Did anybody finally end up like getting an apartment or a, a con, you know, like did those guys eventually move? Well, we're all in school and these guys were, yeah, this guy's, no, none of them ever really, well, 
Eventually they did. Yeah. Yeah. I've got friends that moved to the East Coast now that still live there that moved to Melbourne and moved to like New Smyrna. Yeah. So did you get totally engulfed in the surfing competition and yeah, to be yeah. I surfed in weekend contests. We surfed in the Gulf Coast contest. Uh, it was the ESA. Yes. And so they had divisions, you know, so we had the Gulf Coast, but every now and then they throw like the waiting period's on. It's on today. Like that was fun about the Gulf Coast. It's like it'd be in full front. It would be like, okay, the contest is tomorrow. There's going to be waves. We're going to go to uh, Brains and Twin Piers. That's where the contest is at. Yeah. So we'd have, it's only one day. So my priorities were pretty screwed up. That's why my dad couldn't handle it. He's like, like, that's why I eventually had to move to California because I couldn't function going to school, being in a relationship, anything was like, was uh, surf coming up? It was because you only had a day. Yeah. Unfortunately, like you, and by the way, there was no surf line. There was, it was, you should have been here yesterday. Was that quote it was yeah. nonstop and it would drive you crazy. Yeah. <laughs> You'd go, the waves are firing today. Okay. We're going to go tomorrow. And you get there and it's like, ah, uh, flat. We missed it. It Did came and it's gone. This, the, the swells would just dissipate that quick. They dissipate that quick. Yeah. I mean, That's, I mean, it seems like, I mean, yeah, it's it's pretty. What what was like funny? How quickly the swell dies back there. Was there any surf shops on? In, um, yeah, like, uh, like Mandalay Surface Sport became my shop on the Gulf Coast. Yeah, in Clearwater Beach, north end of Clearwater Beach. It was where all my friends we would hang out, watch surf videos. So it kept our stoke. We used to, I mean, we watched more surf movies than yeah than, than anybody in the world. We had to. We, we would watch it on repeat. So he yeah. kept. He would get Bill McKenna, the owner of Manly Surf Sport, knew what he's doing. He was an old OP rep, and he knew what he was doing. And um, he recognized that we had, he had a culture in us. He just, he just kind of went on a limb too. He quit being a rep and went and opened a shop called Manly Surface Sport, North End of Clearwater Beach, when there's no surf. Wow. And there's no surfers. <laughs> and, there's, and, there's, and he's like, I'm going to open a surf shop with lifestyle brands and skin boards. I mean, he sold skin boards and, yeah. and beach lots stuff. Of, lots of sandals. I mean, hey, lot, hey, there's and, a lot of board short business yeah. we had. He's had town and country. He had, he had all the best brands. He was connected. He had a lot of great relationships. Yeah, he knew how it worked. Yeah. yeah. He absolutely well, he's a rep, so he knows the potential. Oh, yeah. he, uh, he knew what he was doing. You no know, competition around. Like, you can sell a lot of Frisbees and crap in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> and flip-flops. And for, for sure. Yeah. You don't need and surf Zinka. to make a lot of money. Oh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> percent, <laughs> and back then they had massive volleyball, uh, beach volleyball, that beach volleyball um, tournaments. And tournaments were going huge there. Yeah. So and so so you were totally into surfing. You were a decent competitor. Yeah, it's funny as I look back. I never won a thing, but I thought I was gonna be a pro surfer. <laughs> <laughs> I think I won a super heat against Shay Lopez when Shay was like. I think I was 17. He was like 13 or 14. And I smashed him. I was like, that's right. Take yeah. that, Rob. Yeah. Remember that. Yeah. Paul <laughs> oh, Harvey, bitch. Look, Look, yeah, yeah, yeah Corey. We're from the, the Gulf. Yeah, they're from the Gulf. So, yeah, that's that's a great story because I, I think I saw Corey, basically Pete Lopez, and, and the Lopez became great friends. And uh, I think I saw Corey learn how to surf, basically. Like, I saw him surfing when he was just starting. Like, yeah. As a little blonde-haired, bleach blonde-haired kid, you know, just... So, he so was like... Four Ooh. foot tall at max. And, was and Mandalay your first sponsor? Mandalay Surf and Sport was definitely my first sponsor. Yeah. And then, yeah, because like, he realized, Bill was smart. He realized that um, I was influencing kids at the high school. And so he's like, give me 20 Mandalay Surf and Sport t shirts. And I, yeah. that's all I'd wear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all I had. Yeah, walking billboard. My parents were like, stoked. Yeah, I don't have to buy yeah. you any new t shirts. And I, I think I wore a Mandalay Surf and Sport t shirt for practically my entire high school career. Did you get sponsored by any brands or? Yeah, I eventually or? got sponsored by Gotcha. Martin Potter came. Shut the front yeah, door. Yeah, so he. Had you had, wrote for Gotcha? Yeah, I wrote for Gotcha. 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I got sponsored by Gotcha. Martin, well, this How is pretty cool. I think I was 15. Yeah, Dude. I was 15 because Martin Potter was 17 or 18 when he came over there. Bro. He visited the shop and then they... You're, you're they like, said, I'm getting a box of good and this guy's doing the world tour. Oh, but <laughs> I mean, it's so rad. Like, think about it. Oh this. my gosh. Sean Thompson comes to visit the store to do autograph signings. Yeah. In Clearwater Beach. So epic. It's so rad. And we were waited for like three hours. That's how amped. About 10 of us. Yeah, because he's, he's hitting the, probably the whole state. Yeah, or at he's, least, oh, yeah. He's, yeah. yeah. And you guys have done this run before. I mean, yeah. the Gulf Coast, it, there's no rhyme or reason why Martin Potter or Sean Thompson would ever... Yeah. Go to those stores. But what it meant to that, that town was so, for us as yeah. kids, yeah. Martin Potter came, we got photos, and we were just, and we got to ask him questions. We were, there, was, there was 10 of us. And some, some, some of my best friends, we still have those photos when we were little that kids with so Martin Potter. And, and that was when Gotcha yeah. was just blowing up, and Potter was just blowing up. Yeah. Like, just for the most sure. marketable athlete at the time, doing kick out airs, but at that time, that was like rad. Yeah. yeah. Who cares if he fell? Oh, we didn't care. He got up in the air. He I mean, surfed. A million miles an hour. I mean, yeah. he was, you know, the Archie before Archie. And he was just, he was so, and he was cool. He was, he was like, I'll never forget. I asked him a question. I'm like, hey, if I ever serve pipeline, you know, what what tip could I have? He goes, well, if you're going to paddle for a wave, make sure you catch it. <laughs> <laughs> that was already scary. I went, don't oh. hold back. I'm like, oh, damn. He goes, because you're going to turn around. It's going to be on your head. The next one. I'm like, okay. I, I, I think I'm already afraid of pipeline. That's a great <laughs> advice right there. Right. Yeah. So, so. How did that come about? You getting sponsored by Gotcha? Mark Price called me. Bill, obviously, it was it was uh, they knew that they could tell when they were on that trip. I forget who the team manager was at the time. Mark Price wasn't with him, I don't think. But the word got out that hey, I, I had a following of you know people that kind of what do you, what do you call it? You're an influencer, Man. yeah, yeah, in yeah, your town. So yeah. they're like, hey, we want to sponsor you. Um, you're on the Gulf Coast, and obviously, I'm sure the business with Bill was strong. Yeah, I think Joel Cooper was running. Gotcha at that time too. Yeah. Because I met him at a trade show. So, oh, and that's another thing. I was going to trade shows like Surf Expo from the time I was like 14 years old, you know. Yeah. Get yeah. stickers and, and walking around with this owner, Bill McKenna. Yeah. And just checking out. And just, <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. Just, I know, you know, hey, what? Body Glove was yeah. still locking down like bikini. Yeah, you guys got to carry more bikinis. Uh, I mean, it was just, yeah, it was Jimmy Z. I mean, so I got to get all this incredible experience. Um, with brands, you know, and yeah. ones that succeeded, ones that failed, and then watch them all. You know, like there was yeah. so many. It was started with OP failing, it started with Town and Country failing, and but those were big brands at the time. And then it was like Jimmy Z, and it was Mangoes, and there was all these Aussie brands that came in, Hot Tuna. So yeah. Bill carried all this thing. So I was just, I didn't realize at the time that my passion for surfing, I was getting all this experience on yeah. the industry, industry and how brands succeed and how they fail. Yeah. Well, that that's that's the thing about being passionate about. Something, you know, like what, you know, yours was surfing, ours is surfing. Yeah. So you're absorbing all this without yeah. it really being like, you're, yeah. you're not thinking about it. I'm like, not you're not thinking, thinking about it. Like, this is going to benefit me later. You're no, just through no. osmosis. You're learning. Exactly. But you're not really paying attention yeah. that you're but learning. You're, yeah. But, but you, looking back, I wasn't thinking at all that I'm learning yeah. anything. So my so, dad's telling me, what are you going to do with your life? <laughs> so Barrowfeen's going to take you nowhere. I'm going to get barrel, Dad. <laughs> Polly, backtrack. Yeah. Bill tells you, hey, I think you can get a, a spot on Gotcha. Oh, yeah. So Mark, he goes, uh, Mark Price called me and said, hey, and called me and goes, hey, we want to sponsor you. And I said, okay, great. <laughs> like, Here's my address. <laughs> Start shipping some boxes. 
I think Mike Krushink was the team manager at the time. Wow. And and they used to deck me out. I'll be honest. They were not they were not shy. They would give me yeah. big old boxes. And but that I, was your first sponsor? Well, check this out though. I look back sponsor? at what I was wearing. Yeah. It was clam diggers. It was the most outlandish. The they best had, shit. They were forward. Way for and I didn't care because I was just free. I was just like, I'm rocking it. I'm rocking three quarter long sleeve tees, clam diggers. People are yeah. like, as Clearwater right. High School, what the hell yeah. is that? Yeah, they're prints. Yeah, you know, big they're... big graphic, like oh, huge bro. graphic. Gotcha, made <laughs> it was, it was they yeah. made the coolest yeah. shit. Yeah, and I, as long as the athletes were wearing it, I was in. Yeah. I was like, hey, Martin Potter wears this. That's so, right. so, so uh, that all these guys box, wear this. I'm in. Go that first versus. box yeah. that you got, it had stickers in it. Oh yeah, just you open yeah, it up. Oh, yeah. You're like sitting there. You're yeah. like, mom, dad, yeah. I'm fucking sponsored. Yeah, yeah. And parents just look at you like, what the hell? Like, yeah. Parents, uh, we don't have to pay for clothes anymore. Like, I know you were oh, already yeah. getting t-shirts from. Yeah, yeah, from mentally service board. Yeah, but, yeah. But, dude. Like, oh, they're they're they were so stoked. Yeah, you're 15 years old. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then the and next I think day I wrote you go that to out school. To, I, yeah. you, you go to school, you're like, what's up, bitches? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sponsored. But how cool is this shit? <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully, and I played basketball in high school. Hopefully, hopefully, school hopefully school. Your, your, your dad, yeah. rather, and them aren't the same size as you because that stuff goes quick. If, yeah. if, if, <laughs> I was like, guys are like, yeah. dude, that's a fucking sick three quarter sleeve t shirt. He's like, guess how much it cost me? Fucking nothing. <laughs> Wow! Yeah, this guy. Hey, I'll be, hey, this is a pretty amazing stat. I mean, I haven't paid for clothes since then. I mean, that's a pretty beautiful oh, thing. Okay, and then the college cool guy. No, I'm just yeah. saying. Like, yeah. well, I mean, because I mean, I, I did at Susie actually. I, I mean, it got billed off my my bill, but yeah. no, but that, that's why pretty pretty yeah. nice thing to like. It's one of the perks. And I wrote that sponsorship until I think I was 18 or 19, and I think Krushank found out. That's that a I, long time. Yeah, I moved out to California, and I was all excited to tell him, and I, he, said, he said, well, we really want you in Florida, because that's why we have you sponsored. If you move to California, we might have to end the sponsorship. Wow. <laughs> that's how low on the total pole was, so yeah. it's all good. Yeah, you're, I was like, you're, okay, here's this one. I won't tell you. But you're, I'm moving to California. You're a regional guy. <laughs> My parents will send that box back out to me in California. <laughs> You're a regional All guy. Right, just kidding. And you're outside your region. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not moving. Yeah. That's good advice. I'm going to stay in Florida. Where, where, where I'm growing, I'm getting to be six foot tall, and, I'm, and the waves are getting smaller and smaller as I get taller and taller. Yeah. It Kelly, used to be good here. Kelly, yeah. Well, that's, if you notice all the great surfers in Florida, I mean, Westland's a freak, but like most of them are pretty well, small. Well, he's not even Florida, they, though, right? No, he's from West. I mean, I mean, he's from Virginia, Virginia Beach. Beach. Yeah, yeah. but just I mean, East Coast in general. East Coast in general, yeah. like David Spear, Dan Mahato, Kelly Slater, Todd Sean. They're small. I mean, they're yeah. small. Todd Morgan, they're yeah. all compact. Yeah, and they yeah. ride small waves, insane. Like yeah. the best small wave surfers. Yeah, of all time. I mean, Mike Keckley, look at him. He's skinny. He's, he's stayed in shape. Yeah, still, right. I mean, like those guys still ripping. Rip, rip. Yeah, I mean Corey. Corey was tiny. Yeah, that's why I, I, I get so frustrated. I surfed against Corey in this one of those like. Florida Pro Contest, one of my first pro contests in Florida. It was seriously a foot. Ugh. And I surfed against Corey was in and my he first did eight seat. turns and you got and I up. was I seriously was standing and it was where the waves were, it was probably thigh high to me. The the deep the depth of the water. I'm standing and I walked in. I go, I'm not this isn't I can't even stand up on a wave. Like this I'm I'm, have fun, guys. I'm out of here. Yeah. So you're. And I did. I grabbed my board. And I walked out, and Corey's like, "Yo, you can't do that." I'm like, "So what? What were your board sponsors?" And at that time, I would beat Corey if there was waves. Yeah. I'm almost, almost 20 years older than I'm. Just kidding. <laughs> what, what, who were your board sponsors? Uh, Charlie Baldwin. Charlie Baldwin at a New Smyrna was um, one of my CB. first CB. Yeah. What's your handle? 
<laughs> That's what I used to say. <laughs> what? But uh, yeah, Charlie Baldwin was rad. He was an incredible. Um, he actually looked up a lot, um, looked up to him a lot. He was a like incredible baseball player turned shaper. Was a great surfer. He did actually really well in uh, East Coast contests, pro contests. He'd win some, even when that uh, shoot. Who was it? Scott McCraniels and the Florida pro surfing was at the time really big deal. Yeah, and were the boards like? you're getting a custom and it's obviously for Florida versus boards made for other parts. Like what was the board? What was your dimensions? What was it like? Oh, like we, was it made for just two footers? You know, or were you still trying hey, to look at the guys? You weren't talking, like yeah, that? you weren't talking volume. You weren't talking. No, 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 you know, I didn't even know my dimensions. It was just like, Hey, this is my weight. This but is those my size. Guys, this is what, yeah. And yeah. they just go, look you up and down and go, okay, we'll make you board. But they knew what the, <laughs> what worked, you know, it's, it's oh, interesting. For sure. like, Charlie Baldwin's making boards for, for because Bruce all those Moran shapers, and, and all those shops brought in shapers from you know all over the world, Hawaii shapers and West oh, yeah. Coast shapers oh, and all yeah. that. But I'm just wondering, like, if yeah. the local shapers had such a you know a, a jump on what because they know the conditions, they know what works. Oh like, yeah, Keckley Keckley makes great boards for the East Coast. Um, back then, um, oh shoot, what was I thinking of? Uh, Natural Art was yeah. a really popular board back then. Made great boards. Yeah, a lot of the top athletes rode the. For sure. Natural art. That was big. And, and Keckley's and, you know, Keckley's shaped for Kelly Slater. I mean, and it wasn't eventually just going, okay. It's like Geiselman. Greg Geiselman was an incredible shaper. Um, Is that Eric Geiselman's yeah, dad? Yeah, Evan and Eric's yeah. dad. That, you know, he's an epic surfer too. He ripped. And then he, I always like guys that ripped, that shape boards. Yeah. That's, you know, validates. I mean, it does yeah. validate, but it's also, you know. That's why we ride for Tim Stamps. <laughs> Tim Stamps ribs. <laughs> you guys are pretty good. Bill um, Johnson. Bill Johnson's, a, Bill I mean, Johnson's Bill Johnson moved from the East Coast and yeah. he ripped and he became one of Rusty's top shapers. And yeah. Became a good friend of mine when I worked at Rusty's. So you said club. your dad fished. What was, did he, did he go on fishing like trips where there was waves or he just stick to Florida? No, did you guys to go? Florida. And they would save up for these deep sea fishing trips. And yeah. We would, we'd all wake up at four in the morning and my, his brothers would come down, you know, they lived in all across the country. Any Caribbean like trips? And, no. No. And no has, dude, I've never even been to the Bahamas. Wow. Uh, like, no, because, no because Barbados, I was young, nothing. I was young at that time. So I didn't have money. You know? Yeah. Like, my parents were like, oh, let's buy you a ticket. But I was always going to California. Oh, okay. And that's what's weird is, so my first trip to California, my parents um, were like, hey, we're going to go to San Diego to visit my, my Uncle Phil, who's an engineer, lived in the canyons of San Diego. And so I'm like, perfect. So we brought this friend of mine, Jeff Welch, to like keep me company. That's an older dude that loves surfing. Yeah. And uh, they're like, perfect. He can go out and surf. And so they, they actually paid his way to come like chaperone me. Yeah. So if the waves got big, I wasn't going to get in trouble or anything. And so we came out here for a week, and I met Jim Watson. Bill McKenna was like, oh, you got to hook up and meet up with Jim Watson from Jim Stubbies. Jim Watson. Jim Watson from Stubbies. And so we meet up with Jim. He takes us to Mexico, our family. Takes us to Mexico, shows us the ropes. We surf like K-38s. We surf all sorts of places. And I think we surf Baja Malibu. And then so we, Jim Watson was working for Stubbies? Yeah, at okay. the time. I think he was sales, sales yeah. rep for Stubbies. Okay. And so I met him. I think he did it for two days as a favor to Bill. <laughs> so I'm probably like going, what am I doing? But he, he loved doing that stuff. And so then I go back and I fell in love with California. So yeah. We surfed, we surfed uh, Carlsbad. We surfed week? near off, like offshore surf shop. We surfed right out there and scored killer waves. What time of year? It was summertime. Summer. Yeah, it was summertime. Yeah. So South Wells. And so, um, yeah, I mean, we just surfed not as my parents didn't barely see it. <laughs> yeah. My, my dad didn't barely see his brother. Yeah. We're here on a family <laughs> vacation, but um, yeah. like, we're going surfing. We're out of here. <laughs> so. Anyways, uh, so then we go back, and that so that started. I had a contact. Uh, Jim Watson has a contact. And what age were you? 
I was 14 at that time. So the next summer, Bill's like, hey, if you want to go out there, I talked to Jim. He said, you can stay at his house. Um, he's got other friends, uh, other kids your age that are going to stay with him too. And I'm right there in Carlsbad. So um, my parents bought me a flight and went out there for two weeks and uh, arrived. He picks me up and I met Jason Warren and Justin Palmer. Wow. Because from Huntington? Yeah. So they, so J-Dub was the first, Jason and, and JP were the first two California surfers I ever surfed with. And uh, I think I'm 15 sure. years old at the time. And you're in Carlsbad. And we're in Carlsbad. And so I meet them. The they were just down got, there for like Yeah, they day. stayed too because their mom, both their mom and dad had been divorced. And JP's mom moved to Carlsbad. So they would go down on the weekends or just yeah, so they, would, they, they would go back and forth with yeah. Huntington and, and Carlsbad. Because their parents were separate, you know, yeah. divorced, and so they, that's why they did that ping pong back and forth. Yeah. So I meet them. We head it off. They're like, come up to Huntington. Oh, so I get, I see J Dub, and and uh, and JP, and we go surfing the first time, and of course they've got, he's got sponsors that I mean, they've yeah. Sun Kiss and J Dubs. I didn't know at the time. I'm just like, I just think it's such a regular surf cat. We go surfing, and J Dub is blowing. I'm just going. I watch this first wave. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. This every I think every California surfs like this. I'm just yeah. like, holy crap. Who'd he well, surf like? Well, he surfed like Rabbit. Rabbit, okay. Yeah, he had six style. And um JP ripped too. But uh but J Dub was like, I mean, they're claiming world title. I didn't know this. Yeah. At the time they're they're claiming Gurr's calling him the, gonna be the future world champ. Yeah. He's beating David Eggers when David Eggers was unbeatable. Yeah. And I guess he just beat him. Wow. So so he's got this Kanga airbrush. He's got Sunkiss sponsor because his dad worked for Sunkiss or something. I didn't know that. But anyways, his, his dad, Roger. So I meet those two dudes and we hit it off. I mean, we were just, you know, you know partners in crime, like immediately. Like yeah. hit it off, surf. We're just surfing all day long. Walk, and no cell phones. I, I'm away from my parents. For, I'm 15 years old. I don't have a cell phone. I have nothing to do it. Like, You're on the you West know, Coast. Yeah. Your I, I'm in California staying at Jim Watson's house and he goes to work. And then if we mess up the house and got it dirty, just spray us down. We'd like sleep in the backyard on his deck, you know, and it's like underneath a tent or something. Like it was, and we had a blast and we yeah. were having the best time of our lives. And the waves were just, you don't know what they're going to be. So we just go surf every morning and then some, they were just like, oh my God, it's firing. It's full dry barrels. And you're just like, you're freaking out. Like, yeah. And a, and a kid from Clearwater, Florida. Yeah. Which is flat. And yeah. You have to travel three hours. Oh yeah. One way. To the get amount to of time we spot. drove, the amount of time we drove in Florida is maddening. Like yeah. what Corey and Shay Lopez did with their dad, Pete drove them. I don't even, if they clocked those miles, I don't even right. know. And he would drive them to soccer, soccer. Tournaments as well. He would go from a surf contest to a soccer, and then we would we would wrap. So back to that one, go backwards a little bit. We would be going together to the East Coast, and Pete's like, "I think they can do it. I think they can do it. I think they can make the world tour." I'm like, "Yeah, man, they can." Like we were pine the sky. I we were just stupid. I mean, we we're really stupid. Like, can Ad go? And then he Paul cares, like, and "Yeah, then, man, they can. We can. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, can. Yeah, we can. Yeah, hey, Pony yeah, Boy yeah, can. Yeah, we can and always like, yeah, that's soccer, man. F, get, pull that soccer crowd. They don't even play soccer. These kids need to surf and they need to win. And, they, and so we were just, we had dreams. I mean, it was like, you, and you had so much time on your hands. Like the, the driving was yeah. the, the best part. Yeah. I mean, you just talked surf talk 24 seven. Like, nice. like the best Corey Lopez story I have is we were like, I was like 18 years old, maybe 19. And Corey, Shay's like, I don't know, 15. And Corey's like 12 or 13. And, and we're just talking, you know, Shay and I are talking about, the best surfers in the world and who charges and this and that. And Corey's just back there just thinking and listening and thinking and listening. He's just like, I got something to say. 
you guys don't even know. I'm going to charge harder than any of those guys. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's a 12 year old kid. Yeah, I'm 13 maybe max. Just psyching. And I'm like this. And I, I, if any other kid out of a, a thousand kids said that at 12 years old, I'd smack him and go, "You're an yeah. idiot. You don't even talk like that. You don't yeah. even know what you're talking about." I actually looked at Shay. I go, "I believe him." <laughs> right? I just did. I just it went, happened. I just went. I believe him. And he did. He I charged. Just went, I charges. not even kind of. And Shay was like, "Shut up." Yeah, Corey. Shut you should you should dumb little Grom. Yeah. <laughs> Shay had to keep him in line, of course. It's his little brother. But that that was a funny story I always remember. Dude, how, talking, looking back and then and then I'm watching that, yeah, when he got that, that wave at Chopes. Yeah. You know, that one wave. I went, Oh I knew it. I call, I, like, I claim that. He told me he I knew do that he, 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 he told me that. He done made a claim. I'm the greatest. And he went out and knocked I me out. I wish I had a tape recorder. Yeah, it was pretty special. That is freaking. Dude, that's insane. That's yeah. funny, though, but it's like there's a kid yeah. that just recently, the uh, Robertson? Robertson? Oh, Maui? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's Josh? Yeah. 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 Crazy. I think that's like. Is it okay? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be scared for my 12-year-old. That's I mean, suicidal drama abuse. I don't know if my 12-year-old, I don't care. I don't think I'm going to let him do that. I don't mine. So. Yeah. Um, but that was the trip. Maybe in a few years. Yeah, 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 give it, yeah. You can do this at 14 when, yeah. you're, really, when you're grown up. That's so nuts. <laughs> it's like, no, you're only supposed to say you're going to do it yeah. in the future. Yeah. yeah. Not at 12 years old and do it. Yeah. You see, that this is what the parents don't understand. That's because they're not going to school because of COVID. So they're just like, the kids are going crazy. They're just like, get me out there. Yeah. I got to do something. Dude. I'm going to Jaws. It's so nice. So, I'm tired of this virtual learning. I'm going to surf Jaws. So going back, you were coming to California. You were, you were living in Carlsbad. Yep. So, yep, meet Jason Warren and, and uh, Justin Palmer. And then, I, so I kept coming back and meeting them every summer. So I'd come back every summer because it's flat in Florida pretty much yeah. every summer. So um, I'd get a break from school. So I'd come out for probably two to three weeks. Sometimes I'd try to extend it a month as it got longer and uh, stay with Jason, uh, meet those guys every time. And uh, actually, I'm trying to remember some other guys I met that would stay at, at um, Jim Watson's house. But um, he became a great friend too. Uh, and where, where were you guys? Were you just st sticking to Carlsbad? Sticking to Carlsbad. So this is, this is a trip because I love Carlsbad. I love San Diego. And yeah. so then I start, uh, They they then Jason and Justin are just like, hey, come come visit me. We're going to stay at Huntington. Yeah. We're not we're not going to stay. We're not going to stay at um, Carlsbad anymore. We're going to stay at my dad's house. Mm. So I've got to meet both their dads and their family. And so, you know, I would call J-Dub and go... You know, from Florida and go, hey, I'm, I'm planning on coming out. He's like, come on out, dude. I go, your parents are okay with me staying there? He's like, oh, yeah, no problem. Yeah, they wouldn't even ask this. No, yeah, you're fine. never even asked. <laughs> I'd show up. They'd have dinner on the table. i like, so, Paul, how long are you staying here? i go, oh, only three weeks this time. Go, oh, really? Only three weeks? Sweet. <laughs> I'm sitting there going, you, you didn't tell him, did you? You didn't tell him. Sweet. And they're looking at me like, yeah, get yeah. out of our house. And, and, and can you give me a dollar a day for so lunch? Where, oh. where, where in Huntington? What part? Um, JP's dad lived over there by Springdale in North Huntington, okay. and then um, J Dub's dad Roger lived right like walking distance to the beach. Like I don't say it was like 10th Street or something, some killer condo. Yeah, you know. And uh, so you're like, hey, let's stay at yeah. J Dub's house. Yeah, and and Roger was rad. He was insane, but he was gnarly. I mean, if you left a toothpick on the damn countertop of the kitchen, bro, your head was gonna roll. Like, don't leave this house dirty. If you guys are gonna sit here all day, 
Yeah. I'm seriously, he grabbed a toothpick that Jason left on the countertop and looked at him and went like this. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, he's for real. Yeah. I was scared. But he was a he was cool, man. I got so, to, so you started hanging out in Huntington. Oh yeah, so I got to meet, you know, obviously J J Dub and, and yeah. JP knew everybody, so I got to meet everybody and hanging on Maine, hanging out. Oh man, and it for me it was like Huntington Pier. Huntington Pier, OP Pro, are you kidding me? I mean in my world, like like OP Pro at Huntington Pier when I what saw What year was this? This is nineteen um Shoot, I don't. Her, her, 1980, No, no, this is like 1985, 86, 87, 88. But I wasn't there for the OP Pro, but I was watching, of course. And then yeah. I come out here, and, and like this is where the event. When is, I saw is, the pier, like, and I was surfing. I mean, I'll never forget piling next to the pier and seeing the pilings of Huntington Pier. I was just like, this is insane. I'm at Huntington Pier. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm not like, this wave sucks. Yeah. <laughs> What's all the hype about? And where's all the boards? No one's even out here anymore. <laughs> but anyways, but no, it was such, the world was just so We're going to go get insane. some chili cheese fries over at Wimpy's and hang out there because yeah. all of our boys so, are going to slide it out the back door. Yeah. I mean, I'll never forget, like, <laughs> the times, like, we would, I would run off the beach with, with J-Dub, with two, and JP, we'd, Scott Farnsworth's paddling out. Bud's paddling out. Let's go watch him. And we'd run up on the pier and we'd go watch him. John Parmenter's paddling out, you know? And we would just be psyched to go watch him surf. Like, Bud, so watching funny. Bud surf was like, I mean, he was like our so idol nuts. of all idols. I mean, yeah. he's the, and what he was, what he, you never knew what he was going to do. Yeah. It's like, that was what was exciting about watching Kelly Slater at a young age. Yeah. He didn't know what he was going to do on a wave. It was pretty unpredictable. Because oh. he was going to do something so innovative that you just never seen it before. And Bud was the same. Bud was like, but Bud was so powerful. And he, I, I, I have vivid <clears throat> memories on north side of him just like south swell so you got that kind of kitty bowl coming out and he would just do these under the lip snaps or like like what gabriel medina does where he would blast through the lip and then glide across and do a 50 bud Bud was doing that when i was a kid like oh yeah on the shoulder waiting to catch scraps yeah or the whitewater come through and he bust like you know like big old airs and i just i would so trip and that's what was right so about crazy. Bud is he was so powerful. I mean, yeah. he would make a lip explode yeah. like you've never seen in your life before. You're, you're, and you're in the water. You're like, oh, my God. Man, did that, man. that just really happen? I, yeah. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. <laughs> but he so was. So you were hanging out with the right dudes. And oh, yeah. I, I was connected. Yeah, I was you know going to the parties and, and you know meeting everybody and just learning who Jerry Boyd and all the Johnny Kissel, you know, meet, yeah. meeting, you know, Shuey, of course. And, and so... Um, yeah, so I decided, you know, I was going I was going through, you know, junior colleges in Florida. I was thinking I was going to play basketball. I was really mixed what I was going to do with, you know, school. And, and I was just fla- failing in school there because anytime the waves got good, I, I just, I, if there were hurricanes welcome, I just, I wouldn't go to school. Like, I'd just go like, ah, I can't help it. I, I'm not it's going. not going to break for another couple I'm months. not going. Oh, I'm too far behind now. i got to withdraw. And my dad was like, come home. <laughs> You're done. Wasting my money. <laughs> it was a lot of money back then, but for him it was, but. So then I decided to move out to California and... Um, what age? Uh, I think I was 19, 20 years old. Okay. And so I so I packed it up, grabbed... I, I, I think my mom paid for the trip, paid for the flight, and then I she's like, do you have a place to stay? I go, yeah, yeah, I got a place to stay. I'll figure it out. And um, no cell phones. That's how loose it was. Yeah, no cell then. phones, yeah. you know? And, um, and But again, they're... I'll couch surf for a They're while. stressed. You know, they're trying to provide for a family and, and, you know, one day retire and stuff. They're just like, okay, he's good. And so... I land and I and I go to Robert August. I don't even know. I forget who actually dropped me off, but I got a ride to Robert August from the airport surf shop, and that's when it was near fixed. Yeah, 
And um, and Lambert was working. George Lambert goes, I'm like, hey, man. Um, I knew George. I met like, all these years. And I, we're talking about, yeah. made probably five or six trips and spent a lot of time in Huntington at yeah. that point. And so I have my <clears throat> my bag. I start boarding. I go, hey, can I leave my, my suitcase here? And he's like, uh, yeah, but what's, what are you doing? Like, I'm like, yeah, I just, I just landed. I just want to go surf. And he goes, I'm moving out. I don't want to move out here. And he's like, you, Paul, you, you're going to, you just dropped, you, you're going to move here. Like, you want to keep your suitcase here and you don't know where you're going to stay? I go, no, I don't know where I'm going to stay yet, but I'm going to find out. I'm going to go surf though. I'm going to go surf. I'm yeah. going to my priorities. Somebody, yeah, I'm going to go surf on the north side. I'm going to find somebody I can stay with. <laughs> so get these. Okay, I'll find somewhere. This, I'm going to go surf. I've just he, been on a plane. So, Lord Lambert, I'll never forget. It was the best thing ever. He goes, okay, let me hear this straight. And he just run through the whole scenario. He goes, absolutely. You keep your suitcase here as long as you want. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Get out there. And so I paddle out and I'm like, I'm surfing, but I'm working the lineup to go, hey, hey, what's up? Running to Linhoff, Sean Linhoff. And I go, hey, man, I really need a place to stay. And I'm just hitting up everyone I know. Cece was in the lineup. I, mean, I forget who else was in the lineup, but Sean Linhoff's like, yeah, you can stay with me tonight. My parents are gone. You're like, yeah. Only one night. Yeah. I'm like, sick. Got a place to stay tonight. Yeah. Stay with Sean Linoff the first night. Run into Mark Marino and Chris Marino. <laughs> Second night, I surf and I go, hey, I don't have a place to stay, man. He goes, hey, what's up? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm moving out here. And he's like, yeah, where are you staying? I go, I don't actually, I'm in this tough spot. I don't have a place to stay. So Mark Marino and Chris Marino's parents let me stay for one night. And uh, it's, I look back and go, were they, just, were they on Main and 13th right there at the house? Like, were they? Yeah, yeah. Right right, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Right there on yeah. 13th Street, I think it is. Yeah. yeah. And so I say one night there and, uh, you know, and you're just like, I'm starving too. I have no money. I, I don't know how much my mom sent me out with, but hardly anything. So like a box, a, a bowl of cereal. I like, can I get a bowl of cereal? That's awesome. Thanks so much, dude. I got a bowl of cereal in me today. I, I, I can live. <laughs> and then I run into Shuey. And Shuey used to always vibe me out. You know, East Coast kook. And uh, he goes, yeah, 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 of course. You, you know, Mr. Shuey. Grumpy? Yeah, Mr. Grumpy would like vibe me out every time I met him. Yeah. You know. Size What's ups. your name again? Yeah. yeah. So, so. <laughs> you know I, who I am? I run into him and he's the nicest I've ever met him. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's like, and um, it's too funny, man. Because something's never changed. But I run into him on Main Street. And I go, hey, man, what's happening? He's like, he's all super nice. I'm like, whoa, what's going on? He's like, his parents, his mom was on a cruise for two weeks. And he's like, oh, yeah, dude. And he just broken up with his girlfriend. So he's all rattled in his head. So that's why he's super nice. He's all rattled. He's like, <laughs> you're you're time stay at my house. Yeah. I, need like, I need a shoulder. For two weeks. I'm like, you're kidding me. <laughs> two weeks. I'm in. I'm in. I got it made. So we, we bond. You the same age. Yeah, so that, okay. yeah, yeah. Well, now he's older than me by like a year, maybe a year okay. and a half. And um, so we hang out twenty four seven for <coughs> two weeks. Get along, you know, obviously get along great and everything else. And then his mom comes back, and I'm thinking, oh, geez, what, what am I? I don't even have a plan. Yeah. And um, but I, but he, the whole time he's like, I'm gonna, you can stay here. I'm gonna tell my mom, you can stay here. And where is he? Where was he living? Where's Shuey's living? Where is Springdale? And like over there in Springdale, Warner. Okay. And. Um, and I don't How would you guys get to the beach? He uh, he, had, he a had a car. car? Yeah, okay. he had a car. And you guys would surf every day. So yeah, I, so whatever he wanted to do, I was I was I was definitely uh, chained to to whatever he was doing. If he wanted to go golf, I hated golf. He was at the time. I'm glad he taught me how to golf because I love it now. But at the time, I was like, let's go surf. He's like, we're gonna go sneak on sea cliff. I'm going golfing. <laughs> I, this isn't a debate. <laughs> He's a and smart I'm, yeah. Oh totally. Oh, yeah. I, we, we, was we, he always we have, smart? Like. Um, He's not very driven in his head. He went to he, USC, yeah. right? Oh yeah, yeah. He had a he had a vision, you know. 
He had a vision he was going to graduate USC. He was going to vision he was going to, yeah, I mean, pretty, pretty incredible. Like yeah. how focused he was. I mean, he was, he was an entrepreneur. You know, he, he, remember those clubs he used to throw, like those nightclubs at yeah. like the Lion Club and With stuff? Me. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'd be living with him, like, dude, it's yeah. five bucks to get in. I'm like, perfect. I'm in for free, right? He goes, yeah. hell no, five bucks, bro. Yeah. I'm like, I don't have five bucks. He goes, well, you better figure it out. Yeah. Because I know you're so, with me and you're my bro. But you better find out. You better find that five he, bucks. He but was, it was a raging party. It was the best. It was a party of the year. Oh but my he God. was at but Lions he, Club, yeah. Long Beach. <laughs> but he wasn't like handed like you know silver platter. Like he was oh, hustling, bro. He worked early. hard. Yeah, because he was doing the yeah. our high school events, yeah. our CIF like high school contest. He was one of the judges. Like he's down there like oh yeah one yeah. or two days a week like being a you know a filling yeah. judge making making money. Yeah, no, he was hustling. So backtrack. Did you ever have jobs, Polly Boy? Did I have jobs? Yeah, I worked summer jobs at Mandalay Surf and Sport. Which working at surf retail, I learned I didn't want to do that when I grew up. <laughs> <laughs> I want to sell to you, but I don't want to work for you. I respect surf retail like nobody's business, man. I love these. I love surf retailers um, because they provide so much service, yeah. and I just wanted to watch surf movies. I yeah. just did. I, some well, and I, I worked in a. I, so I probably would have done better if it was on a, a place where there's waves and surfers actually come in the store. Yeah. I wasn't dealing with surfers. I was hey, dealing with... You got yeah. the pink frisbee Oh, in totally, it. totally. Yeah. I did not want to deal with, you know... <laughs> I'm sorry, but you yeah. don't, we don't have We weren't selling so surfboards and wetsuits, man. And we weren't selling wax. We weren't selling... I mean, we we're selling skateboards, but yeah. That, yeah. I didn't want to set up a skateboard either. That's just a pain. Yeah. <laughs> but... But you but got yeah. your experience oh, in, yeah. in, in retail. And I got my experience. And so, yeah, I worked in a surfboard factory, learned how to... Um, I was... Learn how to stand surfboards. I wanted to, I actually thought about learning how to shape. I wanted to shape my own board and I gave up on that because I couldn't wear gloves. And I was working for fluid dynamic surfboards in Orlando when I went to community college there. And I got a job doing ding repair and everything else. And I learned, the, and I, but I was, I just went, I'm going to die because I don't use gloves. I just can't. I can't. I didn't like using them. Yeah. So I have these chemicals all over my hands, twenty four seven. I'm just like whatever. Resonance, yeah, yeah. Catalyst. I'm just like, I'm like, yeah. yeah. And then I just realized there's not a whole lot of money in this, and I, I'm, yeah. I'm not cut out for this. It's a, it's a gnarly job. Yeah, I mean, those guys are craft. Those guys are like craftsmen. It takes years to be really good. At and you cannot all be good no matter how hard you work at it. You yeah. gotta be talented. Yeah. And so, oof. so going back, you you were living with Shuey. Yep. So I live with Shuey. Came back home. Came back home, and she said, as, as long as you, he gets a job and goes to school, he can live here for free. Wow. For free. Epic. For free. And did he have siblings, and, and did you share a room? He I, had a sister. I met her. Uh, she didn't live there, Yeah, but, but uh, an older sister. Yeah. And then um, his mom, Beth, was amazing to me. It was amazing. And we, and we didn't talk a lot because she worked all day. And, yeah. you know, Shuey and I would just do our own thing. Yeah. And um, and then I- Single, then, single mom? No, she had a- uh, Yep. Yeah. She got married to this guy named Jack. It wasn't it wasn't Shuey's dad. Jack would go off when he get he'd drink. Jack would drink Jack and Coke oh. <laughs> after riding his bike all day. He's retired. He's in the military. He's a military guy, and he'd be nice in the day. And then at nighttime, he'd be like, "What is he doing here?" He was pissed. I lived there. He was pissed. <laughs> he he free he's free loading. Oh, he he forget in the morning. So, remember at night. <laughs> no, I I kid you not, dude. This is a fun. And if Shuey listens, he's gonna die. So I'm sitting there, and I'm just this naive kid. I just think everyone likes me, and it's all good because the mom was super cool and. And it was her house at yeah. the end of the day. It was her house. And so I just hear him going off, this guy Jack. And it's like 10 o'clock at night. And he's just like, and I'm like, and I'm in my, I have a room. Like in my own room. It's just sweet. And, yeah. he, and, and he is just going off. And then I finally listen to him. He's like, why is he here? He's talking about me. I'm like, oh shit. He's talking about me. He's yeah. like, why does he go live with some whore? And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> 
Dude, I'm only 20 years old. I don't think I'm going to live with a whore. He's like, unless you can find me one. You're you're like... And I go to Shuey. I'm like, Shuey. I go, bro, dude, he was just going off. Do I need to find Like, This is serious. Like, Do I need to pay? He goes, F that guy. You ain't going anywhere. So it's like, Shuey's fighting for me because he didn't like Jack at the time. I think he bonded later on in life, but... But at the time, he didn't like, like Jack. So it was, it was, well, he was sticking up for me. So it was a battle between Shuey his, and his mom had Shuey's side. Yeah. And so I got to, I lived with Shuey for like seven years. Fuck. Yeah. We moved to a for condo. Free. No, 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 not at that house. But yeah. I ended up, we, he got, he bought an apartment, a condo at near Five Points. And then moving in with him there. But you were, you were going to, so you got a job. Where, where job oh, did you get out? Fritz here? and Cotters. Fritz and Cotters, my first job from Marino. Mark Marino got me the job. Fritz and Carter's. Fritz and Carter's. It's a sandwich shop. So I, I you know, cut me. Remember, it's that, a deli. But, Fritz yeah. and Carter's. Yeah, it's over in Springdale and Warner, I believe. Like, yeah, Fritz and Carter's deli. So I make sandwiches, and so then I went to Golden West College. Yeah, and um, because I was getting my um, residency to make it cheaper when yeah. I went to a, like Cal State Long Beach. Yeah. So um, so I went to a year of Golden West, and I had a I got a bike, so I had a transportation. So I rode a bike for an entire year. Wow. Yeah. Commuting commuting from Golden West. I'd, I'd schedule my classes in the morning and then the evening so I could surf all day. Yeah. And and then, uh, oh, man, I, I, so I never ride a bike anymore. After a year of riding a bike nonstop, I yeah. remember every time that's driving from the pier. What year is this? Because you probably ran into my brother. My brother's. Oh, yeah. He had a, he was going to Golden West. Yeah. His truck got stolen and it took like the insurance, like, Months and months, like, I don't even know, like, really long time. And he had to paddle with, like, you know, five books and, like, he'd have to leave, like, an hour before school to paddle up to Golden West from, you know, from down here. It's, you know, it's a good trek. It's a long, yeah. 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 Yeah, If you go up Golden West Hill. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, like, but it was just, I, you know, funny that you were riding your bike there. Yeah. Oh, man. And luckily I had a friend from from, uh, the Gulf Coast that moved. He worked for Billabong. Jeff, uh, what's his last name? Matula. Just got Jeff Matula worked um, for Billabong and had a uh, a, uh, apartment on Fifth Street. And so I just keep my board at his house, so I didn't have to carry my board. Sick. So I had a place to keep my wetsuit, my board. So I just ride my bike. Like at least I didn't have to carry anything. So that's huge. So for a year, you had no car. You just rode bikes everywhere for a year. That's. Pretty awesome. Pretty, pretty, pretty rad. Yeah. I mean, and I and I was stoked. I mean, I wasn't even bummed. Yeah, I was like living a dream. Was was <laughs> was she? Although there was times when I was riding uh, riding a BCH against the wind twenty four seven in the uh, evening. I was just dying, just going, "Why is the wind always the against winter? me? Is the wind's always against me? <laughs> Why the wind's never with me? It's always against me." Were, were you guys, I know Shui competed quite a bit. Were you guys doing like events? Uh, well, we surfed, yeah. We surfed against it in college. He was surfing for USC surf team. I surfed for Golden West surf team. Yeah. And so we go to the college contests and that was fun. Nice. You know? Yeah. I, so beat we, Evan, I beat Evan Slater one time down in uh, Torrey Pines. That was great. It was <laughs> that Evan? Evan, that's right. Evan, you remember that. <laughs> So, so, uh, you do though. Everybody Dylan, remembers Dylan, Dylan those. Slider's older brother. Yeah. My, my boss. Your boss is older. So, you lived with Shuey rent free for how many years? Oh, I think it was like two years. Dude. Yeah, like two years. That is crazy. But you were working, you're going to school. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, I, like I was barely at the house. Yeah. I mean, I really was barely but at bro, the house. Still. Yeah. Like, he. Oh, no, it's insane. That's insane. Trust me. Like, yeah. I, I'll never Think forget. about how much money that saved you. Right? 
Oh, it's, your it, parents must have been like, what? incredible. You're staying with that guy? Yeah. Incredible. For yeah. free? No, I mean, how generous is that? Yeah. Of someone. Yeah. He's coming home with a new board once a month. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for the free ring. I got these new oh. shrimps, lead. Oh, that was, oh, hey, mom, send me a stimulus check. <laughs> oh, trust me. Trust me. I can never call and ask my dad for money because he didn't, he was like, he wanted me to come home. He's like, I'm going to prove, you're not, you're not going to make it. You're going to come home. You'll be coming home before yeah. you know it. And so every now and then I would have to go make a call to mom and go, mom, I'm broke. Can you send me some money? I don't have a, I need at least $300. Western Union. I need some money. She'd send me care packages every month though. You know, it's just. That's mom. Yeah. Good on you, mom. Oh, and then, so, and then a big, big moment in time was I finally got a car. I bought Lockheed's Toyota for a thousand dollars. My parents bought me a car. And you it, bought Lockheed's Toyota. Toyota wagon. A little pickup. A the wagon. wagon. Silver Toyota wagon. I mean, yeah, it was a pickup. But it, it wasn't a truck. Yeah, it was a wagon. And he could probably get $3,000 in really good shape. It was, he could have got 3000 but he couldn't get it to pass smog. So I couldn't get to pass smog either, so I never did. So, <laughs> you just dr- got paid and drove it. <laughs> so I had to drive it with expired tags 24-7. Like, and I, it's still in Lockheed's name, and I knew that. And I was just like, every time a cop, I was always looking in the rearview mirror, making sure I pulled off if a cop came near me. My legs would go, if a cop got behind me, my legs would go like, like numb. I would be like, <laughs> and then my buddy Jason um, from Florida moved to Huntington and his grandma didn't drive anymore. So he'd give me fake, fake tags and I would stick them on them. Like it'd say current, you know, current oh, yeah. on the tag. But if the cop plugged it in, it yeah. ain't current. You'd get busted. Oh, yeah. bro. I'm, Lockheed's going to jail. That is hilarious. <laughs> but then finally I met some guy named Kurt. She was, she was Punky's friend. Uh, Kurt was a mechanic and he would he would pass it smog in his garage. He'd, he'd run around the block like, like, I don't know, just rev it to clear out the junk, clear out it all, and then put on machine immediately and then finally passed. I was like, I could finally register this car in my name and like not have any risk towards Lockheed. How long did that Lockheed take? Lockheed doesn't even remember, doesn't even know this. Like, How long did that take? Like three years. <laughs> <laughs> How awesome would it have been if you if you got pulled over at Lockheed? Yeah. Lockheed is just like Polly. Just put it in your name. It's all good. He trusted me. I'm just like, dude, I can't get it to pass smog either. And, when, and you can't get it registered in your name until you pass smog. Yeah, like there's, I was I was in a freeze. So, anyways, but that was a Lockheed monumental told moment. You he can get it. He can get three thousand, but he can only get a thousand. He got. Check this out. I had that car for ten years. Holy shit! I bought it for a thousand dollars. And I and I and they picked it up in my front yard in Huntington and Fair Fair Tide Circle, and I, I got five hundred dollar credit for for donating. It, <laughs> it only cost five hundred bucks. <laughs> yep. <laughs> for ten years of service, <laughs> you ripped Lockie off. Uh, I'll tell you. I mean, yeah, uh, that, that was uh, Lockie was the man at the time. That was that helped me out a ton. And yeah. then I ended up, you know, how my career started too is, um, and then I got a job at Stussy. So that's kind of how that. You know, I got a, a real job. Well, not a real job. I was I started going to Long Beach State. I got a car. I had Jason Warren got a job at Stussy. His brother-in-law, his sister, Mary Gretchen, married Charlie Hill. Charlie Hill worked there too and got me a job working in the warehouse. That's Stussy. So that was like awesome. I got a job working. Yeah. In a warehouse at Stussy. And I was pumped because I I mean I knew Stussy. Well, I was just I mean, stoked. Yeah. So that, what you were twenties or something? Yeah, I was okay. like 21. Yeah, 21. I started going to Long Beach State, so I worked in the warehouse for. What were you, you know, going to school for? What did you want? Business. To yeah. Okay. Business. Well, I started. I started at radio broadcasting, so I started as a journalist, journalism major, and 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 realized I'm not a good writer. So, so you have to write a paper like every other day, like because I'm like this ain't gonna work. 
I got to switch majors. That's tough. So then I had to go back and take all the, you know, trig, calc, everything that you don't want to really take. <laughs> Stats. Yeah. Statistics. And so I went back. I was grinding it out. And my parents are like, what do you mean you're switching your major? Oh, no. But honestly, looking back then, it was so cheap. Yeah. College yeah. was so cheap back then. But, but you went from a journalism major. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Which is English, writing. Yeah. Whatever. To business. To business, which you got to go back Math and take and all. Stats yeah, and, yeah, tons yeah, of numbers. Stuff. I had to go backwards and take all that stuff. And Shuey, it's so funny, Shuey. So I'm living with Shuey, motivational speaker. I remember when he started count, he started counterculture. He's like, bro. And I was working at Stussy. And I, so, so I so went wait, home. He yeah. already started so so starts so yeah fast forward a little bit he graduates or he's doing it oh, he really graduates no he graduates USC and he starts counterculture with Pat Fraley in our garage and um, as a favor I go back to visit my parents during the holidays you know during Christmas time and I said hey I'll take the line I'll you know I'll go show some accounts on the Gulf Coast that I have relationships with yeah Mandalay Surf and Sport West Coast Surf Shop yeah and some account in jacksonville i drove five hours round trip you know 10 hours round trip to open this account open three accounts like that and there was and then they were just freaked out they couldn't believe we're it. in open florida three accounts. we got three accounts so wait, i can't wait, believe wait. pat was like blown away so yeah so this is before you worked at Susie. no this is when i worked at Susie. oh you worked at Susie. yeah and you were working back there. i was going back to visit my parents so what did you bring like what sample line i brought like 40 items max hmm. yeah kind of a big deal though right oh yeah it was a big deal did you think it was I brought a big my deal mom back and dad? Then? no to me, yeah. it was just, I was just going to open some accounts and stuck them out. Yeah. This is my buddy. No I, owe, I at least owe yeah. him this. You yeah. Know? Like, hey, oh, yeah. Oh, you don't have anybody in Florida? Oh, yeah. 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 You know, thinking back on how cool at one point in time counterculture was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, it was a fucking rad. Oh, I watched it from, the, from, the, from them figuring out the name, and Shuey really was disciplined about how they named the company. How important that was, and they had all sorts of different yeah. names and message. Did, oh, and then what and were it, the different became, names? Do you remember? Or? I don't remember the other names, but counterculture. When I was did, like, I was like, that's a sick name. That's a great name to this yeah. day. It's a great name yeah. for a brand. Um, it, it means something. Yeah. I just think that you know, hey, when you look at Depactus and you look at some brands that come up with names, they don't mean anything. It's like Salty Crew. Look at them. Why? Why are they doing so well? Because it's so easy to understand. Yeah, it's like the customer immediately can gravitate towards it. Yeah. I mean, and so counterculture, I felt like that's a great name for, for a brand. I like yeah. look back at it. And so there was a lot of energy and it was in the garage and it was just like a lot of grassroots, you know, obviously HB is all behind it. You know, everyone, yeah. you know, Marino, Mark rode for them and Diva rode for them. And, you know, it was, it was cool. Yeah. And it was a good experience, you know, but, but it's, then you learn about financing, you learn about how, you know, Hey, there's the orders grow. It's harder to freaking pay for the production. And, and that's you learn, what you, you learn. We normally stuff. don't hear like, yeah. Oh, the, the more successful it becomes, the harder it is because yeah. that means you got to borrow some real money. You go from 5 million to 10 million. It's harder to be a business that's 10 million than it is five and four and three and 2 million. Yeah. Cause you, cause yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy, right? You think, Oh no, you want to be 10 million. Yeah. Well, you can't pay for it. Yeah. And these retailers don't pay you on time. Yeah. That's Most of them. All right. So at the so, time, yeah. not, now they're paying right. So you were living with Shuey. He starts his brand counterculture in the garage. Yeah, I'm, I'm still and at the time you're working at. I'm working at Stussy. Yeah, at part time because I'm going to school. Yeah, and so uh, let's talk about Stussy. Yeah, that was when, like, what what year? Started working for Stussy like 1989, 1990. And I'm trying to think. And like, I, on the first day, I beat um, J W. J Dub is talking to this girl Andrea. Um, 
and I think she was dating like Jeff Booth at the time or something. And I just, I see her and I'm just like, oh my God, I love that girl. And she's talking for like 15 minutes. I'm like, I love that girl. Gosh. And um, so I see my future wife right there on the first day on, on the job. No wow. way. Yeah. And I was like, oh, and she, she doesn't even remember it, which is great. Of course not. <laughs> yeah. Wait, she, did. she didn't notice you. You <laughs> noticed her. Oh, yeah. That's usually how it works. So I hit on her for five you years. You still Boothie's girlfriend, though? Yeah. Well, she dropped him like pretty shortly after that. <laughs> no, but she had a boyfriend of five years. That was a big deal. She had a boyfriend of five years. So, but I did. I hit on her for probably five years straight. <laughs> and then finally, <laughs> <laughs> Well, once but, you get out of the um, warehouse and, you know, yeah, yeah. Sounds, and then, you know, I'll pay attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, uh. So, 89, Stussy at that time was probably... Oh, it's hot. It's uh, one of the hottest brands you, yeah. you've ever seen. Sean's on fire. Frank, I meet Frank and Frank's cool. And um, <laughs> funny experience. I got, I almost got fired like within like first week or two. <laughs> not, not because of anything I did, but like, yeah, something went down. Jason did something stupid they thought i was in on it but luckily i wasn't even there that day so they sent me home because frank wasn't in town and then i almost got like i was like i was and charlie stood up for me and said paul wasn't here wasn't a part of it and so i kept my job which was great and then um you worked there for a long time right? yeah i worked there nine years and so yeah. just for how long in the warehouse oh i worked in the warehouse for four i mean no five five years five or six years yeah uh, no, five years. And then it's crazy. I, I put my two-week notice in um, because I had a kid on the way. Um, I think Andre and I were you know, married. We just got married. Wait a minute. No, we hadn't been married yet. I'm trying to remember the timeline. But I was. we were together because we had a Huntington house. I think we were engaged. We bought a house in Huntington. She was a breadwinner. And but I had wow, figure stuff. Frank's out. paying really healthy she, in the no, warehouse. No, no I, I'm just kidding. So yeah, she, she was working for Susie. Yeah, too. she worked for okay. Susie for 14 years. So and she ran production. Like she just dealt with Paxson. She dealt with all sorts of stuff. But anyway, so um, I uh, and she's like best friends with Christy and Emmy. Emmy's Frank's um, sister. Sister and they like lived together. They actually she actually lived at Frank's house at certain times. It's kind of funny. Uh, back when they were really young. So. Um, I go interview at Enterprise Rent-A-Car after graduating. Yeah, I graduated Long Beach. I'm like, I got to get a, a career. Like, yeah. I got to do something. I yeah. got to make money. Yeah. And I'm not making enough Real money. Rental car business is oh, I just, just really appealing? No, it's super appealing. <laughs> okay, hold on. It's, only, it's like the easiest job to get, right? <laughs> Let's uh, take a pause. So why Enterprise? Why did you choose Enterprise? Oh, just because I needed, I just needed to um, get something that's going to pay me 30 grand a year. I mean, really, it was that desperate. It was just like, okay, Did, I got to get a real job. Were you going through like the classifieds or like, how, Oh yeah. I was like, hundred percent. Like, and just oh, like, dude, oh, embarrassing. Yeah, like, absolutely. What like, was the job title? Like manager? Like, Oh no, it was the entry. It was just like, Oh yeah, we hire, you know, we, we, we will hire college kids yeah. and, and get them in here. And so I'm, I'm putting on the tide. I got the job. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Start on Tuesday. And I'm like, okay, sweet. And I was like, I'm going to read on Friday. I'm like, okay, let's do it. Like, I'll work my way up. We'll figure it out. And so, um, you know, God, so bless, God bless my wife. I'm getting my, you know, monkey suit on and I'm just, and she just looks at me and goes, this ain't you. <laughs> this ain't you. You can't do this. I know you're doing it for us and doing it for me and you're doing it, but just, you can't do this. Yeah. And I went, thank you. I ripped that tie off. I, mean, I didn't show up. <laughs> I went to Stu's. Well, I gave my two. So wait, minutes. you went, you got the job. I interviewed, you got, got the job, job and said never showed that. up. Never showed up. Never talked to him again. That's crazy. Now, now he can't even rent a car. 
<laughs> He's bad for life. <laughs> You're blackball, no, bro. No, as long as my wife said I don't need to show up, I was like, thank you. Yeah, I was so happy. I was just like, oh my god, this is not gonna like, soulmate was, right there telling uh, you what's was, up. Uh, she just read read me like a book, like she always has. And so before, so I gave a two week notice at Stussy though. Yeah, and so they were kind of tripping. I think Brett, you know. You know, you, you create a bond. These guys are great people. Yeah. The people at Stussy are the best people. That's why everyone... Family business. Can, I, can yeah. I interject? Like, it's it's kind of crazy how long people work for Stussy. Yeah. It's kind of crazy how long warehouse people work yeah. for Stussy. Yeah. Because Robbie worked yeah. at yeah. Stussy. I worked with Robbie there. Yeah. In the warehouse for oh, yeah. fucking... Yeah. Uh, Jim Hogan worked there yep. for a yep. shit ton of I, years. Jim Hogan and I used to set up trade shows at Magic together yeah. and just be too. <laughs> and then, and then, uh, Richie Vega. Yep. He, I think he's still there. Oh, there's a lot of people there. RA's still there. I mean, there's a lot of. RA. Yeah, Jim. Yeah. Uh, Jim Mia left. I think he's not there anymore. Okay. Yeah. But just recently. He was there for like 20 oh, something years. For sure. And I think our friend Ian Hennessy's probably still works there in the county. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, you know? so so yeah, people lived worked there a long time. Yeah. And so so I gave my two weeks notice and I came back and I came back in to work and Brett said to me, I'll never forget it, he just goes, Yeah, you're not leaving. You're coming to work for me. And that was everything. I mean, that was a turning point in my career. So you're not going into the Brett, warehouse. Here I said you're gonna Brett, come. Brett Brett said you're gonna be my sub rep. So oh, Brett yeah. Coates was running all SoCal. He was running all Central Cal, SoCal. Yeah. yeah, he was all the way up to Valsurf. He was all the way down to Dave Nash. Yeah. So he took me under my wing. I knew nothing as far as... He was know, kind sales. of killing it. Kind of. Oh, yeah. And Brett... I kind of yeah. I, I helped him kill it a little bit. Well, here's what I learned. Here's what I learned as a sub rep for Brett. I wasn't growing sales. I was monitoring sales. <laughs> yeah. Who was... Who was actually oh, doing you real were the uh, mole. I was the mole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Frank would go, you need to go to the store today. I shipped them 20 grand. I want to see it on this floor. And I'm not kidding. I would go to the store. and I'd kidding be, me. Oh, 100%. Frank would send you the stores to make sure. Frank would tell store. Brett and I, and tell basically I was the one that had to do it. Like, like go to this random skate shop or upper store that, and you just... Yeah, you know, he didn't want you diverting goods, and so he would yeah. make sure I went there. And so oh, we sold so many inland stores, and you know, I'd, oh, yeah. I'd be in Riverside, I'd be Atomic Garage, yeah, yeah, oh, Tom, how right? I mean, yeah. Like, so, so yeah, I was, I was, it was not about growing sales; it was about monitoring sales, and, yeah. and managing who's who's selling Stussy because he, he, I mean, that's one thing you learned about Stussy and and Frank was when Sean and them sort of separated and brought him out of the company is Frank never lost the 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 mindset of protecting the brand yeah I mean, he, the he had the, of, the value of the brand and, and never letting anyone discount it disrupt it keep it high value yeah. i mean premium it was a premium premium message yeah i'll never forget when he had like you know one of the pack sun guys i think it was steve cully in um his office and from Paxson, and he probably had like a million dollar PO for for Frank and Frank's gone for I'm just not, t-shirts probably. I, I, I don't and, and and I would watch because I was I was probably waiting in the doorway waiting to ask Frank one question, and he couldn't believe that he walked out of there with zero orders. Yeah, he's like, no, and Frank just said, I'm not going to let you make all the money, and I'm not going to make any money. Yeah, I don't care how much PO you, how big a PO you put on my desk. Yeah, 
you're not going to make all the money and I make that's money. one thing yeah. I love so, about that I learned a lot from that yeah watching that kind of stuff go down every brand should take a page out of that well book. it's a part it's a partnership the surf industry with the, the, the problem with the surf industry and where we're at today well I think we're getting better now but our, our business practices were failures yeah you know when you start rotating product 24 7 letting people discount 24 7 just return it you know it's not good for the wheels. industry that's horrible. horrible so so they were leagues ahead of yeah what was going on and yeah. other people couldn't deal they couldn't understand that like Paxson of all people could not understand that yeah. what do you mean you're gonna i'm gonna give you volume so you just you make 10 percent and we make yeah. 60. yeah yeah <laughs> you're gonna take my PO Marginal. and you're gonna smile and yeah you're gonna just be stoked because it's yeah. so big but yeah. but as We've all learned the detriment of the industry. Yeah, that's why brands aren't around anymore. Yeah, you know? like a lot yeah. of Paxson buried the industry. A lot of very healthy, successful brands that went, you know, down the route, and then they got caught with their pants down, and yeah. then all of a sudden those POs just stopped, and then yeah. you're done. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago where Vulcan was doing sixty million dollars a year with Paxson. It was probably twenty percent of the business, right? Yeah, I, I mean, mean that, that that's was, uh... sixty million dollars a year. So when that goes away, which it went away like quickly, yeah, when things got tough, and it like you're you're firing people, like yeah. a lot of people, and you're firing athletes, and you're that trickle down effect is like it happened. Rapid. It happened to what I was doing with DVS when yeah. you know they they were carrying shoes, and then they finally. You know, we broke down and finally sold DVS to them. And then I think it was like three months later, they said, oh, fuck it. We're, we're out of sh the shoe game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After after we just yeah. shipped them like, you know, a couple a couple million dollars worth of shoes. Yeah. So crazy. We're like, oh, we got this now. Oh, no, you don't. You know, yeah. Like, Everybody's partying. Just put a yeah. put a pause down on that second home out in the desert. Oh, well, not just that though. Like no, I'm just saying. It, it, it infrastructure was gets yeah. built up because oh, exactly, of these. exactly. Well, yeah, you need bodies yeah. to manage it for sure. 100%. Bodies to manage it and just like you know <laughs> to facilitate the, the volume growth. was the volume was massive and everyone wanted a piece of that pie. Yeah, every brand. Yeah, from Roxy but the show's to not about Paxson no, or Stussy. No, no, no. But the discipline of of managing your brand. Yeah, yeah, and and being premium is and full price. Yeah, that's the name they, of the that game. was what I learned. And that's what from Stussy, you, Stussy yeah. years, and then working for Brett, I got to you know go all the, the relationships and, with the shops. Yeah, and meet meet you know all the the best retailers in Southern California. And you worked for room. for one of the best brands, one hundred percent in the fucking yeah. game, and uh, one of the best sure. dudes ever too. Yeah, and Brett was one of the best, is yeah. epic. One of the best brands where yeah. you, you pretty much had carte blanche everywhere you went, as far as like. A shop like treating you, yes. Oh my god, it's Polly Boy from fucking Stussy. Yeah, yeah, good place you know to be. <laughs> good place. That's to a be. good place to be. Yeah, like yeah. people take your calls. Yeah, oh, hundred percent. Yeah, you know, you walk in, you're like, hey, is it cool if we yeah. move our? Yes, where? Where do you want to move? Yeah, where do you want your section in the front? I'm not selling rollerblades. I mean, rollerblades are dying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, it, it, that does help propel your your career and just you as a. You know, yeah, yeah, as a person, you know, yeah. because and, and everyone respected Brett, so yeah. like, and I respected Brett, of course, and we were friends as well, and so, you know, he's so respected and and so liked, and he's just a, such a good dude. And so you, you so, came so back. being under his wing was was, but you incredible. you were going to go back to work in the warehouse or anywhere at Susie at that time. If he doesn't lend me, you know that. He he was the one that said no. You're not going to work in the warehouse. You're going to work for me. Yeah, he goes. You're not going to leave Stussy because yeah. he thought I was losing. He didn't know that I, I even quit. <laughs> like already on day one of Enterprise. 
<laughs> so I was so like, crazy. wow, that worked out. But yeah. hey, I never, sometimes, you, you know, unfortunately, you do have to make a stand and say, I got to move on. Because, yeah. you know, unfortunately, at that time, you know, there wasn't any, they didn't see my value. Brett did. Yeah. You know, yeah. so, so somehow, some way, you know, hey, I'm so not you, perfect so by any means, but, but the value, they didn't, yeah. Frank didn't see my value. Well, so it's okay. So Brett took you under his wing. Yep. Made you a yep. sub rep. Yep. Right. For Stussy. Yep. Okay. And so you... So then I started doing Stussy eyewear. So he gives me Stussy eyewear because he didn't want to deal with it. It was a licensee. Sun Gold used to run, uh, was a licensee for Stussy eyewear. Yeah. So he said, hey, here's one thing you can manage and like run with it. Chores. I'm, I'm busy enough with this other crap. You handle Stussy eyewear. Well, that's when all of a sudden Stussy eyewear went mental. Michael's shades and all this stuff. Yeah. I was getting orders that were ridiculous. Yeah. And so... Anything Stussy yeah, was it, fucking gold. Yeah, it went nuts. The, the, Michael, eyewear, the, the Michael, Michael frame oh was, it was, was the was one crazy. that everyone I was getting, wanted. Was that the Aviator? I was getting order. Yeah. No. Aviator with different lens colors. Yeah. It was like 10, 15 different colorways. Yeah. Yeah. Michael was Aviator. the Aviator. Yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah. I'm gonna fact check you guys later. Yeah, uh, you can fact check it. There, there was that the 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 square frame one. Well, they had a bunch of frames. But Michael was an aviator. Yeah, it went. You got wrong. Okay. I don't know. I just so know you guys are the, fucking wrong. We, we, hey, I love betting. So just put a hundred dollars and we, we'll. we'll All right, we'll put a hundred dollars on this, yeah, Polly Michael boy. There was, was an aviator. Hey, no, it wasn't. I just know. You work for him and you're wrong, Polly boy. <laughs> I, I wrote for them and their number one sunglass was this aviator. Every ad was this aviator. Everything was, they was, was called, it the aviator? It was called it was, Michael. Yes, it was an oh, man. So, anyways, so we won't beat that to, but you can just. He's probably right, later. though. That's no, he's not. I, I, I sold them. So, them right, you guys. No, I didn't sell them. They sold themselves. But, anyways, so. Were you making good money? Killing No, no. The, the Brett's just paying me. So, all this commission is Brett's. He's just paying me a, a monthly. Sale. Oh. So, uh, so, I, so I, you were doing the sunglasses. He just told me this is your job. Okay. Take care of eyewear and then, you know, obviously support. He, he was. He's just the best boss ever like, as far as just like we, we had a great chemistry straight out of the gate. Yeah. You know, I was self-motivated. He didn't have to worry about me like yeah. being an idiot. Yeah. He knew I was going to work for him. You yeah. Know, and work hard. And so anyway, so fast forward, um, you know, hey, I, I still want to be my own independent rep as you working as a yeah. sub rep for three years. You know, so Casey and Bobby Knutson start Royale. And they're making, you know, they're showing me the line every trade show, and they're so jazzed and they're psyched, and I'm it like, so, and I'm digging it. I'm like, okay, it was cool. Yeah, cool. was fucking. Yeah. Sick. it was so, so yeah. killer because they took, Casey's so passionate about it. It's at that time, out. they were almost taking a page out of Stussy's book. Yeah. And, oh, Casey was a massive and Stussy. doing it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we yeah. all were. Yeah. I mean, he was giving me, you know, here's a, I need to walk through. I go, I can't get a walk through, but give me a hundred bucks. I'll put it on my account. I'll buy you whatever you, I'll, I know what your style is. I'll pick it out for you. And I'd go give it to him. I'd give him yeah. a box. Of, okay. And he's like, I love, I was like, Casey, I got you down. I know what you, what yeah. you like. Yeah. yeah. And I got you. And, and so at this time, like, so we did counter, that for years. Ca counterculture was still going on. You didn't even help out those guys. No, so so counterculture. Is a, this is a weird, like, yeah, epic so, time where so, so funny that you say that because counterculture, they're blowing up. They're, they're in the garage. I, I almost became a part owner for a thousand dollars. I almost owned five percent of the company. Damn. Wow. My parents wrote a check. Wow. Sent it out, and and Pat and Shuey's attorney said it didn't didn't deposit. It was going to be a done deal. The deposit, it was out of state check. So back then, out of state checks got a, you know, oh, oh, it's out of state. <laughs> so yeah. it, it didn't go through. It had a pause, you know, pause, yeah. out of state check. So they, in that meantime, it, they talked to their lawyer and they said, we don't advise you getting a third partner. Yeah. That's a bad idea. 
it's hard enough to make two partners work this thing out, let alone three. For a thousand bucks? So they bucks? changed their mind. Dang. For a thousand bucks. That is crazy. That 5% of because That's how bad they needed money. Yeah. And but it, it sucks, was how small it was. But how small it was. In hindsight. Oh, it's best thing probably yeah. ever. Tenori and Cohen had really good lawyers. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I, I was like, look back and go, did they even have lawyers? Or did they make that up? <laughs> but anyway, so yeah. So it's funny because counterculture is in my garage of, you know, like, which is great because I rooted for them and I was like stoked. But there is a uh, fast forward a little bit. There was this, I was going for a job uh, to be the sales rep in Orange County. But this, I'll, I'll get to that later. So that we'll we'll go in chronological order here. So, chronological. Chronological. Is that right? I don't know. I don't either. I'm it just is. I'm just enthralled in this. Like yeah. So ooh, we'll, we'll keep the pace for so, yeah. Whoa. I was enthralled. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I thought you were thrilled. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm so thrilled. Enthralled. Yeah. So so then again another gift from Brett. I, I meet up with, with uh, now Royale's growing a bit and yep. getting into a, a, like a, actually getting some distribution and I meet with Casey and he's like, Hey, we want you to come rep for us. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I need to make X yeah. know, a month. And he's like, he met with Balby and they had their investor. Um, I forget his name. And they go, yeah, we can pay you two grand a month to rep all of, all of California. I'm like, done. Like, not like that made it, made it happen. Yeah. And so Brett, the only way it was going to happen though, is if I kept eyewear. Yeah. It's juicy. And Brett said, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Like, God bless you, man. Yeah. Go get him. So, yeah. And he sent me on my way and, he, and who does that? Who goes, take, take Stussy eyewear and go ahead and you can keep repping Stussy eyewear and you get paid a commission on that and I'll let you go. And I don't want to do with the guys from Sun Gold, but you can have it. And then you go rep Royale. That yeah. Brett. Epic. Yeah. Big Bird's a man. Big Bird is the Love Big Bird. Yeah. So, so then I am, I'm independent. I'm free. I'm I'm now I'm my own man. Yeah. I'm going to take on the world of sales. Did you get, (laughs) did you, did you get, um, incorporated? Like, no, I wasn't, no, I didn't, I didn't get to that too, too crazy on incorporated or that kind of stuff. Just ran it through old school accounting, you know, yeah. just like did it ourselves what? and, and yeah. paid quarterly taxes and all that kind of crap. But drove up and down the coast. So Royale, like pretty much oh, San California. Francisco. California. Oh, yeah. San Francisco, San, San Diego. Yeah. All the way. Dang. All the boutiques and everything else. But I, I'll never forget like how happy Weedy was and, and Canusin when I freaking opened Sharon Siegel like week one. Wow. Oh. Like they were just flipping. Just, I'm like, oh, it's going to be on. Like we're doing this. Like Yeah. I've got the relationship. Sharon you Siegel. You have the relationship. Sharon Siegel. I meet with Sharon Siegel. Week one, open them up with Royale. Dang. Yeah, done. Now, now was the the city shirts already out or was that? Oh yeah, it was. Oh no, it was. That was it. It was on. Yeah. It was. Yeah, it was Konnichiwa and it was you know Indonesia and all that stuff. It was yeah. so it Tokyo, was so, Tokyo, Houston, oh, yeah. New York. That was right in the wheelhouse of when that was going on. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Again, like counterculture had its you know day in the sun. And Royale was another brand that had its day in the sun. Oh, absolutely. It was like on the cusp of being. It was more. Yeah. So, so fast forward a year, we're making a ton of progress. Um, You know, the one thing I, that was the hardest phone call I ever made is when I got the the offer. Bobby Lockhart went from Rusty as a sales rep to Billabong. So that opened that spot. Lockheed again. 
Lockheed. First a Toyota, yeah. now it's a, a back, rough job. Back to Lockheed. So <laughs> Lockheed, Lockheed says the boomerang in effect. No, so, oh. so Lockheed gives me a reference to the sales manager, Mike Gilligan, at the time at Rusty, and yeah. says, Paul is your man. And Rusty was, Rusty was blowing up. Going yeah. volume. Yeah. 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 And, and by main, the way, mainstream. Not California. I'm just handling Orange County. Not yeah. even like Central Cal. Like, yeah, you're like, I don't, have to, ca- I don't have to travel the oh, entire I've got a 50 state. square mile. 50, I mean, I can loop it. 25 times in a day if I want to. How yeah. weird is that? Right? <laughs> and making and, you know, six and the, digits. And the, yeah. wife, and the wife's like, yeah. And it, I just had to do it. I was like, like, hey. Family life, time. Yeah. And, I mean, you know what it is. Yeah. Like when you guys are on the road, it's like, you, this is what you work for. And so I had a call, you know, Bobby and, and Casey, and it was the hardest conversation ever. But I was like, you know, I've got kids. I got a daughter named Tatum. Yeah. And I got a, you know, another daughter, Brooke, coming on the way. And I've. Yeah. I got to provide. And so this is such an opportunity that I, I can't. And they were so, it was such a bummer. Yeah. Um, but, you know. In hindsight, I mean, it, and, and, you know, as you're stepping up that corporate. You got to make the you, right decisions. You're making the right decisions. I mean. The hard right yeah, decisions. Yeah. Those, I mean, that's tough because yeah. you love Casey and Bobby and the brand and, and it's great. But, like, you just got an offer of a killer gig uh, with kill, way kill, more money. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they probably no, they understood. You. They, they understood. understood. Yeah. They they're, understood. You, they were bummed. Not to disrespect, but you're driving a Toyota. <laughs> I got and you. then you're going to drive a fucking Porsche. I'm going to get actually a real car here Porsche. soon enough. Yeah. Took a while. Still. Maybe not a Porsche. Come on. No, what's no. what's in between there? I don't know. Toyota's pretty rad. <laughs> yes. Hey. They don't sponsor us, Lennon. Come hey, on. Here's the thing. Anything that doesn't break down yeah. is pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. So Rusty for yep. Orange County. So Orange County only. I get uh, I get the job and I, I meet Rusty Pressendorfer and I'm like who's 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 running I run like, PT and I, and I sell and surfboard no PT was just out um bro, bro, Shuey, I, no Shuey Shuey was yeah Shuey was so Shuey that whole thing went down yeah so fast forward Shuey and the whole thing hit the fan with counterculture Shuey became the market v, vice president of marketing for Rusty yep so yeah I worked then I'm back to working with Shuey. Fuck, I forgot that. So, so this is fast forward a bit. But so yeah, I so the whole, the whole shit hit the yeah. fan um, on counterculture, and Shuey was the VP PT of marketing. Kind of gave Shuey the job. Right? Yeah, yeah, they're buddies. Yeah, one hundred percent. And um, but, so, so I get the Lockheed's job, get hired, yeah. and then um, you know, at that time, you know that Jill Lockhart got ro- oh, uh, Lockheed the job. Though, Jill Lockhart right? was still there. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Jill Lockhart was still there when I was there running women's. Yeah. marketing or I'm kind of into this guy you should hire him yeah so I had Lockheed giving me that, that hey you know that he gave he had a lot to do with it and so um that was a big deal and so yeah I get that job but like I got Nordstrom I just, I've got Nordstrom just pause just pause for the whole state they run it they're buying offices at Santa Ana just pause yeah. back in the day yeah, yeah. let's so, just talk about relationships and how important it is of here you are Go your separate ways with, you know, Shuey. You're off and on, married, got kids, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it comes back to where now you're, you guys are working again. It's, it's insane. And Lock, Lockie, you got, you buy his Toyota. Oh, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> whatever, <laughs> whatever, whatever station wagon. Yeah, that, for a thousand then, bucks. And then here you are a few years later, like, you know, the impression and the relationships. And that's what life's about, too. You know, you got to, oh. you got to be able to follow you through. Have you got happen to good people. Well, yeah. yeah. No, and to your but, point, like, yeah, I have a team. And I yeah. never thought that, thought about that way, to your point. Like, but, but, I have a team of people that I've known for my whole life that 
are the reason why I'm here yeah. and doing what I'm doing. Yeah. It's because of them. But it goes yeah. back to even it's like... It's not because of me. I'm like just this independent guy running just blowing away people. No, it's because I have a, I have this incredible support team yeah. of friends yeah. that have done so much for me that I would never be where I'm at if it wasn't for them. But So I, I never forget that. But it's also going back to even like your 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 surf expo days and, and working at oh, the yeah. surf shop and yeah. just yeah. you're just you're just there being in the mix being yeah. being there being, being in there. the mix yeah and, and working hard and, and being, being a cool. sponge a bit you know being a, being aware not being an idiot <laughs> an idiot but but <laughs> so now you're at rusty yeah and, and she and was rusty there was killing it yeah we, we yeah rusty was killing it we were killing oh, this it. is this is where you learn a lot of lessons is is the product quickly got soft and so that's why Lockie was like he saw he saw what was going on you know we were we were making I'll never forget how many things I returned on that first year I worked at Rusty for Lockie's like I'm returned that get that out of here that's not my commission that's Lockie's was that design or it was was designed they had the zip off cargo pant remember that yeah was it was stacked and racked like 36 units deep but it hit the fan yeah and it went no. You remember sale. that? You remember like that oh. was like a trendy thing that it, yeah. happened for cargo zip off zip off into shorts yeah. pant. Yeah. Convertible. And convertible, yeah. dude. And so yeah. he had that thing stacked and racked and it hit Fuck the wall. Lucky. And I know. And he he knows how to sell volume. Yeah. Rack could, and pack he, oh, this is gonna be the next oh, big boy, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Six, twelve, 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 twelve. I, I could sixes. not believe well, <laughs> hey, I, he was a big inspiration of mine because like, I went and visited him at his show, you know, showroom staff. I mean, he's got, he's got a crew working for him. I'm just yeah, like, I know. Well, how's this guy's program? I'm like killing Rocky, it. dude. You yeah, you have me floored right now. Like you're blowing my mind. Tight. And program. Yeah, and I this show's not about Lockie. This show's yeah. about Paul Boy. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get his yeah, story no, one day. I, I, yeah. No, yeah, but but anyway, so sorry, Lockie. I returned a lot of stuff and stuff. <laughs> He's like, dude, slow down. I'm like, dude, you got this thing stacked and racked. It ain't selling a unit. We're getting yeah. it out of here. Yeah. So anyway, so product got <laughs> it got challenging, but I had a great run at at, at Rusty and how and, long were you there? Sold surfboards too. I was there for seven years, almost six, seven years. That's a long time. Yeah, I was as a rep for five, and then like Mark, I moved in house. Um, I want to say I moved in house in 2004, 2005 to run marketing because, uh, like sales got really, I just felt like I wanted to be a decision maker. I got tired yeah. of watching us make dumb decisions and we lost athletes. We didn't have any, we were losing mojo. Yeah. So I, I, I threw my hand up. There was a marketing position that opened up. She went, went, she left, left. Okay. she left and went and got us masters at USC. And so I threw my hand up and said, Hey, I'm ready to move in house because you know, for one, I'm not. I'm losing sales everywhere, and I'm just struggling for money. I'm just yeah. like I can see the future here. So I moved in house. Rusty was amazing. He and Dak and Paul Clark, Dak Clark and Paul Carr gave me the job, and so we ran. And then they were. So they that had, was they had PT that CNC, CNC. yeah, and they they had uh, P, they just hired PT on as a consultant, and we launched. Um, so we had to go full attack mode on rebuilding the team because we had hardly any team. And so I signed on Jamie O'Brien, re-signed Kalani Chapman. We brought on, um, you know, re-signed Granger Larson. You know, had a local uh, sign on Derek Ho just to be a mentor and ambassador in Hawaii. And so, and then we started All About Surfing campaign, which was this insane campaign. It was actually the thought came from, the, the idea came from PT was just like pull back the majority of the ads, but pile them all in and do like eight page Spreads. campaigns so four spreads and so we did and which was really stressful because i didn't i, I didn't duplicate any 
campaign. Wow. So if I did a surfer mag campaign, I did a different one for surfing. Jeez. Mm. And I did a different one for free surf. Damn. I never repeated any of them. And so the photographers loved us. Yeah. Some photos. Of the, but I yeah. Them. They were like supporting it. And so um, Rich Wilson was my right hand man. And we, I mean, there was times at two o'clock at night. And they're like, this is a cutoff tomorrow. I'm like, what am I going to do? I got to tell this four paid, four spread story. And I, and then we made it happen. Just, we just go grind it up. It was so much fun. Yeah. And then using the athletes and Nate Yeomans, assigned Nate Yeomans too from Billabong. Got him. And, and at the time, I thought Nate had a, he still rips. I mean, I still think yeah. Nate's a great surfer. Was Josh Kerr part Josh of Josh Kerr was still riding for yeah. Rusty, but he was a global athlete. He was our yeah. one global athlete, which I know Josh really well. He's an amazing human. And yeah, so we got to market him. And so we had a, rebuilt that team and created the Hobgoods of, still part of the deal? No, too, no? Hobgoods were gone. Uh, Flea was just ending his career. Um, unfortunately, you know, like he's just it's kind of and that's kind retiring. of you know that's kind of tough too when you, when the brands wrap around certain athletes and then they kind of run their course and then you're kind of brand you know like oh, yeah, you're not yourself, playing, you know? second, second NBA basketball team when they have to trade yeah some stuff you got to move players yeah. yeah and keep on it if you don't you can get stuck with it, a bag of nothing yeah and that know? and that's you know that's trick tricky it's tricky for yeah. sure. So, so yeah, so we rejuvenated. I felt like we did a lot of great things. Um, and then, um, yeah, I think it was in, uh, yeah, 2006. It was, um, uh, O'Neill came knocking a little bit at a trade show and went and visited them. They wanted me to do some run, like, I think it was like sports chalet and one other big account and they're like hey we want you to run this and i'm like oh, okay well and it was just like i, I knew kelly gibson yeah. i knew kelly gibson and petrie at, at, and they were on a, they were actually really coming up o'neill was on fire at the time just getting really more and more momentum but just to handle key accounts. just two accounts well, well that, that's kind of interesting like I, I but like what are you gonna pay me and yeah. then they're like it wasn't enough i was just like okay yeah. that's not enough and they're like well we can make it work and we'll add on another account or something and so so then I'm on the golf course. I forget who with. I think it was Geo and somebody else or Geo. It wasn't Geo. It was Geo. And um, get the announcement that Kelly. And the reason why I want to join is because I want to work with Kelly because I've known Kelly from golfing and stuff. And yeah. And uh, Ted Robinson. I worked at Rusty and got to know Ted really well. And Ted's like Kelly's best friend. And so we got to know each other through to Ted and I's relationship and got to know him pretty well. Just like I said, golfing and things like that. So I was like, you know, Kelly. Kelly's the kind of guy I like. I want to work for. Like. At O'Neill, like he's running that show, I, I could see myself at O'Neill. So, and by the way, this is when Rusty just sold to Jeff Backchel and Australia. So things were going down at Rusty. So I was like, I can see where this is headed. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. So I had, I mean, I had a, I had to have an exit strategy, and so I could have stayed. Actually, this is something that I, probably the best decision I ever made. I could have been lazy. I could have worked because it was. In lawsuit, the Rusty brand was. You in can't lawsuit. let go of anybody. I could, it, or is it... I could have worked for a year. I could have been paid for a year and not, and not had to do anything yeah. besides take a phone call from Australia once every blue moon, and they love me over there. Yeah. Jeff Baxter and this guy Maga, Maga. But you know, I mean, that's I mean, not your mo. You wouldn't would have done, done that. But here's yeah. my thing: it's like I got a plan. I've got a family. To You're like, dude, I could have been surfing. Oh, so much. I could have had a year's vacation, <laughs> basically getting paid. I mean, I thought about it. I'm like, eh, but I've got these two beautiful little daughters that I love a lot. I got to yeah. look out for them. I can't be sitting here and going, eh, your dad decided to surf for a year and then now I don't have a job. Yeah. <laughs> so I had an opportunity uh, with, you know, at uh, O'Neill. 
and it's had the feelers kind of going out with them. And then we get the announcement on the golf course that Kelly Gibson's resigned from O'Neill. I was like, what the hell? He's going to rip curl. Dang. And I'm like, holy crap. This is a big deal. Yeah. yeah. And I was out of the blue. From one giant Oh, yeah. He was, he, he was the, he was the president. The other giant He's the president of O'Neill. And, you know, and, and, you know, Claw really liked Kelly. They, he rode for them years ago. And so Claw doesn't forget this stuff. And so there's conversations, you know, you know, there and relationships there. And so they made him offer and he was like, okay, an offer he couldn't refuse. And so next thing you know, he, you know, tilted the industry again and he went to Rip Curl and I'm sitting there going, oh shit. And um, then they interviewed me for the the sales, national sales manager position. For O'Neill? No, for Rip Curl. Oh. So quickly they went, oh, we need to fill a national sales manager position. Yeah. Uh, for all divisions. Um, it's void because Quinn was, Quinn was, the, the sales manager before me and left. And so, yeah. So Dean Quinn, yeah. So he was gone. And so they had no, it was void. The position yeah. was completely void. Yeah. And so I meet with Kelly, uh, like a week. Oh no, I don't, I don't, Kelly goes straight to Hawaii for the, cause Rip Pro was the sponsor of the pipeline masters. So he goes straight to Hawaii. This is like December. And I meet with Rick. And he's Petrie. Like, Petrie. Because he, he left immediately, too, yeah, and joined Kelly to run the product division because at the time, Rip Curl was bogging. I mean, it's flat call it what it is in the U.S. It, was, it didn't even have a design team in the U.S. Wow. It was, it was all, you know, they had one merchandiser, Ty, Ty, um, Tyson White, and they, all he did was pick from Australia and Europe's line and put it together, and it was garbage. Yeah. I walked the warehouse for like a Two hours, and I picked one thing. It was a horrible. You're like we got to revamp. I, I'm used to stew. I'm, I'm used to good stuff. <laughs> I, mean, I got some serious. You got any zip hey, off cargo I'm pants? Not, I'm not that fashion forward, but I know good stuff from bad stuff, and I ain't wearing wax stuff. So anyway, so anyway, so so Petra interviews me, goes and he meets Kelly in Hawaii, get hired, and uh, I start the job when they're they're in Hawaii for the Pipe Masters and the one that Andy Irons won. Uh, against Kelly in that gnarly final with Corey. Yeah. Oh, you were there for that? No, I wasn't. I, I was pissed. But that's I, why I wanted to be there. <laughs> they were there, and that was when it was the last year. It was a Rip Curl Pipeline Masters, and that was the final that Andy beat Kelly, Corey, and uh, Rob Machado. And yeah. it was that in that shit talking in that final. The best. And the water was insane. Oh. What I heard. I mean, Andy's going berserk on Corey because it was Corey and Andy versus Pat. You know, yeah. versus Kelly Machado. and Machado. Yeah. yeah. And like he snapped on Corey. <laughs> Corey told me he snapped on him for not blocking him on one way. I mean, it was the gnarliest competitive thing we've ever seen right, at that time. You know? So, epic. and so anyway, so, so yeah, Petrie and Kelly are there. And then I, I just dive in and go into the office and I had customer service reporting to me and, and just made a bunch of changes and we're going to turn around. But, was, but, but at the time, Rip Crow. <clears throat> Was still a huge global brand. Yeah, they had tons oh. of resources and money. They just needed a 100%. new team and a reset. Like 100%. it wasn't like they're oh we got to figure it out or we're gone. Like they were they that, were a powerhouse. That, that's but the risk. Just, yeah, and that's why Kelly joined the company and he's where he toured the owners and that and he said hey you guys haven't effed this thing up. You, yeah, you're not selling to Coles. You're not you're not you're not selling you know to some crappy just to make a, just to make a you're dollar. You're just opening stores in yeah. sensitive areas. Because you're defaulting, because you can't get any distribution yeah. at the core level, because the product's not good. Yeah, that's all. That's it. The brand's great. Yeah, you have Mick Fanny. Yeah, you've got. I mean, you got great athletes. You have like a, a great brand. You just yeah. don't have good product. Yeah, it comes down to product, and product's king. I yeah. mean, distribution is everything, but like, you can't get distribution if you don't have good product. <laughs> there's a, yeah, you, you, there's a lot of 
double-edged swords in this industry. So, you yeah. know, meaning like yeah. price. Yeah. But they didn't do distribution. They, they didn't to, have any business at Pakistan yeah. by default because they just didn't make good stuff. They didn't want it. And so the product just was, I mean, we had the one thing that we had that was a blessing. We had the cleanest distribution ever. We were doing no sales. Mm. I mean, we sold, well, when I first got the job, you know, my two best relationships are like HSS and, and Jax, and they kicked us out because we opened the fifth street because that's the lease had already been signed. Yeah. yeah. So the first thing I get on day uh, one is, is we're that like, come get your stuff. Yeah. We're, but because H, I mean, I was so bummed. But and, were you tripping when you come in and you're like, why would you guys sign a lease? Right what well, was there? signed before we got there? No, I know. Yeah, but yeah. Like, I know. But that was the mentality before this guy, David Long, was the CEO. They had, well, here's the other story. They had five CEOs in, in the USA in six years. Oh, my God. Year. That's how, what a debacle it was. Yeah. And these are, and these are guys six, not six from the industry. Six years, they had five CEOs. Who, who were they, you involved? I don't even know, David Long, this guy from Disney or whatever he was from. Um, yeah, you know, he's from Baby Gap or something. Mm. Like, I mean, these exactly. People, I, I hate exactly. That. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, no. This, yeah. this is this is where, and they just go. We're just gonna open stores. Like, yeah. it's no big deal. We'll, yeah. we'll open stores, and we'll open stores in Huntington. We'll open stores in PB. Yeah. And, because because our margin, like you're, you know, we're not we're cutting out the wholesale, and we're gonna make all this extra money. And like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, we walked in some tough shoes, but but Kelly's had a vision that we need to, and he had the well, they were paying him to yeah. make change. And create a culture. And by the way, we had a culture of people. We had a giant building with a ton of people working there, doing no sales, and they just thought they were just killing it. Yeah. Because they just blended all sales together: retail sales with external sales. Well, while the external we call external, which is the surf shops around the country, yeah, and that distribution channel. So that business is going like this, but they're opening stores, so it looks looks good. Mm. So they're spending money, tons of yeah, employees. Yeah, we're standing and showing up at ten o'clock at night. I mean, sh sorry, to showing up at ten a.m. ten a.m. leaving at four. No discipline, no goal. Yeah. And by the way, not, not even people believing in the brand at the same time. Yeah. I mean, Just we collecting a check. Yeah. So we joined the company. We came in there and we built the, we built, I mean, between Rick and um, Kelly, they built design teams. Yeah. So they supported that. And we have a U.S. design hub and that's what it changed everything. And, and we got talented people well, you, because yeah. they're respected. And then we got attracted reps that are quality reps. I hired, you know, a ton of new reps over the years that are quality reps, uh, got some uh, rep force now is incredible. And we've invested in them and you know, it's the returns insane, but the products, everything. So that's everything. That's the, that's where you get market share. Yeah. We, but, we, it's been funny. We, we've um, had a couple different people that have been on the product side, you know, and we just had Garth Tarlow. Of yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's, yeah. It was great. Yeah. I love And Garth. we talked about, you know, how board shorts are such a, big yeah part of the surf category yep. right and rip curl weighs in with mirage, mirage. Yeah. yeah we launched the mirage so i got a funny story speaking of that so we were known as a wetsuit company i mean we like yeah. i said i and kelly ha asked me i think it was like year one or two and doug warbrook and brian singer the owners and founders are flying into la can you go pick them up i can't pick them up i go no worries i'll pick them up Drive them. We have we have lunch at uh, at um, G's Aloha Grill, and uh, and we're on the patio. Awesome. We're at the patio. Couple rainbows later. Yeah, yeah. We'll go. <laughs> with floater, with floater, rub floater for and, sure. And and and, uh, and they're just looking at me. They go, "We're never going to be an apparel brand, right? You can't tell me we're going to be an apparel brand." I go, "Well, that's the, why we're here." The dude. two founders. The two founders. Oh, they did not believe it. They still were just like. 
we're just, is, we're just what, a wetsuit brand. They've been beaten down so much because they've just they've been beaten down. They just yeah. they've been failing. They try and try and, and try. How long were you working for the brand? Uh, like a year. A year, maybe less. So the head, maybe the head honchos from the Australia, founders the founders of the fucking company. They don't think we can be an apparel brand in the USA. At, in 2000, call it early 2007. They're just like, we're never going to be a power brand. Right? Wow. And wow. they just, no, because they, they, they just, they just thought, they never got support from the retail community, but they didn't understand the dynamic. Yeah. You yeah. can't go plopping retail stores in the heart of these communities. Right. Yeah. And also not be performing. So it's really easy to drop you when you're yeah. not performing. Yeah. If you have some serious, I mean, if you're Nike and you're 50% of some footwear brands, like call it shoe store X, yeah, and they open a Nike store next door. You're going, nah, eh, that sucks. Well, but, I'm so kind of Nike. Yeah, that's it. I <laughs> if mean, they're smart, you're not dropping them. No, yeah. no. Like Vans too. That's Vans. The same. Yeah. I mean, so so, but they were out of default. They were just executing horrifically. They didn't understand the market. They they actually put Aussies. They took their best Australians and moved them to California and said, "Go get them." Yeah. Well. Sorry, I mean, we got home court advantage. Work. I'm yeah. gonna beat an Aussie every day of the week when I grow up here. Yeah, and and over there they beat my ass too. You know, it's yeah. like it's really simple. Right. So anyway, so we we made fundamental changes. That's relationships. Yeah. So 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 but it's an understanding of understanding trends, the market, trends, yeah. market, like color yeah. palettes. It's yeah. all that. Believe it or not, it's so but, different. But fits. If you go back and our listeners too, and go back and and listen to, um. The, the early days when uh we remember when we were we were talking to Bob McKnight yeah about like Quicksilver's launching yeah, yeah. Rip Curl's a wetsuit yeah Rip Curl's a wetsuit brand they had an agreement hey yeah yeah an agreement like yeah so I think like these owners you don't were, like, make apparel we won't make wetsuits and then, and, and, and mean, again that probably Brian Singer was a major owner of Quicksilver yeah isn't that crazy that's yeah. crazy the owner of Rip Curl was a major owner of Quicksilver. But, but I mean, that mindset of like, <laughs> let's like, just stay in our lane. Like, this is where yeah. we're successful. Like you said, we've tried all these different scenarios and we've hired all these different people and it's not working out. Yeah. Like, well, honestly, it's crazy that, that, you know. Myself, right? Yeah. And, and the brands that I've worked for and competed against, right? It, you, you get that uh, mentality. Like, okay, we're a shoe brand. Right, yeah. stay in your lane. Stay in your fucking lane. Yeah, yeah. Like, and your surfboard brand. Can you make clothing? No, you fucking can't make yeah. clothing. Rusty did it for a, a little bit. A little bit. Not long. Yeah. Not long. Channel Islands could never tried, do it. Could never do it. Never yeah. do it. So it's it's weird, you yeah. know. And and footwear, right? Yeah. Nike is a footwear brand, and they kill it with Everything. their apparel. Vans is a footwear brand and they kill it with their apparel. DVS tried it. It's yeah. Didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. Super tried it. Yeah. It didn't happen. So it's like it's it's really selective of the success is selective and it's like But it comes back to design yes. distribution yeah, yes. like your angle like O'Neill wetsuits like, makes apparel. Like if yeah. Kind of, you know, so they did, and they did that one time. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they were pretty bad at apparel for a long time, and then Kelly actually turned that around. That yeah, he yeah. did. He he brought on designers, and he and he he didn't he didn't just go undermine the industry by five bucks or ten bucks. He started making super freak, and he had a team of of designers that were talented and and brought on key talent. That I mean, that's when O'Neill hit the mark was super freak. Yeah, you know, you know like that. They yeah. you have to stand for something, and yeah. innovation's everything. 
innovation is. For Rip Curl, innovation is everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's what we focus on, and, and that's and, what and differentiates us from a, an apparel brand. So we're not Ruka because we're Rip Curl. So yeah. we stay in our lane. You got, you got to, and innovation well, and is that, lane. that lane fits in for, you know, sandals or watches yeah. or anything that appeals to your customer base. 100%. That is going to be yeah. like, you guys have done a great job at yeah. like staying in your lane, but putting out. A really good board short because yeah. that's where but, that's your identity. Well, and, we, and we got but back the wet, to, but the, from a culture standpoint, we had to take care of we, we like even the way we took care of athletes. Like Tom Curran, when we when we got to the company, he didn't oh want to come God. to our, he didn't want to come to our office because he was just like, I get a bad vibe when I'm there. Like we didn't embrace her at the time before we got there. Like they didn't want to come near that building. Like it, Mick Fanny, when he Mick Fanny when he visited USA, he didn't want to come to the building. That's we had lots of things to fix. We had to fix toilet paper being ordered. Correctly, I mean, yeah. like that's how bad it was. I mean, it's wow. like, but but I mean, it was it was broken. What so, why the culture? I mean, just I mean, it was. I mean, that's a Sam kind of, that's a, that's a hey. joke. It's a I joke. Go, I don't go to the rip curl office because every time I leave, my ass hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, no, no, but I mean, like, but 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 we did, and like we had great people. Like I said, Dylan Slater, like it was Martin. I mean, uh, uh, Marty Thomas. You know, we we had believers. Yeah, from the top level is what you had to do. Well, and then we a, had to create trust with the retailer. We lost all the, tr the brand lost trust with all the killer retailers across the country. And our job was to regain their trust. That was Kelly's first, you know, 100 day, uh, I think it was a thousand day plan or a hundred day plan or I forget what a thousand, I think it was, but um, three years, basically. <laughs> 10,000 day it, plan. It, it was a three year plan. And it was really trust. 1,002. Building, building trust with the retailer was the first objective. Yeah. Product was the next. And was the number one and then trust. So, and then once we became, and then we got people that were believing. Yeah. So you got it in the USA. Like I said, the brand was great. Well, I wouldn't say you guys. And were, athletes believing. You want to ride for us. They want to be with us because they like us. Like they, they can feel like they have a home. And they, like Mick Fanny should come into our office and want to hang for like a couple of hours. Yeah. But this is good to hear from the inside perspective because from the outside, Rip Curl. A heritage brand. 100%. You, yeah. there, there's no shortage of content from Curran oh. or Fanning or it's any of the other, right like, you know, it's not like, right it's like just even back then, like you, you're oh, yeah. and we had heritage, events. heritage, Bell's, every, Bell's, you just Bell's had Beach. to like, yeah. Bell's Beach, Rip Curl, Grom Search. Oh yeah. yeah. Insane. I mean, but, oh, that's what I'm saying. To build on that stuff. Yeah. You're, you're kidding me. It's okay. insane. Before I forget. Yeah. Oh, uh, I was watching the Pipeline Masters when it was being broadcasted on the web, you know. Yeah, yeah. And the I'm watching yeah. and, and fucking Mick Fanning gets a barrel and is, you know, they pan to his mom. Oh, yeah, yeah. And and uh, and, and, and it's just like dramatic. Like Fanning had oh, to it's, get... Oh, with one minute left. One minute left. Yeah. I yeah. think it was... It was against... It was and, versus uh, uh, Nickel. Uh, what's his... Yeah, Nickel. And his and his brother just passed, I think. Yes, yes. one of them. Yes, like, yeah. yeah, yes. Yeah. And his mom was on the beach. And, and no, no, that was that was later. Oh, was it later? Yeah, that wasn't that. It event. was it was fucking nervous time. But it was he had to make yeah. it out of this. He had to make it out of this heat. And then uh, he just beat um, either Damian or CJ Hobgood in the another. He had a nail biter in the first round heat. So against CJ or Damian. So here's the, here's the vision CJ. in my head right now. He pulls into a barrel. It looks like he's done. He fucking comes out. Uh, his like he's so deep in the barrel, and you know how like board shorts come up in the leg. Yep. Because he's fucking sliding up on his leg. Yeah, sliding up on his leg because he's like yeah. pig dogging. 
And he comes out at the very end and yeah. he fucking raises his hands and he looks to the beach and they pan to the beach and guess who's on the beach <laughs> under a fucking tent with a towel wrapped around his head or a ball cap on his head with a yeah. t-shirt. Yeah, we and lost our minds. Paul Harvey. We lost our minds. It was so <laughs> fucking oh. awesome. I was like so psyched to yeah. see that happen, and then the the the, the VP of sales on the beach, fucking cheering on his his. Uh, well, I'll tell you something. Funny. His horse, you yeah. know, like oh, dear. and the mob too. I was like, oh my god, this is fucking awesome. I yelled. So I know that hard. guy. Yeah, yeah. I yelled. That's funny. You're story. a groupie, oh. Paul Harvey groupie over so, here. <laughs> so I'm a Paul Harvey groupie. <laughs> I will. I tell you a funny. I yelled so hard when he got that way because we were just like, you know, you're in the worst case scenario. You're with family, yeah. friends, mixed family, Waves wife, pumping. wife, I mean, VP of marketing, global, everybody, global. it's just your camp and it's just like, you're just going. Please. This is How many times yeah. does a wave come <laughs> at the buzzer? For the man, yeah. never it goes flat, and yeah. then you paddle in, and you go, ah, good heat, I lost. Uh, better we're luck. all like, Ugh. better luck next. And time. here it comes. And, and fun thing about about being there is like, you know, you guys know pipe. It you can see the set. You're like, it's coming, it's there, yeah. and it takes about a minute, and there's two minutes left, and it's it's, it's going to get here before before the clock strikes ten. It's going to be here, yeah. and it's not going to be a problem. And yeah. then here he goes, and it's just like it's so dramatic. You're, it's like. Something I never experienced before. I yelled so hard, I damn near passed out. I had a head rush. Like, <laughs> I seriously had to catch myself because I jumped up and I'm like, ah! We just went, oh my but that, gosh. But that, and it was so epic. And then you get to go hang with Mick and he's seriously the best human on the planet. And it's like a blessing to know the guy and get to know him over the the, you know, the years and, and golf with him and, and see him just, he's just such an inspiration of yeah. a dude. Yeah. And that, he's a classic he's such a good place act, now too. And he's, yeah, he's such a good place. Yeah, yeah. he's going to, Bought a house in San Clemente. He's his wife's from HB. You know, yeah. He's got he, a kid. he was. Yeah. Oh, he's taking COVID. The COVID. His kid. He's like the kid was gonna, yeah. you know, come see the parents over here. Yeah. And he, but how great was that? Oh, fucking, that was insane. That last minute, you just can't even believe it. And I was so honestly, dude. I, I will never forget this. I'm watching it live <laughs> on my computer, Man. and I'm like, holy shit, fucking, this is gnarly. And then that wave comes, and you know. All they of a sudden, under the tent. it goes. I wish I could have recorded it, and I'm sure I can find it again. <laughs> oh yeah, you will on YouTube or whatever. But to to see that happen, and I was just like, oh my god, yeah, how fucking psyched is Paul Harvey? <laughs> oh my gosh, you're nuts. Well, hey, but, but yeah, this is you don't know this. You don't know why I do that. This right? is a super fan over here, Larson. This is his. This could generate an Larson, extra like million in sales the next like quarter. You don't, you don't know why I do that, right? Can, I don't know. Can you explain <laughs> to do. me, Paula? Do you remember? I do. Do you remember the first time? I do. Tell us about it. We're in SEMA uh, down in Cabo, and who were you uh, working for? Then? I was working. I just signed. I just started working for Rip Girl, but I just left Rusty, and we were up for I think marketing campaign of the year or something, and it was like. Uh, this dude is on fire, and he's just like hammered. Yeah, of course, on Who was fire. Here? Linden, uh, LC <laughs> on fire, and uh, it's like, and uh, and for this year, the marketing campaigns of the year are all about surfing. Uh, Rust from Rusty, and he's like, pull, and it's quiet. You know, there's nobody. There's no no one's talking. We're just listening it's to the super quiet, and he just screams that out. And then I'm with I'm with Francois Payo, one of the f other owners of Rip Curl. 
I'm just meeting the guy from France. You just Fair started fact. working for. I just started. For, I worked. I, one. I worked. I started just, working for Work Pro in December left. of 2006. It was in May of 2006. I, I never told you the story. No. Yeah. So they're presenting. It's Wars for Rusty. Oh, everybody's it's hammered and partying. It's the industry. Yeah. yeah. It was. It was. And, and he just starts getting. And then so that was funny. So I was like, <laughs> okay, that makes sense. He knows that I. Those are my campaigns from Rusty that I ran. And so with my team. So. That was funny. So then it just he just went on a roll, and so it would be like, uh, "Women's swim brand of the Paul year Hardy. winner is Paul Hardy." I'd be like, "Bro," and then I'm like, he "Kelly Gibson, Francois Peo next to me." I'm just like, "I, I got nothing." I don't open toe footwear category. Uh, Lyndon, can you stop? That's yeah. it. awkward. Name. He actually, I kind of actually remember Paul Harvey looking back at me. He's like. You got to stop. Yeah, this is this but is it, getting. It was how, funny though. It how, was funny. How amazing was it? Though? It was funny. He does that. At, at the, I remember who got who got retailer of the year that, that year. San Diego. San Diego. And, and guess you, yeah, yeah. guess what? <laughs> Dave he, Nash. Uh, Dave, Dave, Dave Nash. Nash. Yeah. Goes to his uh to the podium. To the podium yeah. And he he says in his acceptance piece, he goes, you know, when they named out all those uh, great retailers and when. I thought they were going to say Paul Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> right? That was, that? I do remember that. Yeah. 100%. Oh, it was. Those are magical times, man. Like, yeah. I have to get back times. to those. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. Because the industry is magical. It is. And, and, and it's, it's, a, yeah. it's a ghetto boy network, yeah. and we need to keep it Hollywood. like that. No. In the beginning, we were, a while ago, we were talking about Late Night with Chalky Awards, Image Awards. Yeah. And we're going we're gonna to do that. I, I don't like know that. when. Like a, like a bit, like a very like kind of <laughs> small tasteful version of what like Stab and Sir, all the other brands are, yeah. our companies are doing, but we're yeah. gonna do it our way. I like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Hey man, fantasy <laughs> surfer and product yeah. review. We gotta take a pause. But awards, we can talk about competition. What's what's healthy? Well, about well, the the, 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 the best award though, the Academy Award <laughs> of of the Late Night with Chalky Awards. Is going to be the Paul Hardy award. <laughs> I've just decided. Paul just decided. <laughs> No, but and the Paul Harvey Achievement Award for no, 2022 no. is. But it's the a, reason, the reason, reason we have gets a free bicycle. But the reason we have these uh, awards, like the SEMA and and and. These, um, I don't, you know, surfer pole and you know, all celebrate of, our industry. It's to celebrate the industry. Hundred percent. It's health, our like culture. you said, healthy competition. Yeah. You know, but also, one brand can't carry the industry. No. Two brands we can't carry. We need them all. We need. We need everyone. Everybody to elevate and celebrate like what our passion is. Yeah, and that's and that's a, a key component to our success for sure. Is all the way we behave and our. You know, yeah, policies and our business practices. Like, yeah, we have to have the same rules. We can't just run rampant. This brand you know, X, Y, and, and Z are doing during recessions. Things people panic, and during you know COVID, people panic, and and, and we have to align. You know, yeah. which you know you don't want to be illegal about it, and we don't want to collude together. But you have to have somewhat fair business practices that are healthy to succeed because that's what we faced over the last yeah ten years. You know, if you ever. God, if, when I was, you know, call it 10 years ago, say, oh, guess what? Fast forward, Billabong, Ruka, Quicksilver, Roxy are all going to be owned by one hedge fund company. I'd be like, 
Bro, you're tripping. You must be at your goddamn Boy, you I'm crazy. What are you smoking? What are you doing? Pass me that thing over hey, here. Pinch <laughs> me. Give me some Pinch of that. me. My, my uh, and yeah. here we are. And, and unfortunately, it comes to failed business practices. And yeah. so, you know, Rip Curl, fortunately, uh, and other brands, we, we look at other brands, you know, like Vans. And, and, and uh, there's a lot of great brands mm-hmm. to look at. Yeah. And Ruka, I think, is a great brand. I mean, they, they've been disciplined. Yeah. For sure. Dude, this entire, their entire, you know, Pat's. Pretty yeah. damn smart. Pretty he damn does, smart. He protects and, the brand. And, and are, you know, and creative and unique. If you out of that portfolio, I mean, out of that house is hey. stable. I mean, that horse is that stable. Uh, <laughs> Ruka is definitely, RVCA is definitely, yeah, a stellar performing horse. <laughs> Killing it. <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, it, it does, like, you know, how we, how we survive and how yeah. we act is, and how we behave. We're all in this together. I mean, it, yeah. it sounds like... You know, are we going to do like, church? It sounds like a COVID slow, slogan, but we are. Right. We're all in this together. Yeah, yeah. If we all just bought a board short in a wetsuit, we'd all be in business. Just hold your breath for the rest of your life. You, we'll all get rid of COVID. But, uh, no, you think but, we're going to do trade shows? Like big yeah, shows? I think we'll get back there. Yeah. I think um, I think it's so needed right now. I mean, like, you know, we, we need our tribe to get together. We need our retailers to I mean, more than ever. I mean, we're, I mean, it's like, that's what, that's what we thrive on is yeah. our relationships and, I think, and getting I think together. And, have a- and you know, that's what's pretty unique is, is our brands. We are, we know everybody like that's, that's unique. Like, yeah. you know, other, other industries, they, they, you don't hang out. It's a rotating other. door yeah. of yeah. people coming out of college or jumping from one brand. And our industry does. I mean, it does. People do jump from brand to brand and stuff, but that's something we could do: late night with Chalky trade show. Yeah, yeah. At the Surf Ranch and have Rip Curl pay for it. Yeah, <gasps> and it's hey, just us three. Hey, by the way, I got a new, I got a new T-shirt for you for oh, for, really? the, for the ranch for the for the KS brand. Oh, I don't surf a lot, but when I do, I surf KS Surf Ranch. <laughs> it's good. I surf, I've surfed like five times, and two of the sessions have been at the ranch. <laughs> Killing. You've it. been there a couple times, right? Yeah, three times. You fucker! Oh man, I tell you, I, I I'm I I'm actually uh, a little jaded because I'm t- I don't want I do not have to fight for a wave. You just when, it's when yours. Did you go? It's yours. When did you go? In um, November, early November, I think it was. It was you... right before the winter storm that made it cold. It was beautiful. It was so. Wait, first, first time water. you ever went was when? Oh, first time was about two years ago. We went with the whole global rip curl team because we sponsored them a fleet of wetsuits. Like we sponsored them with all their suits. Well, that's rip right. curl wetsuits. Yeah. We do a collaboration with the ranch on their wetsuits, and um, yeah. who made that happen? Uh, Dylan Some, Slater. Dylan Slater did. He did, yeah. Little fucking. And then Ryan West the is ahead of our, our wetsuits as well, so he works with them directly. And yeah, we're going back. I think here in like May or something. So, nice. But I mean, I tell you what, that it's. Are you, you a know, C- I don't, Are you a CT two or three guy? You know what? <laughs> I go CT three every day of the week. Yeah. Just, I'm big. The barrels aren't big for me. I I'm, love CT three. I'm too big. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I want to be open face. I want to like just, but it's you want to rip wave, the wave and pull in. Yeah, at, at the end, time. if I fall, I don't care. Yeah, but that wave is incredible. It's so much fun, and and like I said, if you see anybody that goes there and comes away from a day there, it, they are like they had a baby, and they're glowing. Everyone's glowing. It's such a camaraderie thing. It's yeah. just off the charts. It's, and and I feel so blessed to be like experienced it three times because yeah, it's the best. Surf sessions I have every year. Every time I go there, it's crazy. It's, it's so insane. we didn't ask you where where has been your best surf trips. You know, 
Besides, oh, besides Tahiti, probably. Tahiti? I used to, yeah, Tahiti. I used to stay with a family there. Um, Jim Hogan turned me on to a family. Um, oh my gosh, Keto Hollisett. And so I'd stay with the Hollisett family. And Tahiti to me is it's the most beautiful place on the planet. And it's and now I, I don't know I'll go there because it's so heavy. I don't think I can surf the waves anymore because they're so gnarly. But back then I was in shape and I was young and I was yeah, I loved it. You know, I loved it. Are you talking chopu? Yeah, I surfed chopu, but not not gnarly chopu. Like I surfed perfect chopu, like five call it ten foot faces max. Perfect. Face, perfect. Like going in on a six foot face, like you know, taking off on a six foot face and then going to the TP barrel. Uh, and just the only thing you could do was go too fast and yeah. miss the barrel. Yeah. And it was like, and then they went fishing out the back and they caught, <laughs> I think, Yellowtail or Bonita. They caught Bonita. And then they sliced it up on, and all these groms were on the boat. And we had like this little, I don't know, we had like six surfers and two fishermen. And they carved it up on the on the boat and put you know, lemon all over it. And it was like a freaking mountain of sushi. And they have beers on ice, and it's just served three hours of just getting crystal clear barrels in Chopu. Not scared, like that wasn't heavy. Yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah. And so it was like the best day of my life. And then these kids are so stupid. They don't even like, so they just jump. We go like another little uh, pass. Little pass. Yeah, yeah. little reef pass. And they jump out. I'm like, oh, God, no, this is just for us. Like, me and my buddy Greg Velasquez was like we were on the boat and then they all jumped off and they went surfing and we're like with the fishermen we're like sitting there going this is all for just us four and yeah. we're sitting there drinking beers looking at those islands it was it's the most amazing place it's and the people postcard are, perfect oh, postcard perfect yeah it's crazy you're pitching yourself and, and that I'm way, going I can't even believe I'm here yeah this is happening it's Have you surreal been to the multiple too yeah tell us rip about girl. that yeah rip girl been uh, that's another fortunate. Uh, Paid for trips where uh, we had some awesome. We had two amazing uh, mentalized trips on the on the Rip Crow boat, and that's a two weeks. I mean, two weeks on the on the ocean and just going spot to spot. And you you think macaroni's? It, hey, macaroni's is amazing, but there's so many other amazing ways. There's a lot and of good just ways. Incredible times. I almost killed myself on on one of them. I got so amped up, I jumped off the top of the boat and tried to do a one and a half flip and face planted and almost blew up my eye but that was right when i got there i was just a little amped triple indie i can i, I, I can vision that indie. i can yeah. well because it got wet and we just kept going up and we we're just so amped and to slipped be there. and then just 36 from i monitor from spot leaving your house to getting on that boat it's 36 hours yeah it's crazy it's pretty heavy it's pretty heavy but when you're there i mean we yeah. were we were you to forget that our sort of sitting in the plane and travel oh, planes yeah. trains and automobiles pretty much but yeah, but we're with a bunch of you know global rip curl guys that are ap- epic. What, what boat? Indy three? No, no, it's the Pelagic? it's no. What, I don't even know what the name. It's it was um, it's the owners the owners boat from rip curl. I forget. Oh the, shit! Yeah, wow. yeah, they owned a boat Ooh, for whoa. years. It sunk, but they got a new one. <laughs> oh, our friend was up that the, boat. the Neptune. No, no, it was what, what, I can't Neptune. believe it. Kitchen. Was, J- J- yeah, Lewis. what was it called? There's so many good ones. Yeah, but, uh, but but yeah, the owners had a boat, and and so we used to. I mean, we had we had we had global meetings on there. So I got invited at last second to go on a boat, and um, you're out there for almost two weeks, 
and we just are scoring. I mean, all alone stuff. Hospitality, the oh, food. The, the, oh, yeah. The, the, poker the, the poker at night. night. Yeah, oh. that's it, dude. I mean. The, 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 yeah. the eating of moths and bugs for dollars. <laughs> you know, oh, wait, you didn't yeah. do that? This guy over here, no, no. our Filipino yeah. friend over here. Yeah. On the way Lockie, out to. Uh, Lockie gave him 100 bucks, and then about 10 of us. All chipped in. I'll all, give you 20 bucks. I'll give you 20 bucks. Yeah. This guy walked with like 300 plus dollars to eat I, a. On the way. The boat ride from, what is it, Padang? Was it Padang? Yeah. To the Mentwise. The 10 hour. Yep. The, the, oh, that yeah. night. Yep. We're, we're, the big pass. We're the, playing, the, you're playing poker. poker usually. Or, or no. You're playing poker, okay. We're playing poker before we went to bed. Yeah. It was on the, on the way out. Yep. Um, playing poker. And all of a sudden, this fucking moth the size of my hand. No, open we hand. were not. We were, wasn't the crossing. We were camped out at a, oh, we in were? a cove. Yeah, oh, because cove. okay, because that's where I almost killed myself. Because of the bugs, and we were sitting outside, and we had kind of the thing, and it just because of the lights of the bugs. Oh, all of a sudden, a, no, like out. all of a sudden, we were like the lights came on, so the bugs come. Oh, yeah, they're yeah, freaking yeah. everywhere. So this moth, this huge fucking moth, the, the size, size of my hand. hand. Yeah, yeah. I, like I, a hummingbird, I, maybe I bigger. Like a hummingbird, small, but. I turned around, grabbed it, and I scared Lockie with it. And he's like, you fucker, what are you doing? Get that away from me. And he's like, I'll give you 20 bucks to eat it. I'm like, this thing's huge. It was huge. I'm not going to eat it for 20 bucks. And then everyone's like, I'll give you 20, I'll give you 20, I'll give you 20, I'll give you 20. And they all pitched in. And I don't know how much it was. But I fucking said, what? You guys are all going to give me money? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, yeah, do it, do it. You ate the moth, the giant I moth. Ate the a moth giant moth, and it tastes like chicken. <laughs> <laughs> did you dip in anything? Did you no. dip? In some, uh, did you choke it up? Did you beer, eat? That's funny because that's but, like, but I, I had poker money hey, for the when, whole week. Yeah, when I did uh, the the uh, the belly flop in the at the koi pond in Orlando was that whole scenario. Oh shit! At Rangetsu. At Rangetsu, yeah, yeah. It started with a. It started with one little bet. And then it, everyone jumped on, and next thing you know, it's five hundred dollars. And I'm like, "Well, five hundred dollars is a lot of money." Yeah, that's a lot of money. I like five hundred dollars in cash. Yeah, on the side, on the side. Yeah, like just not no tax. But also just the the fact that you're you're stepping up and, and owning it, and I'm going to do it. You've been to Rangetsu in Orlando? No, it was at Surf gone. Expo. Yeah, it was, yeah. A, it was a sushi restaurant, and they had these Asian drummers at a stage, and they had a koi these giant koi ponds, and. Uh, and uh, the the, uh, the drummers would perform in front of this giant part of the koi pond, and and all the restaurants looking out at the drummers, and um, yeah, they started. Kelly Gibson's, I think, pretty much Kelly Gibson started it with, "I'll bet you a hundred bucks you won't go belly flop in that koi pond." I'm like, I'm not gonna belly flop. It's 11 p.m. at night. Your boss, my boss. Yeah, yeah, he'll deny it, but it, I'm pretty sure that's how it started. Instigator. And uh, then Dylan Slater's like, I got a hundred. And then Rick Peters, I got a hundred. And then next, uh, Tim from Maui Nicks was like, I got a hundred. And then we had, who else? We had some other retailers there. To, and then next, and Mary Miller was in for a hundred. And next, next thing I know, it's a $500. I'm like, okay, let me go assess this thing out. It's yeah. Like, we're about to wrap this. I just paid the bill for the dinner. I walked down the street. It's a band's party going on. I got Mike Patzel there. I'll walk down with me and I'm looking at it. It's dark. You can't see a thing. I'm like, this could be dangerous. I don't even know what's under there. Like it's a pond, but there, who knows? There could be a stick. There could be a night. I'm just like, ah, I'm not doing it. In my head, I'm like, 
Yeah. You had doubts? I, oh, I did for a second. And then Mike Patzo goes, you were never doing it. And I gave him my wallet and my cell phone. I go, bullshit. And I just went back and went, duh, 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 duh. and this girl from Vans filmed it. Um, she's like, oh my God. And so, and I just went and did it. I just went and it was like a solid four foot belly flop. Uh, it's like four feet up on this dock into the koi pond, looking over the whole restaurant. This is one of the best accomplishments of my life. Were there people outside? Uh, yeah, there was people because there was like live music or something the, outside. The music was still going yeah, on. The music was still going on. But these drummers were in this Asian performance, they weren't even looking at me. They were just looking at the people in the restaurant. Yeah. You know? And there's a solid, call it 50 table, uh, 50 people you know, eating. And so <laughs> I did the belly flop and I was so happy I didn't get like speared or anything. I'm like, I pulled that off perfectly. And I come up and I'm like, yeah. And I look back at the, everyone in the restaurant and they're like, holy crap. And they stand in ovation. Wah! I was like, yes. I pulled it off. I got 500 bucks. I got up. The guy comes running. I thought for sure I'm getting kicked out of the restaurant. And this guy comes running down and I grab him. I act like I'm going to pull him into the koi pond. And so he went running back. Not one person even talked to me from the restaurant about yeah. doing it. So, so I get out. You got a standing ovation. I had a standing ovation. It was incredible. But the whole rip curl table was through the moon. And so um, I take my shirt off. They give me a Vans free t-shirt. So I put a clean t-shirt on. And I get my wallet, my cell phone. And we we seriously leave. Like I, get my, I, ca I collect my money like right on the spot. I'm like, give me my hundred, give me my hundred, give me my hundred. Like, I didn't do that for free. And people are just losing their mind. It was pretty funny. And it's, then it's shit like that that makes it was you legendary though. It was pretty fun. Right? It's pretty fun. I'm just glad all, I didn't, all I, the I, buyers I and owners oh. of shops are like oh. Paul Harvey. Went, went across the street, <laughs> went up to my hotel room. It took me like seriously 10 minutes to get to my hotel room, take a shower, put new clothes on. I was downstairs at the bar with 550 bucks in my pocket. Yeah. And that's right. That's how we do it. Time to rage. And everyone's like, what'd you do? Everyone was going nuts. Everyone was just Already in a good mood because it's a trade show. And yeah, that was that was one where yeah, I stepped up to the plate and pulled it off. I just looked back and go, man, I'm so glad I didn't get speared by like some thing in the water. Like yeah. just chopstick. But but uh but yeah, it was it was a pretty good moment. And then um yeah, I went back there and, and uh it was funny. Dylan Dylan Slater and I went back there and had dinner a year later, or maybe it was six months later for a trade show. And and we're like, oh, there are all these nets over the koi pond. And we're like, what's why works with all the nets? Oh, some drunk guy uh, jumped in the koi pond. Trying to eat the koi. And, and, and so Dylan and Dylan are like, well, what happened? He was like, what did he, was he doing? He goes, oh, I don't know. But I suppose he stunk really bad when he came out of there. He was on acid. <laughs> he was stunk really bad. And so... We were dying as we ate, <laughs> and then it closed after, like I guess a, couple, I know, that, a year that later. Place, which is sad. That place was rocked. That place was so freaking. Oh, it was. The, it was. It great. was our hub. Yeah, it was the hub. Surf Expo. There and what was that other place? Uh, There's a lot of good restaurants there, like the steakhouses and stuff that that are pretty epic and. Yeah, Moonfish. Yeah, Moonfish. Yeah, yeah. yeah everyone just goes out yeah. and wines and dines. That's the only place. I mean. Aside from... Oh, what's the place where they always get live music? That What's it called? Um, what's the one joint that, that always has that one yeah, band? Yeah, yeah. Where, where all the bands play. Yeah. God, what was that place called? I forget, but it, it was like... Um, Universal City or whatever. Yeah, it's, uh, I forget. But anyways, yeah, it's it's a fun... I, hey, Surf Expo is an incredible trade show. Hopefully you, it happens You know, again. because every retailer from the entire East Coast goes there. That's what's yeah. really cool. Even some it. West Coast guys. Oh, West Coast, yeah. Of course, yeah. Jax goes there. 
You know, everyone goes there. People yeah. from whole, uh, high tech from Maui goes yeah. there. I mean, HIC goes there. Yeah. I mean, that's not the it's last a, it was the That's last... like going to Europe for us. They go to... It, they go to it takes a long time for them to get yeah. there. It, it's, it was a lot, you know... Kim Ball I'd go there, there yeah. and, and, and go, why are these people... It's the last surf show. Yeah. You know, because there's yeah. no more... They, they're still trying to have the trade show. They just had it in January. I know. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's how dedicated they are to having this trade show. And it's just, you know, hey, we'll get there soon enough, but... It's not the right time right now. No, not yet. Yeah. Soon enough. Soon enough. So, what is Paul Harvey riding these days? What kind of board do you ride? <laughs> well, I'm trying to ride other boards, but I ride the Firewire uh, Seaside every session because it's magic board. What, what do you ride it with? Quad or? I ride the quad. Thing? I ride the quad as a quad. As Rob Machado designed it, I read it as a quad. It doesn't surf like a quad. Well, it actually surfs like a quad, I guess. I never like quads until, but this is, it, it rides almost like a thousand. What size thruster, is it? 6'1". They don't make any bigger, which I'm glad because I'd probably get the bigger one, but I don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> they only make a 6'1", but it, I mean, it is, it's the most incredible board with speed. I yeah. Mean, and it's front footed, I seaside. think it helps me. Seaside. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it, the, the front, it, I like to surf. The first part of a wave, sort of front foot pressure, like when I want to go down the line, if I want to beat a section, I I, I want to I don't being on the tail doesn't that's doesn't not, get I, you there. I, it, in my head it doesn't yeah, work. Yeah. Like tail surfing is when you're in the pocket, yeah, and you're not when you're bottom down turning the line. and yeah. hitting the lip, yeah, yeah. So so certain boards don't work for me when they're when they have a lot of rocker or anything like that. But like the that's your go to board for yeah, absolutely most conditions. Said, yeah, because I I surf uppers a lot and I surf you know uh, creek and um, but uppers is you know it's, it's it's kind of a soft wave and that wave but that board it, it works in all conditions I surfed Oceanside Harbor a week ago it surfs it's so insane it paddles good I'm yeah. I'm front fat heavy so when I paddle it, it works yeah I can catch waves because that's everything you gotta catch waves first. you've been riding that board for a while now yeah right? almost three years whenever it came out I kind of looked at it and went oh my gosh I think this is like that the board that is designed for me yeah I'm 235 pounds I'm 6'3 yeah and I ride boy. and I can ride a 6'1 I never how, thought in a million years how, I used to ride 6'8s six and 6'6s six yeah how good does uh, the CI fish beard look that's I don't want to get negative but I had one I didn't, you did it didn't work but it was it was it was uh, it wasn't a um it was a poly model. It didn't. It didn't have pop. Okay. What size? I think it was a six four. So you got a bigger six three or six four? Yeah, it was like six three or six four. But I, I just, I don't think it was. I just don't think it was. Um, it was. I think it was a dud. It wasn't the. It wasn't the model. Okay. I think for some reason it was really heavy. It was actually heavy. Okay. The board was heavy and it was glass. So it was a regular foam board. Yeah, it was a regular foam board. Okay. It didn't have. And you're used to. Oh yeah, you get that. You get that. Yeah, you get that epoxy. You get that EPS epoxy, and that is nuts. It's like a surfboard with steroids. Those boards look fucking. They look insane. That's why I got one. From Rich, Rich from CI, he's the man. Oh, okay. The flat Earth. I haven't got that one yet. But I got the dozer. I mean, uh, the gla glazer. Glazer. I rode that at, at the ranch. That thing. Think? I liked it. Yeah. But not as good as. But but still, it's pretty sick. But um, nothing like the seaside. Seaside's been the go-to. If you want to, if you want to 
fly, it flies. If you want to slow down, it slows down. Yeah. But it's got gears. It's like a damn Porsche or something. I mean, call it, it goes faster than any board I've ever had. It's yeah. like, if you want to make a section, like I, I never think I can not make a section. It's so insane. Yeah. It's got I'm, so I'm much I'm kind of intrigued by the fish beard and I'm intrigued because I'm loyal to Tim Stamps. That's all I write. Yeah, yeah. Right? Tim's the band. And I, I, I've, I've seen a couple people get the fish beard and I'm like, fuck, that board looks good. Yeah. I saw Gadowska's uh, ride it. Parker Coffin too. Yeah. Like oh, those guys they make it look kill, That's why I got one because yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I want to surf like that and I yeah. will if I get that board. Yeah. <laughs> Marketing 101. 100%. Uh, but the, the flat earth looks really fucking intriguing. Yeah, too. I've already got friends because Pasha's my boy. They already got, got, you know when a board's hot, a model's hot, they're like, I've already got three texts. Can you get me one of these? Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, that thing looks pretty sick. It looks... It's not for me, I don't think, but I think it's sick. Yeah. You know... But it's, but it's innovation. It's like, they, they're putting out stuff that's exciting. And then Lost is too. I think Lost's got a ton of models that are incredible. Like Mason, yeah. when he... Mason's so good at like putting out different Let's boards. talk about your uh, your roster right now. Pretty sick. The Rip Curl roster. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. You brought up Mason. He is ultimately... One of the fucking coolest dudes, yeah, in the surf. Parented game. well, parented very well. Oh my gosh! Yeah, him and Coco. Him and Coco, yeah. super. You know, they just seem like model citizens, and and it's real, incredible. Like, and it's not fake. It's you know, real. Yeah, that's how they really are. Like, yeah. that's what's radical. Like, they they really are. Okay, we had um, Logan, Julie, uh, Julian. The guy that made Snap, uh-huh. and uh, you know he he's he makes movies and um, he posts a lot of uh, Mason Ho surfing and they they filmed the best footage I've ever seen at Palm Springs. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. surf yeah, club. Yeah. Surf club, yeah, is is him because that wave's not easy oh. to ride. Like that's a tough wave to ride, and he makes it look like. I surf that wave. It's hard. No, oh, I'm not even going there. It was there. so short, like it's so tight. The way so top to bottom. Yeah, dude. It's the so way. it's so top to bottom and such. It's no, I, it's small. It's not a big wave. No, it's not a big wave, yeah. but it's like perfect. But it's short, and and uh, it, it freaking it. You have to be a wizard. Was able to like to like dial that wave in, yeah. And that dude dialed that wave. Mason dialed that wave in in like two seconds. And the way that like he surfs that wave, like no one can surf that wave or show their personality and style, like like he does at that place. Yeah, yeah. The, he, the, he, the, the, yeah. the laid back, the the hand on the tail in the barrel. Yeah, you know that, and then the fucking um, fins first. Oh yeah. Take off and then shove it to the barrel. Oh my gosh, dude! No, he's just playing around. He's just he's just having. I mean, he's the, the typical the, the fun factor with him is everything he does on land or in the water is fun based. Even if it's giant freaking Waimea or pipe, he's you, he's ridiculously having fun. Yeah. Like it's like he looks he's toying. He's he's relaxed and toying with waves that are like. So you're his boss, kinda, right? No, I'm not. No. You're kind of his boss. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> We're gonna say you're you're his boss. You're everybody. No. You gotta tell you gotta tell Mason he's gotta be on the late night with Chalky podcast. Okay. Yeah, I can definitely give him. A, I'll text him. <laughs> All right. I know. I'm not. Let's talk not his about boss. He's, he's scrubber. He's actually. A, oh gosh, right. I mean, that's just the, the, our, our global marketing team is insane. And it's been fortunate. I've been fortunate to get to know Neil Ridgeway and the whole crew over there. Brian, I mean, uh, they're they're just. They're, I've heard the name of Neil Ridgeway. Who's Neil? Oh, Ridgeway? yeah, you know. Yeah, he's our he's our head of global marketing. Okay. But you know, we we've, we've we were, like I said, the the difference between 2006 and now is like the the chemistry between all of our um, different regions. Yeah. No regions of Europe, Australia. You know, North America, we're we're so in line. Like we just see eye to eye, and the, the way they're, you know, the way they're creative. They they run the creative, and it's pretty, it's impressive, and it's insane. And obviously, Dylan Slater was a head of marketing before he moved in his president role. Yeah. Um, current president role, so he's got a big voice globally. So you know, we just focus. We want these guys stoked. You know, and and they are. I feel like they are. I feel like they're stoked to ride for Rip Curl. There's and it shows in how they perform and it shows them what they the content they're presenting you know, that they're creating. You know, yeah. Between Connor Coffin and Crosby now. Crosby's on fire. Crosby's on fire. We just fire. re-signed him and then, you know, Mason, we you know, Dylan was a big part of signing him. Um, you know, whatever it was, four years ago and and putting him on a global stage and, and Rip Curl's got a lot of power, you know, like they help athletes promote them like they, you know he yeah. was with lost but he's but but exact but mason's doing it on himself too he's producing every other day i feel like i'm watching some new content from him it's insane it's and, it's and then great... mick mick's gone to another level but they're just like i said owen we, bethany yeah tyler wright yeah it goes on and on aaron brooks oh my gosh i mean we got this girl She's Aaron. Brooks. we just signed her again just, right just, gonna, we just signed yeah her. yeah we signed her yeah. and i mean i'm gonna quit surfing yeah, because of her. But the, it's she's interesting we talk about like she's better than everybody. How <laughs> instrumental like they are to like the surf, but how much content they put out themselves versus you know yeah, just the yeah. dynamic of yeah. where we're at now. Versus, they have to be a brand themselves. They have to yeah. be the brand themselves. Age. Yeah. Well, that's the uh, thing too that we've been talking about mm-hmm. lately with with our guests is how different the environment and the business environment. Landscape, because you know, there's no magazines. No, nope, right? There's no, you know, yeah, it's changed. Marketing's changed more in the last five to ten years than any other industry, like ever. Yeah, I feel like, like no magazines, no, when I was a competitive marketing director at Rusty, I mean, my gosh, it was all print, print, print. Yeah, that's pretty straightforward. It's pretty. Easy. And you're only, and the only now it's feedback you're getting is that's yeah. like archaic, and like now it's it's on another level. But you, you know? can't, you you know, you track the data, like okay, well, how many magazines did they print, and where were they like sold, yeah. and whatever. You get that yeah. like feedback, but now it's like you get those impressions, like, well. Mason just dropped something and he's got 200,000 like views. And then, you know, Aaron just dropped something. She's got 78,000, you know, like then it all starts computing like right then and there in real life time. It's crazy. crazy. And if you guys put out something and you're like, hey, athletes, we need you to repost this because it's something that, you know, product you guys are pushing or a campaign. And then now and then you Tom got the current and then the, and then the globe's doing this Tom Kern thing you just let off with. I mean, that thing's got 700,000 views already. That's it? <laughs> no, well, well, that was as of two days ago. So maybe free it's scrubber. More, free scrubber. Oh my god! I mean, and, and so that good. Was, and and you know, hey, that's our. Let's head look. Of our I'm gonna, you guys keep talking. He is, and how good was that? 
amazing. I mean, the the creative direction of it with, you know, letting him be Tom and being loose. And we talk about the personality aspect of it. But, you know, the waves, it's a killer point break. And yeah. his style, and that just is a perfect... That wave is perfect. That's a perfect... Yeah. Back, you know, backdrop. Like backdrop and canvas for Tom. You know, you got that. He's just so fluid and styly. But still, the, and still ripping. But the, like insane. the drone view was unique but very like mesmerizing like because of the water and the angle i was yeah. just like very, crazy. very yeah. yeah very yeah. artistic uh, yeah it's crazy. Tom's 57 yes yeah wow yeah and he's and he, he's over there like fixing boards and reapplying traction and playing music <laughs> on the beach i mean it was so creative i mean it was so refreshing i, mean, I have to say refreshing that, is it's a good... ref it is refreshing because it's like Back to that whole thing, like old surf movies used to be super bizarre. Kelly's still going to be on tour at 57. I'll never forget watching like Cosmic <laughs> Children. Yeah. Surf, the name of the movie was called Cosmic Children. Cosmic like, Children, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When, like, and yeah. it was like random weird stuff. Yeah. I mean, like on top of watching surfing. Yeah. Like, it was like, you it, get like 10 minutes of fucking acid. I, true. Yeah. <laughs> but but, but this is what's fun. And same with, uh, we, we had like an incredible. Um, reviews from uh, Postcard from Morris. Yeah, I mean that. Oh, that was great. That was insane too. Yeah. It was like yeah. so. We're using this time to like we're not we're we're, we're actually well, you know we're putting the pedal to the metal. But our, our whole team, global team, so they're not getting lazy. They're just going, hey, that's an opportunity to well, expose you know put on another. But we've talked content. about the industry not being authentic. Within like the people running it and seeing the vision of what is what resonates and and, and protecting that her that heritage and that history. Yeah, you know, and you guys have yeah. done a great job yeah. of embracing Tom throughout, and Billabong's done it with Aki. Hundred percent. You know, there's there's been brands that have supported. Yeah. But I think it's not. You know, it needs to. You know, we need to hold on to those people that have changed the face of the sport. Yeah. For that, whether they ran it for a few years to a decade or long, you know, like there's got to be a little bit more protection and support for those those athletes that have really contributed to yeah. the surf culture and the sport. And look at this. Tom's 57 and he's still relevant and still inspiring. And whether you're an old crusty that, that was your favorite surfer or these next generation, who's... Who's Tom Curran? You know, yeah. that should never be like, who's Tom Curran to the next generation of a 10 or 12 year old. They should be like, oh, everybody knows Tom. You know, like yeah. that. Well, and to your point, I think Kelly Slater's getting inspired by Tom Curran. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, like. Definitely. Like, come on. Or Jerry Lopez I mean, and all I, these and guys. And maybe Tom Curran's getting inspired by Kelly Slater. But like, I mean, like both. It goes both ways. I mean, Michael Ho. Yeah. Dude. Derek Ho. No. Rest in peace. Yeah. yeah. Dude, Derek was getting the gnarliest bombs the last two winners. I yeah. was like that, blown away. Like that I'm like, tribute that Mason, oh, the you video. don't surf pipe when you're old. Like that's just it goes. You're slow. You get yeah. slower. No, no, no. That, just that, just that, go. That one, that one uh, wave that he gets, and he almost falls. Mm. He does a layback almost in the barrel. So yeah, heavy. and makes it. And the lip wants to hit him in the head. Oh yeah. And he just grazes it and just kind of flows with it. Not even like not doesn't even panic. Yeah. No worries. Nope. Just I got. I this. got this. I mean, 
Abraham. He's been there a million times. I mean, it, it, true. <laughs> but, but I mean, it's so inspirational because you know, historically in sports, I mean, Tom Brady is is showing in football like what never thought could be done because you lose your arm. But like yeah. surfing, you, think you just win? wrap it up. Uh, if they don't win, I'm going to. <laughs> bash my head against the wall, but yeah, that's not bucks. They're they're gonna win. Yeah. But, but I think, I think it's gonna be a defense. Win, the defense yeah. is gonna take uh, it. Somebody told me it's only a three point. Yeah, three and a half. Three point. Yeah, I think it's three and a half. It's either for KC. Yeah, it's like three and a half or three. So it's it's a toss up. It's a toss up. Yeah, and I think though, the momentum. Right. Oh, come on. Is on, on his side. side of the yeah. Drop. So we'll, we'll switch hey, to football hey, real quick. This for is coming out way after Super Bowl. I don't think this is past tense. You guys. Okay, so, so perfect. So perfect. <laughs> I, I will say. So that before, we'll find out what happens. But here's here's the thing. If you, I did hear something yesterday because I'm a massive Bucks fan, given my heritage. <laughs> Um, Yo, if you, hey, no, but I like what the New Orleans Saints coach said about the Bucks. So be careful of what the path of the Bucks just went through. Yeah, they beat Washington at Washington, they beat New Orleans at New Orleans, and they beat Green Bay at Green Bay. And they're coming in firing hot with confidence, and confidence is everything in sports. Well, yeah, that that is be able to perform at another it's, another at home another home court is. I mean, and they're, now they're on at home fire. Court. Oh, bro, and they got the goat. That's the call. Mahomes is going to be the goat yeah. probably, but. Right now, Tom yeah. Brady's the goat, and uh, so, anyways, yeah, uh, a, a talent, talent, talent matters, and leaders matter. They, yeah. Look at him, Tom Brady. Can we get it, back to Tom, Tom Brady? Brady. Dude, screw Tom Brady. Let's get back. Let's to go Tom back to Brady. Tom Curran. So back to that whole inspiration. Yeah, yeah, it inspires all of us. I mean, I'm 52, and I'm just like, I honestly, yeah. it's surfing's hard. It is. It's hard. It's the hardest sport there is. Yeah. Mother Nature doesn't give you a break. <laughs> it doesn't say, Polly, you're funny. You've been a good dad. You know, your, your daughters are doing great. You yeah, we're going to see you roll in Drinking coffee no. with them in the morning and, and singing to them and making breakfast. Mother Nature will throw an eight wave set on your head. No problem. This is oh freaking. Here, all that beer drinking you've been doing? Yeah, drink. Have some more tomorrow. Yeah. And you're just drowning, just going, why did I do? Why am I not healthy now? And it, seeing these guys do what they do, I'm just like, I guess I got to get. Back in shape, so I can do it. So I can start getting shacked again. So like, was Tom down there for like a period of time? It's not like he oh, just went yeah, for like for a sure. little. Like he yeah. he was down there. Like, I didn't know that we're going to send a, a team down there and just try to. Get that was something. a great movie. Yeah, it was insane. Lee Scrubber. It was fun. Fresh. Blakey. Yeah, Ron Blakey. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, they hired the right guys. They. I don't even know. We were just are. talking about Joe Trapel, like his little commentating on him <laughs> oh, going straight. straight. <laughs> How creative was that? So good. Uh, was that the best? So I mean, so it's so, so fun. It's so, it's so fun. It's fun and fun and 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 because we've fun. got a little too serious in the last ten years. Yeah. Oh. Well, that is, life is too serious. Yeah. Well, for sure, and and that I think that's every sport, and I, I mean, I'm I'm big in the snowboard world. You know that I I participate in the sport. I did work for some brands, but the marketing and everything that the brands were pushing for for a good decade was just extreme extreme and high cal you know like it wasn't pushing like gymnastics it, are you talking surf or everything everything it's even all all of them and i think even like you watch some of the guys skating that have been pros for a long time and now they're doing like you know rail slappies and wall climbs and being a little bit not so i got to put out this 15 well he put out a 15 stair drop i got to do an 18 you know yeah, like yeah, it yeah. wasn't just 
Guys are finding their Keeping own. Keeping up with the Joneses kind of market. For sure. Yeah. And that in all sports, all action sports kind of fell into that trap. And yeah. now it's like it's like Justin Mulford. You watch this? Oh, uh, it's cool. Bro. Oh God. I mean, come on. Motocross. I'm not I don't that give a gnarly. shit about motocross, but I love watching Justin Mulford. Because he's finding a niche and bro, he's it's being cre- creative. It's unique. It's so creative. creative. It's, bro, it's like I, and you know the spot too. Like it's like Yeah. yeah. It's an HP. And it's just and it's and, uh, immense. Here. And it's so exciting to watch. And it's like, but, it's off the yeah, chart. Yeah, that was bananas. Bananas. And, 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 and I think, and, and, and it's like a damn evil Knievel, but. <laughs> yeah. But the, you know, I think there's there's two sides of what's happening with the social media push and how available yeah. everything is. One, you got to step up your game, you know, or you're, you're out. It's really easy to be yeah. like, yeah, you know. So you got to be super creative. Yeah. And you got to put out a lot of good content. And a it lot. takes work and dedication. Or you got to just. You got to do that, but have, you know, you don't have to be extreme. You could do that and have fun, you know, yeah. like and we were just talking about Mason. He's oh. got the best of both. He does both. J-O-B, he's extreme, but yet he's fun, you know, like, so yeah. you got guys that, you know, follow that kind of. Cole, I mean, Cole Rothman, you got, you got all these guys that are doing yeah. stuff. I mean, gosh, Nathan Florence, I'm sorry. I'm more excited to watch Nathan Florence than I am John John Florence. With the shit he's been doing this winter. It's yeah. crazy. He's like, I'm like, hey, sorry, I'll, I'll take that back. Yeah, I was <laughs> just going to say. John yeah. mental. But what, uh, what Nathan Florence has done, Yeah, I mean, he's to, to, brought you into his world. And you're, tr- I'm personally just going, I can't, I, I'm just going, to, I can't wait to watch this. He's going to show me yeah. what it's like to take a 50-footer on the head at Jaws. Yeah. And Healy and all these guys are doing the same thing, but yeah. it's uh, it's yeah. it's like to be it's in this uncomprehendable sh- experience with their to experience. be in the shadow of John. Inconceivable. John. It, <laughs> I mean, it is like I'm just sitting there going like when, but I to mean, be in the shadow of John John, yeah, has got to be tough. hundred percent. To be able yeah. to you know have your own identity and be able to like yeah. make make some a name for yourself and, and going, play, I mean, come on. going back to has uh, done a yeah he's done a great job. I mean, he's got personality he's, and he's got his own identity I'll, on I'll, separate from. John John. Yeah. Which is insane. Insane. And he's authentic. And that's everything. Yeah. Like authenticity rules. And so he's a little he lays he's not he lays John it John. out there he's a little own, bit more open face and John John's a little bit more reserved. But when they're on the you know, like the, the oh, way and they got know. style. And yeah. it, I mean at the same time, John I mean, John obviously is through the moon. He's like I I, I saw a thing with Mick and um Ross Williams and, yeah. and yeah, I'm sorry, but John's doing stuff in surfing that no one's ever done before. Um, For sure, yeah. No, you can you can see he has to wait. No, yeah. I don't have to wait anything. That so, dude is doing stuff on waves, and the size that he does it on is nothing we've seen before. It's crazy. So, I love it. I so, love watching. It's 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 crazy that we. Um, We've lost magazines. We've oh, lost no, it's certain Sucks. different things. We lost trade We lost yeah. ASR. Yeah. yeah. But we gained other things. Like this content blocks. we're getting. Yeah. And I thought we did the show because we don't see everybody at ASR and Agenda and Expo anymore. Oh, in the, in the mix. <laughs> I feel but, bad. I, I do. It's a sad story that ASRs are gone because that was those, those trade shows were insane. They were fun. They were so much fun. They were fun. High school reunion, but it, but it's, <laughs> but it's just it is what it is. It progr- you know, we all have to adapt or die. You know, it's 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 gone. It's all good. We we can f- remember it and and cheers to it because it was a blast. But yeah, it, it was a good run. Yeah, it was an insane <laughs> run. I mean, gosh, it'll like, be that, back. It was so much fun somehow. Yeah. in a little bit way. 
in a little way. It could be yeah. a little spinoff and different, but it, yeah, it'll late night. I, no, I think, I think, no, I think no, I think rep shows. I think the East Coast, the East Ooh. Coast, like Action Expo, late sponsored. night, late night chalky seltzer and and booze and tequila and vodka. No, it's, it's, no. it's late night with chalky trade show, sponsored by Action Expo. <laughs> Ashlyn Hard Seltzer. Yes. And Rip Curl Wetsuits. Yes. Yeah. Paul well, Harvey. No. Paul Harvey! <laughs> uh, we're going to have to ask that guy to leave. We would go to the Laker games and he would be doing that every five minutes. But I wouldn't say Paul Harvey. No. I'd say Pee Pee Caca. Pee Pee Caca. Pee Pee Caca. At the top of his lungs for the entire. <laughs> Three-hour game, and people would be like, "Oh my gosh, what?" A it was funny the first what couple times. Pee pee caca, and everyone start laughing, yeah. <laughs> laughing at you. At me? Yeah, yeah, not with, <laughs> not with you. But the show's not about you, pee pee caca, or you, or me. Yeah, no. It, like I said, we're all through this whole COVID thing. We're 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 so blessed uh, as an industry to be in our industry. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Yeah, I mean, like. What's going on uh, is a it's a nice um, sign of, of strength in our industry, and people are learning how to surf. Yeah, it's epic, and it's Dude. the best sport ever. Yes, it is. Yeah. you know we we've healthy, had, positive. Yeah. I mean, like you said, damn hard oh, learning. It's addicting. Phone. It's addicting. Yeah, hundred percent. And I tell everybody, and I say it again every show, it's the best non-workout you'll ever have in your life. Yeah, meaning like yeah, you know you don't think you're working out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna go work out. I'm like, no, you just go surf. Like, oh, hundred percent. What, what else do you do? I'm like, I don't know. I surf. Well, th- that's what, my wife will go. You went surfing. You didn't work. I go. You don't understand. I just <laughs> surf for two hours. You're, you're just out there talking. I just with the, rode a just real bike to uppers. I rode my real bike to uppers. Not not a freaking electric. electric bike. Oh, don't get us going to ban those things. By the way, we're looking for an electric bike sponsor. Super seventy three. Where you at? Yeah. So, Come on. Super yeah. seventy three. Where you at? Yeah. Hook us up. So yeah, I mean, you go surf two hours at uppers amongst that crowd, and then you ride a regular bike up up top. I mean, I'm I'm done. For yeah. the day. Yeah. And she's like, well, that wasn't... You went surfing. That's not big. I go, you have no idea. Yeah. And then you would just want to say, bitch, you better recognize... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Child, please. <laughs> yeah. yeah, good luck saying that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hey, Andrea. Yeah. Child, please. Yeah, you, you know what that means. Sleeping where? <laughs> we love our wives. Yo, it, yeah, you know, fun means, you know, if you're having it's, fun, it's not a workout. Well, then that... Yeah. To have that outlet... In your life, you know, have that like passion for your, you know, like surfing, just like it could be anybody's other sport, but surfing definitely has in this, you know, last year really gravitated a lot of people that were unable to do anything participate else. in their, anything else. Yeah. yeah. You know, whatever they were into. They were forced to figure out something else. And it's been a great outlet for a lot. Bummer for most of us that are yeah, out yeah. there just trying to surf, but it's again good for our. Our job and our industry, and yeah. so there's a lot of mixed emotions about it. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and to that point, we've had a lot of conversations. Like you have to be patient. Yeah, in the lineup with some yeah. of these new participants. I was at uppers, and I was like, I was like, look at these guys next to me, and there's a group of five that are basically just started surfing. You could to- totally tell, and they're not trying to paddle around. They're just. They're just trying to get some waves, and they're clueless yeah. about. And no one's told them. No, dude, no one showed them. Hey. But, but their attitude's great, hey, so yeah. it's kind of like ours. Like, hey guys, you know, like not freak out and be mean. Yeah, it's just like, hey guys, just be careful because you know, hey, this the guys are taking up, taking off up here, 
they're going to come down here. So don't try to take off them. Stay clear. We all want to be safe. And versus splashing them, yeah. saying, what are you doing? It's like we kind of have to embrace what's going on and hey, go for the Late night with Chalky, surf etiquette school or class or podcast. We'll do a whole podcast about surf etiquette. I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> but when the lip is here, don't be there. I, no, I, be I, actually, I actually talked to Dave Ali from Almond Surfboards and I told him he's got to make a video. Yeah about surf etiquette and kind of like educate newcomers to the uh-huh. to the culture and, yeah. you know, surfing. and It shouldn't fall on one man's shoulders or one podcast. It should be a collective. It's a collective. Everybody do thing. their job. Well, I think, it, I think you know. Because hey. I'm not the teacher. No. I'm not a teacher. You're not. Well, you can be a teacher when you're in the lineup. No. You can, you can extend an olive branch. I, I would love to be the enforcer. <laughs> you're so you're so gnarly. You seen this guy? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not that at all. No. So today, no, it's frustrating today, because it's hard to get waves. Today, Paul Hardy, what, what what'd you do? I'm in the water, oh right? Gosh. And I go to a spot I haven't surfed in years and years and years. The cliffs. The cliffs. Ah, I called it. But <laughs> Lar, the the first parking, <laughs> right? Towards, I always surf, you know, yeah. towards Golden West. Yeah. But I went to the first parking lot because there's nobody out, right? That's where he nobody goes. Nobody out. Where there's nobody out. I like which means I'm kind of that same guy. Which means I, I the waves out. suck. So, no, <laughs> no. There's, there's, it doesn't suck. It's you rideable. You got to be on it. You got to be on it's it. It's rideable. The there's right. waves. There's waves there. It's just not the best. Shut up, Lar. So, so I, I paddle out. My friend meets me. It's just us, just us two, catching fun waves by ourselves. There's like some new new guys, uh, beginners surfing, fifty yards down the beach, right by themselves, and we're by ourselves on our little peak, and we're having a blast. The waves aren't perfect. It isn't. I mean, we we're just having fun. And those longboarders get out. We paddle kind of to their spot because it's a little bit more consistent. And then we're surfing, we're having fun, this couple, and they surf, the, the, the guy surfs kind of good, and the girl doesn't surf that good, but she can surf. Mm-hmm. They paddle right next to us. Right. And I'm just like... We're not social distancing. Dude. <laughs> and there's a hundred yards on either side of us, where there's other peaks yeah. on either side of us. Yeah. But they chose to fucking paddle out next to us. And I'm just like, I didn't I just look at him, I smile, I wave, and I'm just like, she she paddles up. I don't even look at this wave because I know she's gonna take off. She takes off on it, rides it, her her boyfriend catches a wave, takes off, they paddle back to us and I'm just like are you fucking kidding me like there's waves over here and waves over here you're too nice I'm too nice so I paddled down the beach and thankfully waves came to me down the beach but I'm just like fuck what the hell why are these idiots these newcomers yeah not realizing like hey I'm out here, so have some 
etiquette and paddle down the beach they, a little bit. But that's the problem. They don't know mm. etiquette. So uh, you can't get yeah. me. Second dog, you know, it's yeah. just, just Hey, dumb. sorry for that. Lennon's is venting. <laughs> it was... It was no. He joke. really likes new participants. No, no joke, you guys. It was two foot today. It was two foot. Two foot. Hey, and he's complaining. That's, that's why I don't surf when hey, it's two foot. So this is what I. Used I felt to, great so today. In Florida. I'm happy. I'm hey, smiling. No. In Florida, I will regress. We used to surf New Smyrna, and I was like 15 years old, 14 years old, paddling at New Smyrna Inlet, and it would be two foot. And these dudes would paddle out that are like 20 years, 25 years old, pissed. Just and we were scared. We we're like. Rom's just going, and I'm like, it's it's there's hardly any waves, and it, that's the problem. It and they're just angst. It creates angst. Yeah. When there's no waves, paddling up and down. Oh, I mean, we were Grom's, and we, back to that. Like it, when 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 you're surf starved. Yeah. People behave poorly. It's like road oh, rage. Yeah. Oh, know? it's bad. It's road rage, and like you know, back then, like when I grew up, like. A 25-year-old beats your ass. There's no it cell phones. It was different back in those no, days. 14 years, 13, 14, they will smack you. Yeah. And 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 maybe beat your ass. Yeah. And and go go cry to your mama. Yeah. And like that yeah. was, you didn't get to go, F you, dude. I'm yeah. 15. You're like, I'll bust you your teeth out. I'll bust your teeth out. Yeah. And it's two foot. You're like, the waves are horrible. Why are you so angry? Yeah. That sport at service is supposed to be, you just check. We yeah. all have to constantly get in the water and go, why am I here? Yeah. yeah, it's tough. But honestly, I'm here to have fun. It's and tough. I, I, somebody like uh, like opened my mind to golfing. So I'm I used to always race because I have because I have kids and I've you know you need to now young yeah we I want to go golf and so I go like you know but I rate I want to go f- play golf fast because <laughs> I'm on the clock you know what's ETA what's yeah your ETA? kid what's your ETA what's your ETA and I had this old dude this old cat because you know hey wisdom's key you know when you get older you're supposed to have more wisdom and this guy goes. Hey, what do you do for a living? I'm like, oh, yeah, I work all the time. How often do you get golf? Bro, like once every two weeks. He's like, so why are you rushing while you're out here? Like, you finally got out here. Chill. That's good. Take your time. Yeah. Like, why are you rushing? Yeah. Why are you trying to get through every hole as fast as you possibly can? Yeah. Like, enjoy yourself. Yeah. Be out here. Yeah. Be in the moment. Chill. And that's like surfing. So I don't usually ever go surfing if I don't have three hours. Yeah. I, I, this, I'm, I'm moving slow. Yeah. My wife's like, when are you going to be back? Eh, I'm surfing uppers, so it takes a long time to get waves. It takes a long time to get down there, and I'll be back at four. It's called setting expectations. Yeah, and, and by the way, never four on the dot, around four. Around. It's <laughs> all you inexperienced married men. Yeah. You don't ever say a specific Later today. Time. I'll update you, you later. Say, you never say a No, I learned that a long time answer. ago. No, you around. Say four-ish. Ish, yes. Four-fifteen-ish? Yes. Four-thirty-ish? Yes. Yeah. Cause you know, I'll, I'll we get, all know that you I'll get, get a little edgy. When's you, you're time? like, oh, it's three thirty, perfect. I've been getting waves like crazy. I'm out of here in a perfect time. Skunked for the next hour. Yeah. You get no waves. I get I get drowning. edgy when I'm hungry, but you know, mostly it's yeah. because I haven't surfed. Yeah. Or my back hurts, and yeah. it's like, yeah. Oh, why are y'all edgy? I'm like, oh, my back hurts. You know, it's, sore. So it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's just stiff. constantly irritating. Yeah. Or getting old is awesome. Got it's it. like wake got, up. You're got, like, you're just, you wake up from killer sleep and you wake up and your knees like blown out. You're like, gotta go. So oh, what I do yesterday? Oh, nothing. It's so sick. I have old. no idea what you guys are talking about. I'm not old. <laughs> I'm not either. <laughs> if we put just, our two ages together, you said you're 29, seven. I just turned seven. 27. Seven. Okay. Yeah. Mine, we might meet his age. 69. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> Yeah, this this um, yeah, but we're we're it's just an exciting time, you know, to uh, 
for I think for retailers, it's refreshing. Oh my god! Sure. Like core retailers, I mean, I, I tell you, they've been through the grind, and they their service. What's impressive is to see, like, we've, I mean, gosh, I've I've serviced, you know, Surfside Sports for my whole entire career, and to watch the, the patience, the education that they provide their their customer is yeah. crazy. From Duke and Joe and, and the whole family, it's it they they the they, pulse of surfing. Yeah, no, they they care. I mean, they provide yeah. such incredible service. For like sure, that. it's insane. You can't get that anywhere. No, and that, and, and that and it goes to Hanson, San Diego. It goes around the country. Like I don't want to just, yeah. but but my backyard was Surfside Sports and 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 even HSS when you worked there. I mean, like you guys yeah. took you were the community. Yeah, you are the connection. So, yeah. so that's so important and vital. And I love that this is this the silver lining between COVID is that the customer is now forced and learning the sport and going to these places that provide amazing. The, the first off, they they care about safety. They're making sure their customers are safe when they shop in there. Mm-hmm. For they're sure, regulating how many people come. And they're working harder than ever. Yeah, harder than ever. We I all mean, are. Yeah, okay. yeah. We but all. But I mean, the retailer is. I mean, can you imagine only letting twenty five percent of yeah. customers in the door, and you have to have a lineup? And they're trying to raise minimum wage. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. all that crap. But, yeah. but we're so but we're seeing it's, we're, it's unreal to see board sales, wetsuit sales. I heard your you know Brian Heritage podcast that was yeah. insane so yeah. the guys at heritage ron johns maui nicks i mean yeah. bc all the way up the coast to, wires. you know and brave new world and 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 it goes on winds and you know warm i mean this is like cinnamon rainbows cinnamon rainbows we're gonna name them all high tech high surf we don't get in trouble yeah we don't get in trouble i want to keep going hey hey if we missed you don't give me a return. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? Well, right uh, now in transition, we can't. We'll, we'll recircle you uh, next year. No, but we'll it, circle back. Yeah, but circle I mean, back. <laughs> hey, uh, wait. Where's the papers? We got to ruffle some papers. We got to circle back. <laughs> We're gonna circle back with you guys. We forgot. No, but it's insane. I mean, it, the, these guys—they—they've earned every bit of uh, increase in sales that they. They're God, God bless. Yeah. The American independent. Business retailers, hundred yeah. percent, dude. They've been grinding, grinding forever, like, but now even spe- especially now, so, yeah. yeah, it's insane, and it, and it's it's not easy. It's not an easy business. No, you gotta love it. Well, yeah. with with this day and age, with big online retailers and direct yeah. to consumer, and there's a lot of more competition. But again, it comes back to brand integrity and holding price and taking care, of, making being sure, partners, yeah. being partners. You know, being like. Partners. And making it easy on them, not fighting for racing to the bottom. Exactly. You know, we don't yeah. want to race to the bottom. Which I think we've we've come past that. You know, which is and great. And, and most action sports, whether you know, it's a it's a premium lifestyle. It's an you know, you can participate at all levels, but to to be a a, a main investment hobby or sport like it's not cheap you know so you need to be able to like cater to the the people that are introductory to that sport you know make sure that you could you could pull them in without overwhelming them on you know like what i'm saying is there's a lot of growth within the sport whether it's a a veteran somebody that's been in it for 30, 40 years, somebody's been in it, or a newcomer. Like, there's definitely opportunity for all of them 
to to yeah. be able to and the stay accent, involved yeah. and and and, the, and it's and the, once you're participating, it's free. Yeah. yeah. You can surf once for you got your eight board, hours. Once, you got your once you're in the water, you can surf for eight hours. You, yeah, but that's why my but the personal investment is going to be different. Like, perfect, go surf. Yeah, <laughs> like go the, in the water for all. But day the personal investment is going to be different from 100%. each one. Each yeah. one of that demographic. Yeah. And again, going back to when surfing was so limited with the like, well, this is. I gotta surf like I can't surf like that. That's an X Games like they're they're doing crazy stuff. I don't even now, know if they're watching that to be honest. Like no, but yeah. now we look at our quivers. We look at what we're riding and the adaptation yeah. of. We got a fun board. We got a twin fin. We got a quad. Yeah. We got a mid length. You know, like you you now you're adding to all these mm-hmm. elements yeah. to the sport. Which one, you're gonna have way more fun. But two, you're not going to be called out like, dude, what are you riding a twin fin, bro? What's that thing? You know, like you can show up with a freaking yeah. door yeah. and people are like, ooh, that looks sick. Does it work? Yeah, like, right. where did you get it? Yeah. You know, like yeah. that's it, it, like, like 15, 20 years ago when you're like, if you show up on our side, Jay Larson just shows up on uh, with a twin fin. We're like, going, bro, you're freaking are called you out and you're a kook. Yeah. Like, are you trying to like not make the tour? Are you trying not it, to you get you, called out? Are you not trying to make it, your dream come true? And or, I don't or, think that happens now. Because I mean, that's but. It's kind of funny because, because, like you said, it's it's we have to be, uh, you know, have to let everybody in, which is great. Yeah. Like you said, like, but back, but if you're trying, that's funny because if if you were my son or something, I was like, I'd be like, no, no, you need Get to that be twin fin. You need to rip. What are you doing? Yeah, like, <laughs> like, bro, we're we got a dream for you. We got a vision for you. Like, yeah, we're gonna make this world tour. Like, yeah, that's gotta, what he does. Cutting edge. I mean, yeah, you're gonna be. <laughs> I mean, Mick Fanning, hey, he in his career right now, he can ride all that crazy stuff. Hey. He can have fun on it. He is. He's he, loving he's it. He's on the back but, line. But Homeboy was not doing that. When he's going world cha- championship titles, oh. they, he is focused. He's the, got his first on like one mm, tiny little decimal of a foam and, and got a million boards and going, these are almost all the same identical boards. I don't yeah. know how they need so many, but they, it's he, so crazy. He, he is so dialed. Yeah. So yeah. that's another level. To never but that's that that's the unattainable search yeah, yeah so that's what well, we want we're at rip girl we're trying to create this attainable search which is all these fun videos and all these movies yeah it's so much more fun. and that's and that's yeah, so everyone well can I, be I more inclusive you know and that and that's and that's, just have fun and that's yeah. the thing where we're not a surf hang out with friends laugh be just in the don't ocean. It's right the next best to me. thing. Yeah, just don't come up on Linden or he'll slap you. Yeah. But 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 embrace. <laughs> no, I didn't say anything. Yeah. I no, I know. Anything. I know. You just got grumpy. I paddled away. <laughs> yeah, but I got I, grumpy. I paddled away. But the, the the I'm just kidding. The brand the brands that could appeal to a bigger demographic or hold on to the you know like once your brand becomes like successful or yeah. you know kind of hits those pivotal points where it's like. Hey, you know, I've survived this recession or I've, you know, made it, you know, past these growth pains or whatever, or dealt with, you know, equity, you know, like whatever, you know, you get that stress, you get eliminated out of the picture for sure. Yeah. You can get more creative. You can have, but the more, you know, companies like rib curl and, 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 you know, it it doesn't matter. There's, there's a ton, whether it's bands or bill about every, they have a, a team writer advocate or whatever that is way different than 10 years ago way different than 20 years ago they still have the top caliber yeah the, the world champion or the pro guy 
or the photo guy, but now they all have God like, get your a little bit of everybody. Point, bro. A little bit of everybody. The point is is Quit dragging on. What's your point? <laughs> You're a dick. No, I get your point. The point is we all need to embrace all of those 100%, you know, cultures within yeah. the sport because the content creation not, has to change and that it is yeah, in front of it our is. eyes. It is. It has. And some athletes without the WSL going on live all the time, it's yeah. affecting it's exposing yeah. athletes that are used to doing it just focusing well, on themselves and performance and it's winning hard. heats. It's, it's, and others are going, I'm taking advantage of this time and I'm going to make myself ha- create more equity for my brand. Me. And there has been and, a very... And dude, it's exposed. Pendulum. That's gnarly. And exciting. You know? To your point, like right now, in this COVID time, with no uh, WSL circuit, right? We're, we're not able to watch competitive surfing in the rip curl roster of world right mm-hmm. you, you have get your point a lot of <laughs> a lot of a lot of how many use that a lot now names right oh yeah you, you, you know and you're paying on those guys, guys a lot of money guys that we see or have seen lately that is top of mind that is producing content that's like oh my god like you know, you're like, oh shit, Mason Ho, he's he's a machine right now. He's a machine right now. Yeah. Tom Curran, he just made yeah. a video. He wouldn't yeah. do that by himself, by the way. Though. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but but no, he like, would. But his not. surfing's insane. So he's but it's like it's like he's oh, still surfing. I mean, he's, he's still like, surfing. He's like times. a guy that hasn't been around, right? Yeah. Tom Curran's not really been. He's been in the news here and there, but like right now, he's at the top of the food chain. As far as like, oh yeah, was that movie that just came yes. out? Yes, and then and then you have other marquee players, you know, Mick Fanning and Crosby who, has gone to probably the most improved athlete I've seen in ages. Yeah, right with Cola Brothers, most, most improved Brothers. on the North Shore oh, for man. sure. Live content creation. Yeah, and then you know you keep going down. What about Gabriel Cohen, Medina? I mean uh, Connor Coffin. Connor Connor Coffin. a lot of great content. Yes, but. Definitely, like, reliant, relying on the WCT. Gabriel Medina, relying on the WCT, mm-hmm. right? Tyler Wright, relying. Owen Wright, relying yeah. on yeah. on that stage to, to help yeah. promote themselves. Philippe Toledo. I mean, if you go well, that's on a fun, I mean, that, yeah, again, not just, not just, no, right. you can go on and on. No, no, you're right. As an athlete, but that's a full-time job. Yeah. It's being hard to have a team of, yeah. of content producers. I mean, that, like what JLB is doing and what, um, you know, Nathan Florence is doing and what Ben Gravy. Rothman's doing. Cole, ben Gravy. I mean, that, that takes, that is a lot of work. They're yeah. working hard. They're well, having fun, but they're working it's hard. It's crazy, and but it's like a, and what Mason's job. doing, and what Mason's doing is hard. I mean, I mean, he keeps it simple. I think to a certain degree, he's got yeah. a great team of guys who've been doing it for a long time. Yeah, but it's work. Yeah, it's work. It's, he's not like you said. Like he's having fun, but they're. I mean, they're having fun doing it. But that, what they're doing is is a lot of work. I mean, dude, can you imagine? Thinking about surfing Jaws like Nathan Florence and you, dude, and then you have this team of well, let's figure out how to document it the whole time. I'm like, I'm trying to, I'm like, not die. Ever think yeah. on that level? You can yeah. be distracted by all that. 
Yeah. It's crazy. Be like Tom Brady bringing a freaking mic'd up team with him on the Super Bowl. Like, and then they're hey, guys, let's go do this. We're going to be mic'd up and we're going to like... Hey, can you, you, can you, you run down this side of the field for the better angle? By the way, if you throw an interception, you're going to be a two-wave hold down. Like, you're going to maybe drown. So I just can't believe that these guys are able to... We want, we want a camera doing. on your head. We want you to <laughs> hold the pole, and then we want one on totally. the on the on the board. Totally. Hopefully, you don't get hit. But I mean, so so that point, though, no, it, it is it's changing right now. Then this shutdown, it's it's changing the value of athletes, yeah. like yeah. dramatically. Yeah. Like in a one year period, it's exposing. Like, bro, if you're just if you're just thinking about making heats and you're just focusing on your own performance, and you're you're not producing content, you're getting left behind. I mean, that's a, it's a kind of a scary sad, little thing. Like scary. you're expecting, you're just waiting the weight, the, the yeah. weight game. The weight game is, well, when COVID gets over, when WSL opens up, I'll be fine. I'm going to be on fire. I'm going to be ready. I'm going to yeah. be ready. Yeah. Which is fair enough. You're an athlete. You're focused on yourself. Yeah. You're, you're pretty selfish. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, the most selfish athletes are the best athletes. Yeah. That's <laughs> they, true. And, and so, having content teams around them is not really what they want to focus on. I mean, I wouldn't, that's for sure. Well, um, yeah, I mean, but your focus is, but now it's, it, you got to like go, Oh, how long is this thing going to go out? Well, yeah. hey, maybe I needed to create two, a content two, team. Two week curve. We're, we're back. We're, you know, just two weeks, <laughs> you know, bend the curve and then we're out there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, so, I mean, I get it. Some of them are just going, I'm just going to get my equipment dialed. I'm going to focus on my nutrition. Yeah. I'm going to focus on staying in shape. I'm going to get better. I'm yeah. going to improve. But I tell you right now, you better be creating content because this thing could go on for another year or two. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. I going. mean, let's let's really like look at what's going on with the WCT, right? Yeah, the WSL. Yeah. Like, okay, WSL. Who is who? Italo was the world champ. Yeah. Yep. Gabriel Medina was second. Mm-hmm. I don't know who got third. I don't know who got fourth. I don't know who got fifth. True, because that final I don't was, know who got that sixth. final was the most insane final probably. Insane. Insane. Yeah. But of those two, Gabriel Medina and um Italo. Italo, they're kind of They're they're putting out some content, but it's but, definitely not on the level of what hey, when you're I'm sorry, if you're putting out content of four foot Brazil beach breaks. When John John is outer reef stuff we're yeah. seeing, and Nathan Florence and Koa Rothman and Griffin and Colapinto Griffin and, and they're staying and, on the North Shore and yeah. Connor. I'm sorry, I'm not. Why I don't care about an air reverse and beach breaks yeah. in Brazil, and that's what they've been producing. So you're up against what's happening today. Yeah, like. I mean, I served uppers with Kaloe and Dino, and and that, no knock on Kaloe, he's surfing upper trestles. So I'm just like, bro, like he's had a, I mean, he's got, he's he's a good life. He's like, I'm like, dude, John John, your gnarly guy used to smoke. He, he just got a 50 foot, <coughs> insane barrel on outer reef. And granted, I don't I don't expect anyone to want want that, but like you, Very few. you should be, but you should be planted over there. Yeah, like, you should want it. You gotta want it, and at, I think that would have happened stage in the game. Yeah. yeah, you need to be doing something else. Yeah, you, to, you, to, to yeah. keep your name in the hat. That WSL, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be planted and firm on that because that that story's not. I mean, I'm not trying to be pessimistic. It's just that story's not. 
It should be one ele- you, element on how this is all going to flush out. Yeah. With I mean, all those guys want to be world champ if they're on tour, and they all want to put all their oh, energy. Oh, Hey, he's surfing better than he's ever surfed. He's but, he's almost he's not going. He's got for the sure. best results in the last three years, I think, ever. Oh, he's so I'm not, not going to. No, but, incredible. But, but you can't just. That's obviously the pinnacle and accolade of like what you've worked your entire surf career to be. You know, like that world champ. Yeah, but. Right now we're on a little bit of a hiatus, like you know, holding <laughs> yeah, pattern. Yeah. And like you said, there's, you got to stay relevant and you got to stay engaged and you got to put out yeah. content. And I think it would have been different if they were to go to run Sunset and all those guys would have stayed over there and it wouldn't have been just the few that did hang out, you know, for the winter and get all that great t- content. It would have been a little bit maybe there. It would have been a little bit more saturated, versus going back to your point of. There's a few that really stood out. Well, they, they stayed because you know why? Because that's the spot you should be. That's what you do in the winter. It you, it's the best winter of all time, and you best, leave. Yeah, yeah. And you, you leave. You, yeah, you don't do that. I mean, sorry, Larry Bird and Mag- Magic Johnson. W- when they're done playing the final game seven, those guys are no cameras, no nothing, shooting, trying like whoever lost it, like Kobe Bryant style. Yeah. He's going to the gym at midnight going to shoot because he shot three air balls in the playoffs he's going to shoot for four hours so that never happens again ever and so what those guys will go to sleep yeah he's lapping yeah he's just gonna lap them but just so when john john if you're if you're trying to be a world champion yeah that's that's the golden star. Yeah. So you're chasing yeah. bad timing. What is John, like John Tiger doing? Woods when I should you're probably golfing. be doing what he's doing. Um, I think I should probably be surfing Sunset if John John's surfing Sunset. I should but, probably be surfing Haleiva if I, if he's but, surfing Haleiva. Hey, Jack I probably, Robinson is a is beast. Fucking been sitting on the North Shore and getting country. content, putting out content. So to your point though, the the great example. Look at that dude. But, he's a freak. He's the next John John. If you really want to talk about next John John. Jack Robinson yeah. is He's going to put in the time. Into his, uh, yeah, well, he doesn't have the com- he doesn't have the. I mean, I don't know. He he serves some probably amateurs in Australia that I'm not aware of, but like between John John and the amateurs, he was still he wasn't the guy. Still, yeah. he was surfing flat. He was just so. But and then he went just constantly improved. It's you have to constantly improve. Yeah, like. Like I said, like John John continues to blow. He guy had a knee injury and got better. Yeah. By being out of the water. Yeah. How do you do that? Mine, mine. Dude, type. somehow he did it. But yeah. but what's you know it's what's interesting is you know these tour guys they have a grueling schedule. You know, they very have a limited time at home. Yeah, yeah. And some of them are probably just like, well, you're. You hey, know, they you might make a lot they of might they, they might come back and really you know, step up their game once the tour starts. But at the same time, you, you got to be able to take advantage of that downtime. True. And you look at Slater who went to Indo for two or three months and you look at what he's doing. You're like, you could tell that guy's surf more and put in more effort and more time in the water. He's reinvigorating his surfing again. So, how is that possible? Yeah. So, depending on where you live, I mean, you might be fortunate enough to be a pro and your home break, like a Taj Burrow and, you know, West Oz, which is Jack. They have the most unbelievable, like, home break lifestyle. Or you might be a guy that's like, 
Kolohe, it's like, I surf San Clemente and I maybe go up and down the coast and you hey, gotta be, you know. And he showed up to early back um, pipe and he was blowing doors. Blowing I mean, doors. Right away. I mean, he was surfing. So you never know the but intention no, behind it, but at the same time. But you have a life too. You have a life. You have a life. You have a life. Yeah. But like I said before, if you want to be the best and you want to be the, uh, like, uh, if you want it. Driven from within, if you want it, if you want the ultimate prize, who's the best? And what it, are they it's doing? a lot of sacrifice you have to make, and I, I agree with you. Like, hey, you have to have a life. Like Taj Burroughs, hey, he lived a great life, yeah, and he had fun. He probably had he more didn't of a great world time. life than uh, and guess what? Great results. I, I would probably choose his life over Kelly's. I mean, like, I hey, I don't, I want to, I don't want to be lonely. I don't want to like travel by myself around the world, and and really, the world is my home. But I'm, I'm eleven time world champion, and I. But Taj Burrow's like, hey, I can sacrifice a little bit for not winning. I yeah. Can, I, can, I can have peace with my life. And he's probably super, yeah. super happy. And, and, and Kelly could be super happy. You never know. Oh, he, he is. You know, you he know, is. You know what because I mean? that's what makes him happy. That's it. Yeah. You know. But uh, the fact that the tour's been down for a year and some and guys. And didn't think it was going to be down for a year. No. And everybody. So no one's buying it for that. To your it, point. But it's, it's easy to be critical. But to your point, I agree with what you're saying. Like, hey, each person's navigating this whole thing including ourselves as yeah. best as possible it's wild for sure it's a trip and you know we're trying to keep our dream alive and we're trying to stay relevant with this podcast and support yeah. you know our livelihood and you know our you know we talk about it all the time you know we're passionate about the industry we grew up in the industry yeah. and we're, we're you know our livelihood is yeah. an industry and to tell people's stories whether it's a retailer or an ex-pro surfer or a current pro surfer or an entrepreneur or a guy that's been in the industry running brands and making decision-making. Like, we love that that web of connection that we keep, you know, coming across. Yeah. Your name's been brought up a ton, you know? Like, we had Garth Tarlow, you know, like, his name. And just this dynamic of everybody's in because we love the, the common bond. We love yeah, the common it's bond. It's pretty, like I said, it's pretty special because, like you said, like if you, if we all get in the same room, yeah, I will start introducing people. Like, believe it or not, like when I signed Derek Ho, like I mean, I'm such an idiot at the time. I'm, I'm just naive enough to like think that like, Derek doesn't know everybody on the freaking planet. <laughs> yeah, like everyone. Like, yeah, for sure. And I'm like, oh hey, do you know Derek? Is like, bro, are yeah. you fucking joking, Polly? Yeah, yeah, Polly boy. I know everybody. Yeah, yeah. You want to introduce me to freaking Kelly Gibson and Ted Robinson and freaking all these people? Like, I groomed them. Yeah. Like, you dummy. Like, I'm like, I'm, oh, I, I mean, I'm just like this young kid going, I, don't, well, I wasn't yet that young, but I'm just like, it's so funny. But that shows how unique and special our industry is. Yeah. You know, like, I met Kyborg when I was at Stussy. Like, it's like, we get all of us in the room and it's kind of blown away that we all know everybody yeah one it's, degree it's, of separation it's a beautiful thing it's beautiful it's it's special and that's why trade shows and all these things are are missing from our world and that's why it's challenging and that's why Lennon gets all grumpy when he paddles out he can't go <laughs> just bear hug anybody he wants at a trade show but no but it it, it is one of those things where we are a, a tribe and, and it's, yeah. it's these times are hard and that's why podcasts like this are insane because you know, we all need to like sort of hear that and go, okay, yeah, we're, we're still tight. Like we're still all the same. Like we're all rooting for each other. You yeah, know? definitely. Everybody, you know, it's, it's healthy competition, but y'all want everybody to succeed yeah, because yeah. 
You know, you don't want anything to go away. You don't want anybody to lose your job. You don't want anybody like to go away. You want everybody to like bring the register. Yeah, <laughs> bring the register. Yeah, yeah, money. Let's end it with money. We yeah. need money. Yeah. No, it's, it's. I'm kidding. It's. It's. But we have to. We have. Unfortunately, we do. We have all have to provide to for. Our, and we need money. Provide to, to provide for our families. Yeah, like that's something that's stressful. You know. Yeah. yeah. I mean. We, we all need to serve a purpose. Yeah. You know? Like well, we, that's deep. It is deep. <laughs> that's super deep. Serve a purpose. We do. Yeah. We need value. to serve a purpose. No, we do. Like, we need to work hard. Our brands need to, you know, provide uh, a revenue stream. We all need to provide a revenue stream. And that's why we're, and like, you know, talking about athletes, you know, trying to stay relevant. Like, yeah. you know, without, without... Hey, they got Sir pay cuts too. I mean, we all got pay cuts. Everyone got pay cuts. I mean, hey, like you said about your position on athletes. Yeah, they're going through a lot. They yeah. A lot of guys aren't making paychecks. A lot of guys lost their sponsors um, pre-COVID and after COVID. And it's it's a hard time to your point. Like this, yeah. this has put a strain on a lot of fronts. Yeah. It's, it's crazy, you know, the, the, the silver lining in, in the pandemic is the surf industry has... Had a booming yes, come out of it pretty damn. Yeah, we've nice. we've, we've attracted a lot of new participants, and now the name of the game is sustainability of keeping those yep. participants. The new right? participants, yeah, not losing, not having to go back. Which I, I think we're confident that they won't because yeah. I think once you get, you're hooked. You're hooked. Every yeah. I mean, every I think, time yeah, everybody fall off, but it's, it's you remember your percentage. first wave. You remember your first oh, yeah. wave. You remember your first yeah, board, yeah. and that's why we like starting off from the beginning, of our our yeah. like how mm-hmm. impactful that was and addicting, yeah. but but also like you know challenging and mesmerizing and just you you just get hooked yeah. and yeah. as humans, you know we want to. Yeah, we want to one up our buddy. We want to one up yeah, somebody. Yeah, you have your little competitive. You circle. got, you yeah. got. It's it's everything. You want to improve yourself. You want to get better, but yeah, there's very few sports that you could do your entire life. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Sure, and, like golf. I mean, and no matter yeah, and no sure, matter what your ability is, yeah. so I'm not going to be happy if I go out and I catch a wave and I just kind of soft turn a couple of top turns and I hit the lip. Lennon just but, snapped the but fins free on but the guy that, side that he hasn't tried yet. Just the, float. This is, and you're like, yeah. what? He actually won the heat? But the guy over here that, you know, is surfing a retro board. No. But, the, you know, but the beginner that just got up and he playing and maybe he actually trimmed down the line was the best wave of his life. And you yeah. could be out there on the same day. You know, yeah, and you look over and you're like, "Holy crap, that guy!" You know, like I don't know who that is, but you just see a you know smile, yeah, and that's what it's about. It's about everybody totally. enjoying and being psyched, yeah, you know, yeah. And again, yeah. I'm jaded. I I'm like this guy. Oh, dude, it was so fun. I'm like, it was two foot and crumbly it and short break. Fun. No, I I'm like, I'm sorry. What do you? Yeah. What it's do you, always fun. I'm with you. I'm, I Ted I Robinson will go get barreled. For four hours off of ski step offs in Baja Malibu, and or wherever mission be somewhere, and, and then come back and surf river jetties at two foot blown out the next day and go. I I, I had to get in the water. I'm like, yeah. you just told me you got barreled. Off yeah, but it's fun for yeah. four days straight. Yeah, and it's pumping, and you just surfed. I drove by river jetties. Yeah, you actually went out. Yeah, and he goes, oh, I had to. I just had to get wet. I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't I don't have that cuckoo meter. Yeah, <laughs> it's the froth. 
The froth meter. I had that froth years ago. Yeah. Oh, that froth is gone. Yeah. I still kind of have that. If I, I get barreled, if I get barreled yeah. once, I, do, I just go sweet. I'm going to marinate on that for like a month. And, and going back to the, <laughs> the, the, the TC, you know, scrubber, you know. I don't even know why I'm here. I should yeah. I should peel the sticker off. Isn't like, that great? Oh, barrel, 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 chandelier. Yeah. Uh, like, oh, uh, yeah, too. I don't know. Like, the best. He's the best. <laughs> I love yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's such a unique. That's what's great about our sport. We have a bunch of unique. We characters. have so many characters. Yeah, and Tom is one of the leading ones for sure. He's, yeah. you know. We got time to go hang out with him at the ranch, and uh, I actually sprayed Tom Car- uh, Tom Curran. So I feel pretty. You sprayed him. I sprayed him. Yeah. So I, I feel like I should get a T-shirt that said, um, "Is it cool if I say I sprayed Tom Curran?" Yeah, at the totally ranch. Cool. At the ranch. Yeah, he was. He's. He thought I was going to fall, and I said, "No, Tom, take this." <laughs> <laughs> he's going to drop it uh, on you. And I'm sitting there. Well, you know how it is there. Yeah. You're, you're waiting for poach something, and and uh, yeah, I got a little a little he, snap, uh, and I was like. I'm sitting here surfing the ranch with seriously one of my most childhood idols of all time, and I'm I've got a four man session, and Tom's one of them, and I and uh, got to know Tom over the years, so I'm not like Fanny luckily out. I'm not freaking out. I'm just yeah. like Tom's like my boy, and I'm all good with Tom. We can just have a We're normal tight. conversation. Well, I mean, I'm not I'm not I know starstruck I know anymore. I yeah. got past that finally, you know, like um, and so anyways, yeah, surf, surf watching him get barreled in front of me, like just just sit there and own the barrel at the ranch and just watch him just the most unbelievable barrel rider barrel rider we've ever seen in our lives yeah you know i think there's there's a handful i mean they're all really good you know he's joel parkinson yeah but tom tom curran um kelly slater i mean and john 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 J-O-B, john incredible J-O-B, Andy, yeah bruce just, uh, so, yeah. so wait you... john john yeah john john's at the top with kelly when it gets heavy yeah i think those two are uh, leaps and bounds of so, so what happened? You, you, but it was the best. I mean, it was an hour just sitting there trading off ways, and Tom Kern watching me, and I'm just like, you yeah, know, I'm gonna show him. I'm, I, I'm fat, but I'm, I'm watch this, Tom. <laughs> and they were playing blackjack last night, and I lost, but I'm the winner today. You <laughs> slashing him? No, it was funny because, because honestly, when you're fat, you know, you, you, your expectations get lowered. So he's like, oh shit, that guy, guy got, got a little whip. He freaking hit the lip. Yeah. He's got well, a little spark in his head. a 750-yard wave, I can hit the lip once. It's perfect. 700-yard <laughs> <laughs> wave. Sorry, yeah. 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 I can hit it a couple of times. I, I pace myself. I get going. It, that wave is insane. I could wiggle. But no, but it was, it, like I said, Tom is, is, he's just an epic dude. I mean, But again, like, it goes back. And, and Aki. I mean, I just saw Aki at, at, at um, Snapper yesterday or day before. I mean, he's just, he's killing Oh, it. I saw that picture. Yeah, he's killing it. looks like he lost oh weight. God. He's surfing insane. He quit drinking. Yeah, that sucks. That sucks. I'm not doing that. Yeah. All right, we gotta wrap this up. <laughs> yeah. It's hey, well, thank you guys. Three and a half hours. Oh, you're come on. Three and a half hours. Okay, we probably need to edit this. <laughs> no, we're not. Editing. Can we cut out Lyndon's parts? <laughs> Lyndon's parts. Why would you say? That? I don't know. You're telling me to like wrap it up at like you know get to the point. <laughs> well, you needed to. <laughs> <laughs> I talk in. Is that, I don't think this is normal to have a three and a half hour podcast. Not even. Okay. When it's yeah. Holly Boy. Always. Okay. Come Always. On. The best ones are longer than yeah, the, so the worst ones. That's how, that's how our, our, our listeners gauge it on. Like, is this going to be good? It's, oh, it's three and a half hours. Yeah. Okay. I'm just kidding. I, I did say, yeah. <laughs> we we got we to gotta model. We got to. We got to. Bro. Uh, we got to. Polly Boy. Hey. Epic. Thank you guys. Polly. Oh, wait. That's not how I say it. Here. Paul Harley. Hey, love you guys. Thanks.
Always great to be at your house, Lara Dog. Yeah. It's good to see you guys are doing insane. Dude. And uh, yeah, love you guys. Paul Harvey. Yeah. Transplant from Clearwater. Yep. Yep. Comes over here. We're here. Hangs out. West Coast. Specifically HB. Carl's dad was cool until he got the HB and HB was it took over. Way yeah. freaking cool. It did take over. Thanks, Chewy and Lockie. HB is my home. That's yeah. for sure. My, and my and home Jason Warren. Who Jacob, JP, with your hawk, your your, you know, <laughs> you know that. Side note, he has a pet hawk. Who did? Jason Warren. Oh, he, he did? did. Yeah. Oh, dude, they robbed like a, a pet store back in the day. No, he's he's, yeah. he's he's he. Why did you bring that up? He earlier, trains. Bro? He trains. You ever see his tat on his back? This ugly snake. He got a pit bull from a friend of his. Mm. Uh, his first tat was a yeah. was a. Pitbull from some train, some new trainee of, of how to give a freaking tattoo. Yeah, and it looked like a poodle. Yeah, with a pitbull's body, yeah. and he had to get it completely redone. No, he's got his. He's, <laughs> oh yeah, he's a hot train. He's got. But a, I, I knew him when he got his first tattoo. Yeah, yeah, uh, it doesn't surprise me. He's insane. <laughs> Last he's time I right. surfed with him, he surfed insane. Yeah. Still, anyways. Now I lost my train of yeah. thought. Yeah, <laughs> you got a heart. You got a place in her hearts in HB for yeah. sure. Oh, that's why. Yeah, so, yeah. so counterculture, Royale, Stussy, yeah, Rusty, yeah, Rip Curl, and Rip Curl, Rip Curl. yeah, that's... industry veteran, powerhouse, goofy footer, lovable teddy bear, <laughs> father and husband, father, yeah. husband. Yeah, I'm proud of being yeah. a dad. I'm proud of, of, of my daughters and. and All right, and he could this sla- is he the could, way he could slash this is you the way pretty you good on the lip. Yeah. Right, Lyndon. <laughs> if you look good, no, no, you feel good. good. Yeah. If you feel good, you play good. If you play good, you get you get paid pay good. good. You get pay for them kids. <laughs> They're expensive. Paul Harvey. Yeah. Rip Curl, USA, Australia, global, global. This guy. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> Thanks, bud. Thank Thank you. you. Hey, peace. Peace out. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please give us a five star rating and spread the word. Special thanks to our good friends, James Williams for our awesome artwork and Justin Reynolds for the amazing music. 